Less time in the Emperor's Court. After this evening, the Emperor's Court will go dark. If Hoppy goes brawless, I will cancel the hiatus. So it quite literally is a tits or get the fuck out <laughs> situation. <laughs> Yeah, you can flip me off all you want, liberal. Whatever. Happy. We all know he's incompetent. You're not beating Chocolate Jesus this year. <laughs> not happening. Well, that'll only be $6,000. And I'm like, holy shit, I have $6,000. <laughs> and I'm 18, and I make bad financial decisions all the time. <laughs> Little Rex, oh my God, you have a great body. If you ever become single, let me know. I want to be in the running for your future boyfriend. I think that might have gone to the wrong person. Oh, I think it was. All right, so, Kobe, you're on there. We're gone for a while. Come on. You could have shaved the show by you still got you, you still right. got you still come on, one quick slip. That's Sage, right. come on! Don't come you want to save the show? Come on! I mean, Little Rex was trying. I'm assuming to suck up to copy, and we all know how that was going to no, work you, out. You don't no, can't suck up. All right, you know that's that's a good point. Little Rex is a lot. You know, he's got a lot more swag. He's a lot smoother than I am. Maybe Little Rex can convince Copy to take off the rope. Really? You're going to send Little Rex in to talk <laughs> wow. to a girl? You're gonna, you're gonna wow. S- you're going to send a mongoloid retard to do a man's job. Ladies huh? and gentlemen, the show is going dark forever because you have all just been entrusted into the hands of Little Rex. <laughs> you have an outstanding body. Wow, thanks. I should be your future boyfriend. I don't have any cats and have never owned a machete. <laughs> Did Little Rex find love? No, no, and no. Did he realize that he should be more careful with who he sends messages to? Is Copy being worn as a skin suit? Or did she make it out of his basement alive? All this and more on tonight's The Emperor's Court. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jumping Jean Jean, Moon and James Dean going Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from the war room in Cleveland, Ohio, USA. This is, shut up. <laughs> this is the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, ZTWProductions.com. I'm your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Who is sitting here mocking my intro. And by Baron Von Gosu, making his once-a-year triumphant return to the show. Yeah, that's my community service. Your community service? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Boy, our, how else would I do this? I have no idea. The free beer, probably. Oh, that is a good point. Speaking of which, 
Yes, I see that. Uh, Vario uh, will be joining us oh, here yeah. shortly. Of course, he's on his way. My apologies for the longer than expected delay. Uh, we, I believe we have come up with a solution for uh, the lag issues we've been having in yesterday months past. No wise thinks he's gotten it fixed. And hopefully that'll be the case. We'll see as the show goes on. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it has been over a month since last we got together. The hiatus is over. We are here. And Yay. I've got nothing. I, I, I've got nothing to talk about, really. There's Luckily, a, a bunch of you sent, yeah, a bunch of you sent me articles. That helps. Highlander, what have you been up to in this past month? Nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. All right. Zip. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. No, 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 nothing happened, no. No. I bought a new board game. What'd you buy? Ma- Mansions of Madness. Remember that one I was telling you about? What's the one we played? What was it? That, was, that was Arkham Horror. That's that, when we were recording a lot of the promos. You have Arkham Horror? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Hang on. Let me ask you this, Baron. Have you ever beat it? Yeah. Have you? Yep. Okay. Because okay. I I never was able I to have, beat it. I've beaten it twice. We've, okay. We played games of eight. Because I oh wow that's huge that's that's tough. And we did uh we bought two or three expansion boards to go with it. So <gasps> you have expansions? Which ones? Mm-hmm. So, so I know it's ones not to buy. Right. Uh, the Shadow Over of Innsmouth. Right. And the, uh, oh, what's the one? Arkham Horror. No, I forget what it is. Arkham Horror. Uh, the <laughs> the Dunwich Horror? Yes. Oh, okay, there we Zanath. go. Apparently this show is the only thing of note in Highlander's life. <laughs> and nothing. No comment. You just shrug your shoulder like, eh. What else can you say? <laughs> you, think, you think I give a shit what some guy on the internet types about me? I don't know. No. Um, so no. <laughs> I don't think you're stupid. All right. Have a day. No problem. I was sending you a carefully worded email. <laughs> um, I was going to buy, uh, what the hell was the other expansion I was going to buy? The Curse of the Dark Pharaoh. It's one about Nair Lothotep. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. All I know but, is. But uh, Mansions of Madness is um, same company. In fact, they use the same characters from Arkham Horror. Only, so imagine Arkham Horror only takes place in a mansion. And there's like different scenarios, so it's supposed to be like it's like based Clue, on the, but with monsters. Kind of like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft kind of Clue thing. Like there, there's you've got the players. You can only have up to five players. Which old one committed this murder? Something like that. Like that. There's uh, you can have up to four investigators, and then one guy is the keeper, and he's the one that controls all the monsters and everything. So the investigators. You know, and what's cool about it, the investigators. You go into the mansion. You don't even know what the object of the game is yet because each scenario is different. So you got to investigate the mansion, find clues, and figure out what it is you're supposed to do to win the scenario. Nothing oh. like playing a game where you don't know what the hell you're doing. Exactly. Well, you know what you're doing. You just don't hey, know what, how hey, to it's win. It's like any Square Enix game nowadays. Exactly. Well, okay. And then the keeper's job is to kill everyone else or drive them insane. Now, here's what I know: is that he brought this uh, Highlander brought this game over while we were recording a bunch of promos a couple weeks ago. Uh, some of the promos you'll hear this evening. All right, <laughs> the ones we recorded in IMix down. Uh, by the way, big props to Sakani and Little Rex for the. Uh, Empress Core promo and the, also the you know what happened last time on the show before we left. I thought those were very. Clever. I thought those were good. Very well together. I. Uh, you can do guys. that. You, you can keep doing the last time on the Empress Core thing. As far as I'm concerned, just keep doing it because it's good. It, yeah, I'm like sure it. it takes a little bit of time, but yeah, I was very impressed by both of those. Thank you very much. Uh, anyways, he brought this game over and he says because hey, me and Vary are here and uh, he's like, you know, I got this game and I've never beat it before. Okay, well, see, that's like you know shaking red meat in front of a starving wolf. Because now, both fire and say are we're the same way. We have to beat this game now. We're up to what twelve thirty that night on a Sunday night, and I got yeah. work the next morning. We're up to like one, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, beating this damn game, it took us three hours. Yeah, Four about hours? three hours, which is about normal yeah, for a game. Yeah. Jesus, but we beat it. By God, technically, that was yeah. a good echo. Te- 
Technically? Well, remember, there were, there were some rules that we had forgotten. I mean, nothing major, but just little things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean, so you cheated. Baron, you know what I'm talking about. All those rules, things kind of slip through the cracks. Yeah, we we, we often stuff, forgot like the Dunwich minutes. Horror Counter when we play. Oh, uh, okay. we'd, for, we'd forget. So, yeah, it's, it is hard to keep well, track of Well, actually, a Horror Counter never went up like no, once. Uh, well, he, he's talking about in one of the expansions. All right. the, our, for us, the Terra Track never went above one. Every expansion you get also changes the rules or adds rules to the game yeah. as well. You have like a whole other counter that can unleash a whole other old one into the story, and then you got to fight that one plus the one you originally have to beat anyway. <laughs> Is it's it yours? Hard. Chat quiet today? Well, I don't know. Like a dozen people just came in to chat in the last five seconds. It's been uh, actually pretty talkative. And not all of them are related. And that's one thing I've actually, <laughs> that's one thing I've actually noticed. Uh, I've been discreetly kind of popping in and out of some of the other shows in the network over the last two weeks. Spying. Just to see what the IRC looks like. And by and large, if you get more than 15 people in here, you know, that's usually a decent crowd for the other shows. Uh, casually Hardcore being the exception. I come in today for this show, and there's got to be, oh, I don't know, a boatload of people. And it's always impressive to see, especially after one of the concerns I had when I decided we were going to take at least a month's break if we didn't come back at all, would be that enough people would stop listening or enough people would find something else to do on a Sunday night and would decide not to come back and listen to the Dude, show. football season's over. There is nothing else to do on a Sunday night. Most, exactly. Okay, at least 40% of our listeners are you know, like foreign trash. So yeah, they're ten, not watching football, not the good And 10% of the people in this chat room are actually present right now at their computers. You'd be surprised how many are actually there. So, at any rate, it's always good to see. No one wants to miss Return of the Emperor, says Toaster. I agree, and it's actually good to see. It's, uh, You know what What else is really nice is a lot of the emails I got over the last month, a ton of emails from people uh, appreciating the show, thanking us for doing it, hoping we return. No negativity, which was nice. Every Come once back, in a while you get that hate email. Chores. One guy was really impressed we knew everything about Romania. I don't know if I forwarded that one to you or not, Hounder. That was uh, pretty Yeah, you, you showed yeah. me that. I don't even know. What the hell are we talking about Romania-wise? Uh, I think we had made was it Vlad reference the Impaler? to yeah, Vlad Tepes and something along those lines. But apparently it was that's enough the only to impress thing one of our Romanian well, listeners, okay. and that's good enough for me. Okay. You're overestimating how many of us have lives. Apparently, Mary Kay, apparently. <laughs> that's how we have a show. Of course, there is a boatload. I stopped listening to most of the other shows on VTW's so Dagger, or Drager. We're the most IRC-centric show on this network, bar none. Well, that's true. And I think most places, most podcasts on the Internet are not IRC-centric or not centric of any kind other than those who call in or those who email. Now, I actually did make a phone call to a other podcast last night. I actually called uh, uh, Buzz Leals. Everybody knows him as Master Queef. He's got a show on uh, Codebox. So I gave a call into that one. And we'll actually discuss the topic they were discussing this evening. It's something I had in my bullet list to get to, and that is Mass Effect 3 and the controversy surrounding that. So we'll get to that a little later on. Baron, what have you been up to lately? We haven't talked to you in a long time. No, you haven't. And no. I've been up to quite a bit. Unfortunately, blackouts tend to make you forget things. Okay, we'll try to remember something so this doesn't sound so boring, because Highlander didn't help me at all. Thanks, by the way. Nothing! Not a yeah, you nothing. could have made something up. I told you I, I bought that game. Cr- we had a whole thing about I brought the game up. Like, yes. oh, I remember that game. Yeah, and this game. yeah it was a whole conversation. That we had just that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All a minute of it. Baron, what have you been up to? Unfortunately, I got less than a game to talk about. All this shit going on with you, and you've got less than a game to talk about. There you go. You're pe- I'm fucking worthless. I should have found new hosts while we were out. That's what I should have done. But I didn't. Well, kind of. Uh, speaking of which, Eve shall return next week. She'll be here. Uh, it's kind of an odd situation with her. She's very busy. With work and what have you, so she's probably going to be here every other week. So we'll have her uh, 
every, obviously every other week, and hopefully we'll be able to fill somebody in. Baron, I was hoping you would do it, but we'll see. If I know your schedule is pretty hectic too, so we'll go with that. Oh, that's what I was up to. What? Playing games. And what have you been playing? I've been playing Skyrim. Lots of them. And I've been playing the new Final Fantasy. Thirteen two. You yes. played thirteen two. Wow. I did. I haven't, got, I haven't I did. gotten past the first. I haven't gotten past thirteen. And I, what do you think? I, I did. Impressions. Well, it, it, it helps that I'm a glutton for punishment, hence the other reason why I'm here. Okay. It also helps that um, there really is nothing else out worth playing once you beat Skyrim right now. So my, my options were kind of limited, and I didn't have to pay for it. That is one thing that I've talked to with uh, Legal Tender quite a bit over the last couple of weeks at work is the fact that there just isn't anything out there worth a damn to play. Well, there's a bunch of stuff coming out. And, and, I got, and what I'll say to, for the, to Final Fantasy XIII's credit is it is the closest thing to a Final Fantasy game since Final Fantasy VIII. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. So it's they a lot did away with the stupid was, uh, paradigm shift still, or whatever the hell it is? It's no, no, the paradigm the, shift is still there. Oh, fuck it. Then that's not a, that's not a Final Fantasy game. It, yeah. it's, I, that's why I said it's as close to a Final Fantasy game as you're going to get nowadays. It's, it's a Final Fantasy game that is fun to play but has no plot. So it's not really a Final Fantasy the, game. All right. That's my point. It's the closest <laughs> so, thing to Final Fantasy. So it's Fantasy, like Final no Fantasy plot. 10 2, because 10 2 really exactly. didn't have much of a plot. Right. Exactly. It's what you'd expect. It's just more like happy go lucky. Come on, let's go explore. That kind of thing. That and that's what 10 2 was. Yeah, that's just a bunch of women changing clothes. That yeah. really cheesy romance. And this one, you can actually get outfits just like, you know, that one. Wow. You can get different yeah, outfits. Yeah. I haven't to find any. But. Didn't really care. Okay. That's oh, nice. I curse you, the spirits within, because that stupid movie. Brought Squaresoft to their D's, and they had to sell to Enix. And that's about when things started going downhill. It's interesting where you can actually look at the history of a company. trip trapping on your... It's probably Varyar. Okay. But it, the last great Final Fantasy type game Bring was... Bring me a beer! Blue Dragon on Xbox 360. I never played Blue Dragon. I don't have an Xbox. Well, I've got one. I just never use it. Eh. Yeah, I have, I have not played a fun Square Enix game or any Japanese RPG in a long time. I think that kind of goes with this, with oh, what nice. we've been reading, though, for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to th- You know, really, the last RPGs I've been playing have all been American. Well, how are you? Dra- like, like Dragon Age Origins, right. Skyrim. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they've all been, uh, yeah. Well, and that's just it. It's like they've a lot of Western these, RPGs. A yeah. lot of these games are coming out with all these these great, like, Final Fantasy thirteen got these awesome reviews from all these different sites. So I went and I got it on good faith, thinking, okay, well, maybe it's moderately decent. And I was pissed. I was flat out. Pissed. I was just okay. bored. I wouldn't say pissed. And but bored is the bored. best word. Yeah, yeah, but it's because Final it's Fantasy. You shouldn't be bored. Like, okay. Oh, I agree. You shouldn't be bored. Right, but thirty, you know, thirty. What is it? Thirty hours into it, and it's still explaining something different to the game. It's like, okay, yes. enough, enough. Let's get into the meat of the game. So, yeah, there are very few people whose reviews I actually take to heart. There are. Well, ones so do I now. <laughs> well, you should have known that. Not, not to be the cynical asshole on the show, but I am. But well, it doesn't that. help when 90% of the people I know play only first-person shooters. They're not exactly reliable people to. to talk to. Look, we all That's what's sad. Show. We all grew up playing the old JRPG type thing. The Final Fantasies, the Dragon Quest, the Dragon Warriors, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, what's the one from Square that was really popular back in the day? Chrono Trigger. Well, Thank you. Them. Chrono Trigger. Yeah. All right. The model which this, has Speaking of which, this one, this I can play Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger on my phone. I haven't gotten to that yet. That is speaking about that. I was amazed that I could do that. I probably won't get all the way through it, but it's still See, amazing. That but I isn't do that it. sad though? I, that I downloaded the, some like SNES ROM and 
downloaded Chrono Trigger on there. That was amazing. That was so much. Yeah, but isn't that sad, though, that the games that we're really getting into nowadays that are coming out are just retreads of old games that are just on new media? Because nobody wants to take a chance on something new and different. It's, it's the a most... topic we've talked to because the economy being what it is, nobody wants to try and, and take spend the money on something that you're basically rolling the dice. Because if nobody likes it, you're not going to make any money back on it. And just like I said with the Spirits Within, it only takes one big bunch of game to collapse to put your company in the shitter. Yeah. Wait, wait. That, Blizzard just, included. You just said JRPGs have fallen off because of endless, pointless fighting. And you're going to argue Sakani, yeah. that they don't do that in first-person shooter games or all you do is run around with a gun and see that's, how many kills That's all first-person shooters are, endless, pointless fighting. Right. Exactly. That's not that's endless fun. or pointless. That little bitch called my mom a fucking whore. Yeah, and that little bitch is 12 him. years old. Doesn't matter. Get over it. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. He has to die. Ass. Yes. You know why I can't pwn him? I punish him, and then I teach him new swear words. <laughs> <laughs> So now we're on education games. <laughs> so, Varyar, what yeah. have you been up to in our month-long hiatus? Well, considering the fact that I was listening and you all have pathetic fucking lives, luckily I'm I haven't gotten to mine yet. Talk about stack, them. All right. Um, actually, quite a bit. Um, first off, you may notice the time it took me to get here. Yes. Whoop, losing my mic. Fucking epic. And that was with a gas and beer stop, for the record. Okay, good, because I'm down to three beers. Because, I buy any, cause, yeah. because Eve's not here. so I, I brought fish. my own. I wasn't sure if you'd have any. So. But, uh, hang on, let me see. Go ahead and talk. I'm going to see what time it was you called me. I called you with like five minutes to go towards six. 5.54 is yeah. when you called. It is now 6.43. And, and that drove... was with a gas and beer stop. Now, I... You've seen my car. It had been kind of fucked up for a while. Yes. You know, uh, I got the entire front end taken care of. I got my exhaust fixed. I am officially the biggest dick on the road once again. <laughs> uh, it is ridiculous. All right. <laughs> well, I, I used to measure my speed by... All right. For those who don't know, my uh, I had been on the way up here one night about probably three or four months ago, and I hit yes. a pothole doing about 80. And Ooh. the uh, downpipe on my exhaust cracked. So instead of sounding like a Chrysler Sebring, which is what I have, a normal car, uh, my car w- sounded basically like a 67 Camaro. I mean, just roar and awfulness and very, very loud. So I'd gotten used to judging my speed based on how it sounded. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. much easier than looking right. at the speedometer. Right. But I mean, I, you get used to it. You get used to how it feels <laughs> and everything. But I, I ended up having to get everything replaced, and I got my entire front end taken care of. Um, you know, new wheel hub bearings, new control arms for the front tires and everything. Uh, and I looked down on my way here, and I hadn't been paying attention because, like, normally you, you hit a speed and you just kind of stay there and you don't look at your speedometer every... Apparently, there's some drift involved in my foot because <laughs> I had set kind of like my personal speed of like 74, 75, which I figured is over the speed limit, but safe enough. Nobody's going to pull but me you over. you slam the brakes if you have to, should you see a cop? Oh, and I've got brand new brakes, so I can stop fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm golden. Self-awareness. I, I look down, and my needle's touching 100, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving a little quick there, even for me. Didn't, didn't you realize when you were flying past everyone Actually, else? there wasn't much traffic on the road tonight. It was kind of nice. I had the highway to myself most of the way. Wow. Um, but, yeah, the reason I looked down was because I blew by a semi, and I'm like, huh, he's going really fucking slow. And then I looked down, I'm like, nope, other way. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I did get that done. Also, actually, you were talking about Mass Effect 3. Hang on, real quick, this is funny. Edge. Oh, go ahead. Officer, you were doing 95 miles an hour. Far yard. Yeah, but my car felt like it was 55. Yeah, I mean, that's that's <laughs> literally the mindset I was in. I mean, it, I when I picked it up, I have a guy who took care of it for me because the fucking mechanics were like, yeah, it's going to be $2,500. Suck my balls. You know, the parts were about 400 and I got a guy, so he, d- he did it for about 400 for me. So I came out really, really ahead in the deal. Guy did me a huge favor. Um, 
but it, it really is, when I picked it up and I turned it on, I had gotten so used to that really loud, broken exhaust, fucked up jalopy roar uh-huh. that my car had been doing. I had to look at the <laughs> RPM just to figure it out. There's just, a lot of ugly people what on the, the cam. What the hell? The bottom three are just look like, at, look at that Garapito shit. <laughs> they seem confused. I know, like, what am I listening to? What the fuck Where is I'm confused because it looks like he's wearing a Batman Beyond t-shirt. It does. Uh, oh. <laughs> is Top Center in bed? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Ah, yes, and she okay. is in bed. So. There you go. No, there you go. Oh, there you go. Nice. nice. I called it. Yeah. Loser. Have at it. Shut up. <laughs> so continue, YR. Well, you tell me if you had a Batman Beyond shirt, you wouldn't wear it? Come on. Come on. Yeah, I'd wear it. Hell yeah, yeah. I'd wear it. I'd wear it. Hell yeah. No, actually, a uh, kind of another cool thing. It's a minor story, and it makes me happy. But I, I think you guys all know I'm, I'm, I'm a massive Mass Effect fanboy. Love the entire, love the game, love the franchise, love the story. Can't wait for 3 to come out. Right. I went in on Friday to pre-order it, and I know I'm late to the party on that, but whatever. Um, so I walked in, and you know I gave them my phone number to get my account looked up, and the, the lady kind of, you know, can I get a pre-order of Mass Effect 3? Lady kind of looks at me funny, and she's like, did you want a second copy? I'm like, no, just one. You already pre-ordered this. Turns out I pre-ordered it like two months ago. <laughs> Paid okay. in full. So basically, in wow. my mind, it's Christmas in fucking March. I'm getting a free fucking game. So I'm really happy about that. Cool. Mr. Um, Moon joins us. But yeah, it was a, it, pretty awesome. Kind of. Well, she's walking by here anyway. Yes, Porta, I will suck EA's dick. Actually, I'll suck Bioware's dick. Go to hell. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't mind. A, a game that good, a story that I enjoy that much. He likes it so much, he'll tickle the balls, too. Oh, actually, I'm looking forward to this Mass Effect 3 controversy talk. And that's talk what we're going to talk about. Because I know where we're going with this. Song, I, so. I completely have a opposite opinion to most of the opinions I've read, most of the opinions I've heard. So okay. it'll be interesting we'll get when we to get that. there. So, As for my time away uh, during the break, it was needed. Um, I got some much-needed rest. We were not idle during that time. Mr. Kim is holding on to the chair behind me. Something you wanted, dear, or just stopping down to see what's going on? That's the look that you did something. You're in look, trouble. Look, look at those. Did I get my root beer or not? <laughs> what? Baron, you want a beer? It's Absolutely. A Please and thanks. Oh, I came prepared. So I got to nurse my last root beer until tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. You know, if you drank, I could give you one of these. You I'm go. just... Thanks. Passing beers across the table now. Anyhow, uh, we have not been idle. We actually recorded a couple demos. Uh, we'll hear a little bit later tonight. I wanted to get the Great Debate 2 in, but one week, Highlander couldn't do it. The next week, Foyer couldn't do it. Yeah, like, sorry shit. about that. Yeah. So half the month sucks. was gone. So there's that. Yeah, that weekend was the weekend uh, the guy had my car and right. you know was working on it. So we didn't get the Great Debate done. We will get it done. I don't know when, but uh, Highlander actually had the idea that we do it live during the show. Or do just a great debate show. I'm actually kicking around that idea because it's just hard to get everybody here yeah. when it's not a Sunday night. It's trouble enough on a Sunday. So there's that. Uh, my birthday was Friday, the international holiday, of the Emperor's Day. Hope everybody had fun that day. Took off the work, you know, took off work, did some drinking, partying. I don't know if anybody did. Probably not. What did I do Friday? I, I blinked and missed it. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently nobody did anything but me. Now I did get an oh, iPod. What? I drank heavily and played the Mass Effect 3 demo. Okay, so it you was it was party. a good night. Woo. All right, there you go. I got an iPod Touch from Mister Pim for my birthday, which I have no idea how to use. I was trying to figure out how to get my four thousand songs off of my computer onto my iPod Touch. You need iTunes. Okay, and then will it just transfer from one to the other? As long as it will transfer cable? from your computer to your iPad, to your iPod Touch. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay, so it doesn't have to be a song currently on iTunes. It can be anything. No, you, you just know what, no, what you, you do is you put iTunes on your computer. iTunes then looks on your hard drive, puts all the songs that you have on your computer into iTunes. Okay. Then you just plug in your iPod Touch, and they just go now, right into that. Now, the main cornerstone of getting me the iPod Touch apparently was so that I could use iHeartRadio. Now, the only drawback is it is Wi-Fi only, and I don't know for sure that my building actually has Wi-Fi. So I am going to find out tomorrow if it does or not. Yes, I, yeah, Why I did know, you want yes, iHeartRadio? I know, Poster, you told me of this already. It, listen, you dumb bitch, this is a topic for a show discussion. I know that already. God damn. I told you this already. I know. I, it was just segueing into something that happened while I was gone. Jeez. I, I hate when I'm corrected, especially by women who know nothing. Anyhow, so I got that for my birthday, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, I've already powered it up. I added a bunch of apps to it. Can you play Angry Birds in that thing? Yeah. You should be able to, yeah. Hot damn. i got to find Angry Birds. And it's so bad with technology. No, he's not that bad. He's just that lazy. Yes. And you people are willing to do it for what him. What do you mean? True. Yeah. True. What the hell? You guys totally. don't do shit. You show up, you drink my pop and beer, and you leave. Hey, I Talk brought my own beer today. tonight. I, I brought exactly. mine right Thank here. Thank you very much. And I'm go. mooching off of him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so there. <laughs> so there's that. I like how everyone just kind of peeped up. We do have a small announcement later this evening, which we'll get to. It's just kind of a fun thing. We'll see where it goes. It was one of those brainstorms I, I had during the week, and I, I threw it together at the last minute. Oh, God. So we'll see where it goes from here. Um, <laughs> brainstorm they always brainstorm. go well. <laughs> it, it'll be fun. Trust me. Have I ever steered it wrong? I mean, oh, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> how long is the show? I think we all got stories from that one. Hold on. I actually I think I keep a list in my wallet. Yeah. So. All right, this coming from the alcoholic to my left, the alcoholic deviant on the far right, and the guy next to me who's gotten more hate mail than anything I could ever do or say. Yeah, you Highlander, the racist. Yeah, but and? he wears that as a badge of honor. That's yeah, different. And I'm the one who catches the shit for I love He to takes behavior. pride. Well, it's your show. He's your co-host. Why don't you tell him to stop? <laughs> yeah, that works. Tell Highlander to do something. He'll just look at you like, no. No. So, stop. Be- oh, I can't even do it with a straight face. And there's Imp under the bus again. I taught, see, I'm telling you, no respect, none at all. Okay, Rodney. Uh, I like Rodney Dangerfield. I can't get no respect. No, you can't. <laughs> I feel like him. Anyways, we have Mass Effect for you to talk then. about later this evening. Uh, we also have a bunch of other topics that many of you have sent in. We have Highlander, which, which of your segments do we have? Not the Forbidden Knowledge. Although, okay. I, I, though technically, since... I kept putting off that one forbidden knowledge that I had. We could do. We that do if have we want one. To. Okay, Varya, what's that? Never mind. You don't have a segment. That's right. You've been here months and you haven't thought of anything yet. I came prepared to talk about Mass Effect Three, and I brought my own beer. As far as I'm concerned, I'm ahead of the game. He's got you there. Yeah. Oh, he does. <laughs> yes, I do. No, no, I, I, said, I, I set the bar low for Highlander myself. It's easy time. to get over. Highlander brought his own drinks, and he's got segments. I set a land and speed segments. record for man to Cleveland. <laughs> you go to hell. <laughs> And how many topics did I include? Uh, right. I must have said like seven or eight kind of, of them. Topics. You show up for one controversy that you read on the internet. All right, listen. All you right, are just was... fucking me here. <laughs> that is all there is to it. I need you to Bend calm over. down on this overachievement. <laughs> I don't expect anything from Baron. I grew up with the guy. He's never done anything. So, I, what? Oh, don't hit me. Yeah, that's right. You smack him. My wife is hitting me. Why are you Yeah, we see who the bitch is now. <laughs> Anybody who's married could tell you that, so. 
Anyways, uh, what do we have here for discussion tonight? We have a bunch. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to do these, and then we'll switch out uh, the second and in, again in the third hour, or as long as we go till tonight. But this is from the Gama Sutra, Gama Sutra, how you want to look at it, GamaSutra.com. Is video game retail dying? Three theories behind January's sale downer. Number one is nothing worth playing. Yeah, okay, I that's was my first. Say, there's right. nothing at all out. And, yes, and that's the biggest thing. There was no major title that came out that anybody no. cared about. Of course, there's not. Right. You're you're right between Christmas and the spring. Yes, exactly. Those are and two games of, that were yeah. supposed to be out in March. Even March got pushed back. But this is for January. So I mean, this. Uh, no, the the point of the article is that the normal sales for January. Have, have been gone continually down. going lower, but it, okay. Not saying that like Once January is like a hate. You know, oh my God, so many games come in January. Well, what the fuck but was I going to buy in? It's January. right after this Christmas season, right? I, I mean, I've already got it. Already bought, right? But let's see what the article says first, and we'll go from there. Uh, Baron, go ahead and go with this one. What? Why? You read the article. It's not hard. Can you read? I can barely one, see okay. straight right now. Okay, there's one co-host in the show that can't read already. So could you? Just I refer read? you yes. to Eve. Yes. Oh, she can't not read. Her fault. It's not well, her fault. She's a woman. You have to, you know. Set your expectations accordingly. Mim, see? don't hurt me. <laughs> you definitely no, she's going to hit there. me. That's how this works. Oh, perfect. Do you want, that's how do you that want works. Me to read this it? is going to be fun. All right. All right I, I'll, I'll read it. I, I was just about to, but go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I, I, will, defer, I will read it. I'll defer to the racist. All right. <laughs> no, when I, the, whoever, whoever wrote this article, when I started writing this column back in the middle of 2007, the U.S. retail video game industry was on a roll. The Nintendo Wii and the PlayStation 3 were still in the first year in the market. Guitar Hero 2 had only recently made the jump from the PlayStation 2 to the Xbox 360, and there were over 20 months of industry growth ahead. I recall being skeptical that the growth could continue at that torrid pace, but there was simply so much good news to talk about that the negativity got crowded out. Sure, the PS3 was struggling, and some core software titles were performing as well on the Wii as one might have hoped, but it appeared that time and planning could fix these problems. Last month, January 2012, was the 28th month of decline since the U.S. retail video game industry peaked 35 months ago in March of 2009. That's context I want to set up for a conversation about last month's retail sales estimates as released by the NPD group last Thursday. Those figures show a 34% year-over-year decline from January 2011 retail game sales. I'll remind you that those figures were themselves a decline of 3.9% from January 2010. And the January 2010 data reflects a drop of 11.8%. From 2009, so continually the best January on record in the U.S. In all, over $590 million of industry revenue, or 44%, simply evaporated from January in the space of three years. There's a handy little graph right there, which you can't see. Now, again, keep in mind, I think a lot of it is the fact that some major titles have come out during the time period, or a big change. There hasn't been much coming out. On well, January, or February, and a lot isn't pushed back. But, but if you also look at it, they're getting ready to start switching over to the new new age consoles that are coming out. Nintendo's already said they're not making anything new for the Wii. The, the well, the Wii U but, has yeah. already been has already been pretty much a, a uh, bust all across the board. Yeah. The PS Vita still way too soon to see where that's going. It's going to go. I'm sorry, I'm, the handheld no market. No. no, exactly. Not for that. That's, no. No. that's my point. You know There's what? Nothing. The hand, in fact, I had I had an article called an iPhone. All right. Yes. If I want to play handheld games, I already spent a shit ton of money yes. on something in my pocket. But there's the argument is, and, and Leal Tender and I had this argument, and he found an article that I agree with, which was people who want to play games for the sake of playing games are going to buy a DS, they're going to buy Ooh. a PlayStation Vita. No, okay? I'm not. No, I'm not. I can, I can not play Dead Space. Okay, it's like, on my Android. It's like a Chevy Cavalier, which is your phone, 
versus a Cadillac, which is the Vita or the DS. Yeah, I'm, and I'm at home, I've that. got a fucking, di- i got a Viper. I'm yeah, staying exactly. in my room. Exactly. Exactly. Look, I'm not arguing with you. Thank I'm just you. saying there's you know, people out there who will buy it. The market exists. I gotta, yeah, I, it may I've be got, small to the i got to write this date down because you and I are agreeing on something. I know. I mean, I've got, I've got an awesome, I've got... Actually, three awesome game machines at my house. If I want to sit down and seriously game, and, and I know you're the same way, I because we've talked about you. it, I don't sit down for 20 minutes to game. Now, I'll play Black Ops with my roommate for 20, 30 minutes because it's a social exercise at that point. But I do not sit down to seriously game in 10 and 20 minute increments. Right. That is what a handheld is for. And ever since I found out that I can play games on my school's fucking Wi-Fi connection... Forget about class. That is officially game time. But that also goes but, back to my point, though. That's the only revolutionary thing that's come out. The rest of those numbers that talked about being such a great success were when those systems were mostly new. You've exactly, got yes. nothing new, and they're getting ready to come and out. And that's my point. And, and something like something new or revolutionary right. and actually, came out. That segues into another point. I just played the Mass Effect 3 demo. Now, okay. it looks great for what it is. You can see the age on the engine. You can see... The fact that, look, we're, we're hitting a peak with what we can do here. And, of course, they're not going to invest in a new engine. They're not going to start pushing an envelope because, guess what? The envelope's been pushed. Once the next generation of systems comes out, we're going to see a big jump. And I'm hoping, to go back to your point, Em, that we start to see some innovative game titles again. I think that is the biggest takeaway from all of these numbers. Bring we know time. the stream is down. The system is down. The system is down. Down, 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 down. Down, down. You know, I was so mad. There was, there was someone that started doing that, and people were like, what are you doing? Like, what are we doing? Seriously? Shut up. Oh, my we're God. We're not allowed to be oh here. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Come we'll back be, when you've learned something. We'll come back, back in back. a minute. Hopefully. Down, 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 down. I have a theory as to what I think the problem was. And I think the theory is when we take the stream from Gnomewise, something backs up the system. Because we've never had the problem until we started doing that. So I think in the future what we'll do is we'll kick it to the 24-7 screen, stream, uh, stream, and then I'll take it from there. That's that's a guess. I think it's a good one. We'll figure it out. All right, folks, we're back here in the Emperor's Court. Uh, you should be able to hear us, I would hope. And we'll see if we got the lag issues happen again. And the reason why the theory works is I did a, kind of like an ad lib. Uh, a few nights ago, I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday, I was home for whatever reason, and I was trying to actually figure out where the lag was. When I got on the stream uh, after they had, or was it last Sunday? Maybe it was last Sunday that happened. And I talked for about an hour just to the crowd that was on there, just BSing back and forth, and I never once had a lag issue the entire evening. So my guess is that is actually what is happening. So we'll figure it out next week. All right, get back there in IRC. All right, so there we go. Okay, so let's see if we're getting any more of the same problems. And apparently we are, I think. It doesn't seem long, though. I know he did something to the... He configured something to the stream before we uh, logged on here. Yeah, if you need to restart the stream, that might be part of the problem on your end. Okay, well, we'll just have to monitor from here and hope this thing works. All right, so... We were saying that the reason the January still shut down is because there has been a good drop of a game in a long time in January, which makes sense. Traditionally, a lot of your games come out in, in March, in the springtime, March and April. A lot of your games right. come out for the Christmas season. There's but I don't. But I, January. I, I don't think that that's the gist of the article. I mean, that's that's always been the case. But they're saying it's down. They're, they're saying that January's it's, it's, overall. It's down from January's overall. It's gotten progressively lower it's and lower, lower. Now, if but, we go back to the article, there's three theories that they give as to what they think might be the reason. I why. would like to see what the launch title or what the release titles look like for the January season, going back to 07 when this guy makes his comment. 
Uh, let me pull it up here, and we should be able to take a look at it. Okay. Well, I wonder how much of that was casual gamers picking up the Wii, and now since a lot of people have it, well, they're no, not it, finding it, as much new content for it. Either. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff it could be, but again, I, I do think that a lot of it goes back to the point that has been made repeatedly that if you don't put out content I want and take some risks doing it, right? You know, if you're not willing to fail, you're never going to really succeed. You know, you can't make an awesome title without worrying about the fact that maybe someone's not going to like it. You can't please everybody, and that is. I think at the core of what is going wrong with the game industry anymore, like I said, how how often do you really look forward to a title? There is currently True. one release date this year that I'm monitoring, and it's actually part of the good news of last week. October 18th, Bioshock Infinite comes out. Right. I'll get that. I guarantee you I'll get that. I'll be there on, you know, as long as the news continues to be good and continues to be interesting to me, There's some I will be about there that at midnight. Too. There's a, yeah. The Xbox crowd is bitching about uh, Bioshock Infinity because it's dropping if for the PlayStation 3 on the Blu-ray, because it's yep. got plenty of room, it's going to include uh, Bioshock 1. So they'll have both games on there. And the wow. Xbox crowd, we don't get that. Why is it that only PlayStation gets it? Well, if you remember, PlayStation grew, the uh, PlayStation owners didn't actually get the game until, what, like a year later, a year and a half later? It only came out for the Xbox, came out for the PC, but it, it had a, a long, very long delayed release for the Xbox. I mean, for the PlayStation 3. So, anyways, let's continue on with this article. So, so anyway, so I, just real quick, if, if you recall, we were talking about how since 07 or 08 or something like that, uh, sales in January have continually gone down. So here we go, the three theories. So what really happened last month, let's consider three theories, just theories, mind you, and I'll stake out my own personal position at the end. Theory one, January was a fluke. This is the comforting theory, the one in which we assure ourselves that reality isn't quite as terrifying as our nightmares might have us believe. And there are some measures by which January truly was a fluke, irrespective of what consumers choose to do. The most obvious of these is that the near absence of new retail titles released in January, like what we were talking about. According to his notes released to investors on Monday of last week, now one of the publishers that analyst Michael Pachter covered for Wedbush Securities released a new game last month. That includes Activision, Blizzard, Electronic Arts, Majesco, Nintendo, Take-Two Interactive, THQ, and Ubisoft. Some of the biggest ones in the, in, out there. Obviously, yeah. this includes this excludes all Japanese publishers except Nintendo. And two major Japanese games were released on January 31st. Final Fantasy XIII 2 from Square Enix. Which nobody bought. And Soul Calibur V Which from Nintendo. cares about. Oh, everyone, Soul Calibur V is amazing. Yeah. But both of these fell outside of the four-week January period for the MPD Group's estimates. Surely there were some releases from someone, right? Not really. According to Liam Callahan... An analyst for the NPD group, the January 2012 release retail slate was so barren that only eight new video game SKUs were released, excuse, compared with 35 the year before. That includes go. PC releases, he added, which means that the console and handhelds got seven or fewer. It might make an amusing scavenger hunt to see just what those eight games were. A quick search of Amazon turned up National Geographic Challenge ah, and well, Gran Turismo 5 fuck. XL Edition for the PS3, both released in January, but nothing for the Xbox 360 nor Wii. See, Gran Turismo used to be a franchise type of game that you would buy a console to play. Not anymore. I don't know that's necessarily yep. the case anymore because no. there's a lot of different competition. Hey, driving games just aren't as popular as they used to be. But that's a question right there too. What 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 game series or franchises out there is a system seller anymore? Uh, there's, there's, not, everything's cross platform. Everything's cross platform. Yeah, but mean, they still have their they still have a few individual games for 
for each one. Like what? No. I can't think of any series. God of War. What's that one game with the guy that's superhero ability is throwing like lightning or electricity? Infamous. Yeah, Infamous. Infamous, you got God of War. Yeah, I mean, there are some. Grand Turismo's done too. Halo's the only one I can really think of. Halo Halo is coming out. Halo is, there is another Halo coming. All right. Well, Bungie's doesn't make anything, because I thought Bungie said they were not going to do another Halo title. Anyway, let's get back to this article here. So January devoid of any new releases, and the holiday sales frenzy obviously waning in December. Remember, it also had disappointing sales. It isn't any big surprise that sales were so horrid. This is, after all, just one month of really bad sales, right? This brings me to a second theory. Theory number two, this is the new normal. January wasn't just one bad month. It was a truly awful month in a string of generally bad ones. At some point, we're going to have to look around and realize that those heady days of 2008 and early 2009 simply aren't coming back. And this isn't a new idea. Over 18 months ago, Michael Pachter made waves with his observation that investors might, quote, remain spooked by the May 2010 results as those results are beginning to reinforce the notion that the video game industry is in a state of persistent secular decline. Secular, hmm. Since then, the evidence of a decline has only grown. I think the table below makes the point, but looking back over the last five years of sales and picking out the strongest and weakest software sales for each month of the year, take a look. Okay. Uh, we looked. Look at the five-year lows <laughs> and then the years associated with them. Six of the lowest totals since the launch of the Nintendo and the, PlayStation, the Nintendo Wii and PlayStation 3 came in the last 12 months. One of those, August 2011, had the lowest recorded software sales in all that data I've seen for the U.S. market. And that runs back into 2004 to the birth of the original Nintendo DS and a year before the launch of the Xbox 360. So what's behind those falling sales? For one, I'm going the wrong way. For one, the new hardware market simply isn't as robust as it was during 2007, 08, and 09. Even with a huge installed base of older hardware, 20 million PSPs, 20 million PS3s, 33 million 360s, 39 million Wii's and 51 million DS systems. Consumers have restrained the purchase of software for the platforms that they do have. A few years ago, the Wii was selling faster than Nintendo could actually supply the market. Software like Mario Kart Wii, New Super Mario Brothers, Wii Play, and Wii Fit figured high into the sales charts month after month. I said at the time, and I still believe, that Wii software sales were very closely tied with new Wii hardware sales. That is, Wii consumers bought most of their software within a very small window close to when they actually bought the console. Now that platform is dying, very quickly, I might add, and those software sales are disappearing. Here, let's put that in picture form, and as you can see, right. peaked in 2008, and it's been steadily declining every year. In 2007, the total for Wii Software was about $1.5 billion, and it jumped to over $3 billion in the following 12 months, serving a base of approximately 17.5 million systems. million consoles sold for the Wii yeah. in that time because period. Because it's, it's a general, casual... And how, right, and how many people use it now? And, the, well, and this is the that reason. Was my exactly. point. I've got right. one in my living room well, that I don't sure. know if I've turned on well, in right. the that, last that was, eight months. That was my point, though, is that with the software, the numbers were best when all this stuff was new. That's right. when most people bought up the right. software for that. And that's fine, it, but here's the thing. And, and this is the reason why that kind of goes out the window is the fact that that would make sense if there was new console or new hardware that has come out that has supplanted the older stuff. There isn't. Exactly. They're continuing, and there's nothing coming on the horizon. There's stuff a year from now, sometime late 2013, we start seeing the Wii U or possibly the Xbox 720. But until then, you would think that people would continue to buy games for the systems they have because there's nothing new coming out anytime soon. Here's as far as, car, as, as consoles go. But not Here, here's the problem. The games suck. And, and, anything, right. Well, and, and to go to the games suck. I mean, there are a couple franchises still rolling. There are a couple franchises that are big enough that they know. And I point you to Bioshock. I point you to um, Assassin's, actually, Creed. Assassin's Creed. They just had that box art leaked out. It looks like it's going to be American Revolution. That's pretty much the consensus. I think it's been confirmed. 
Um, you know, Mass Effect 3 is coming out. There are some franchises big enough to pull it off, but everyone's looking at the horizon. Everyone knows there's something new coming. Are you really going to invest to try and, A, start a new franchise when you know you're going to have to make a hardware jump here soon? The lifetime of these systems is almost over. Yeah. Everyone knows shit's in development. Are you really going to take the risk when in a year you're going to have to make the jump to a new system? You're going to be able to change engines and do more than you've ever, you ever could with a 360 or a PS3. I mean, and, and yes, the PC games market is less limited by that. They don't have to worry about that. Right. But so anymore, so much of this stuff is cross-platform that it's tied in. You know, you're not going to risk making a PC-only game. You're going to try and make something that can go across all three major platforms. And that's kind of the way things have gone now. It used to be where you had certain franchise games, like Final Fantasy was a big PlayStation seller for PlayStation 1 and 2. Now you can get it on the Xbox. Now you can get it. I mean, there's different Final Fantasy you can get on the, oh, the Wii. And that's just one that comes to mind because it's one I'm most familiar with. But that's just the way things are. And eventually, and that's why there was rumors abound uh, a couple of years ago that Sony and Microsoft would get together to launch a dual system. Because there was, there's not any point in competing anymore. Because... When you get right down to it, eventually, most of the consoles are going to be very similar in the in the options that they offer you, uh, with the, the huge exceptions being the Nintendo Wii U, which doesn't make any sense to anybody that I've talked to, why it is that they would refuse to try and revolutionize the product and stick with the model of the regular Wii, which is a unique controller for a game system that's not going to be high-definition type. Oh, but it will. We all know that there are different versions of high-definition. But you get it to the Xbox and the PS3, I mean, other than the Kinect, there really isn't a huge, huge difference between the two. Online. That's where the And that's 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 the the Xbox Live. The online. You have PlayStation, which gives you a more all-around console for more. It's an all-around entertainment box, as opposed to an Xbox, which gives you a much better online experience. Put the two together, and that's what I think people are having a wet dream about. And this kind of goes with that, is eventually you start having these issues where you've got older consoles, you have games uh, that are going cross-platform. So, anyways, there's got to be a third theory. Well, there is, but we still haven't finished the second theory. There's other stuff on there that I think is relevant. So, I'll just get back real quick. In 2007, the total for the Wii software was about $1.5 jumped to $3 billion in the following 12 months. For comparison, on a base more than twice that size, nearing $40 million, Wii sales were in the $1.7 billion range during the last year. The problem isn't just the Wii, of course. Music games and their plastic instrument incarnation were a big part of the growth industry during the 2007-2009 period. They were. They were fucking everywhere. We still have music games, but today they're mostly called Just Dance and sold by Ubisoft without the plastic accoutrements. And I'll make this a quick interrupt, but that's another great point. How many people own the fucking goddamn the Man, guitar well, now it's out. If, if you didn't have Rock Band and Guitar Hero, right. you were like a fucking nerd. And exactly. now who plays them? You're a, and, who exactly. Plays them? exactly. No, I, I, I own them. I own I all own of them. them. Yeah. They're I in a quarter in my yeah. fucking basement on a shelf. I don't play it. And now they've been discontinued. Where, They're not making them anymore. Whereas Guitar Hero might have averaged 80 or $90 per game sold because of the instrument bundling, the music games of today rely mostly on the Wii controllers, the Kinect, bundled with many systems, or PlayStation Move. Much weaker sales overall. Accordingly, they bring in less revenue. These new, these new control systems, Microsoft Kinect and Sony's Move, also help pump up the accessory segment for a short period. In 2010, as those accessories launched, the segment hit nearly $3 billion for last year, up from $2.6 billion a year during the peak of the plastic guitar and balance board crazes. Uh, so maybe the market is slowly settling into a new normal level of sales from which growth can begin again in a year or so. That is, this is a generational lull right before the Wii U comes along and the next Xbox platform is announced and the next PlayStation console. 
This has all happened before. Just look at the total market revenues for the last 15 years. You see it's a huge yeah. bump, and it going to slowly goes down after 2008. And looking at that graph, Theory 2 is not that outlandish. I see, mean, there is a massive those, jump. Yeah, if you see those lulls in 1999, 2000, and then again in 2003, 2004, in both cases it's the generational shift that went from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3 and everything. Here's something else that I, that maybe it's an outlier. Maybe it's... It's too far out there to be a major contributor, but I think it might be uh, something relevant. And that is, at the end of 2007, beginning of 2008 is when the economy really started to tank, when things really started going, and from there it's just gone progressively downhill. The economy, at least in the United States and in Europe, has not recovered. It's only gotten progressively worse. Now, when you have money, X amount of money, a very finite amount, one of the first things to go away are luxuries like video games. So you're not necessarily going to be throwing money to the wind to buy games when you're worried about making your mortgage, making your car bill, paying for your gas and electric. And I don't disagree. I mean, to be honest, I'm a rel- <laughs> now I'm relatively poor, but I, you know, video games are not one of the first things to go for me. But I mean, a lot of people they are. I agree. But even for me, I mean, it's definitely you're you're watching what you're buying. Can I really afford to get this when I can just play this game that I already own? I started playing Empire Total War again. Because you have it. Because I have it. I've already paid for it. I can download it for free onto my new computer, and I don't have to spend a dime to do it. That is kind of odd that you bring that up because that's basically the gist of theory number three. It's called, we're all going to die. Okay. Maybe this theory goes, consumers are fleeing the traditional retail video game market entirely, and the whole video game industrial complex will come crashing down as brick-and-mortar revenue sources shrivel up and disappear. It's not, oh my God, you can't possibly believe that video game market is going to die. Now, it may shift to a digital download only. Which is what the company Which is what mind. they're talking about here. And that's yeah. fun. That's what they're talking that's about not here. Gonna dis- I mean, brick and mortar, okay. Consi- you know well, game- okay, well, let's, ahead, let's get ahead. to the article, and then we can discuss. Consider all the extra retail, non-traditional gaming markets, the part of our gaming lives, that take part on smartphones, on tablets, and online. According to a study by the Pew Research Center's Internet and American Life Project, tablet ownership among American adults nearly doubled, going from 10 to 19% between mid-December 2011 and early January 2012. That's not retail tracking data, of course, but it does indicate a dramatic shift in adult choices for technology and entertainment. Those adults and any children they might have now have access to virtual storefronts, which offer free, free-to-play, or extremely inexpensive games. When they let their consoles gather dust for a month or more, they're much less likely to come back and start buying $60 games again. Right. Or $40 games. Heck, 20 bucks might be, even be a stretch. On top of that, these consumers will now weigh their gaming hardware options more carefully. I suspect they'll be less likely to buy a new dedicated console, at least at current prices. According to the NPD group data provided to me, the Xbox 360 is still averaging 300 bucks per system at retail, and the PlayStation 3 about 272 The Wii, which isn't selling well, is averaging 147 while the DS and 3DS are together averaging about 166 I don't necessarily agree, but go ahead. We're in the beginning of the seventh year for the Xbox 360, and its average price is still at 300 Granted, it's still the top console in sales right now, but it just saw its January sales plunged by 29% compared to last year's. At this point in its long life, the PlayStation 2 is averaging $150 per system, or half the price of the 360, even with inflation since 2007 taken into account. While Microsoft and Sony have, be, have been playing chicken with their pricing, quietly cutting their costs and milking each about 50 or 100 bucks for all it's worth, the mass market may just pass them by and move on to a new generation of gaming devices. I wouldn't consider it a sure bet anymore that a price cut to either console would generate a prolonged and strong uptick in sales. On top of that, would new consoles solve the problem? Without a dramatic shift in the standard technology curve for new consoles, I don't see new systems as really addressing the problem of new consumer expectations. 
The PlayStation Vita, for example, is a $250 handheld launching into a market where a $170 Nintendo handheld with glasses-free 3D effects and two major Mario games can't break 200,000 systems in a month. The Wii U will end up being underpowered by today's standards, right. but the touchscreen controller will still likely keep its price high. But, and then uh, there's the digital revenue issue on, on top of current consoles. For years, money has been escaping from retail and directly into publisher and platform holder pockets. Which is what they want. Not only are Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo hosting virtual storefronts of their own, where they and third parties sell software directly to consumers, but Activision Blizzard is now offering annual Call of Duty Elite memberships that take an extra $50 per subscriber out of the market. According to their latest briefings, they've collected a cool $75 million on these subscriptions since November. With a, period, with a periodic introduction of DLC, you can expect that they will extract more money from consumers, either directly for the packs or from incrementally added subscriptions. And those, in turn, will take more money and time that could have been spent on new retail purchases. Everything listed above is driving and will drive scary retail revenue headlines for the foreseeable future. And unfortunately, the industry has collectively decided that all those other measures of success, digitally distributed game sales, incremental DLC revenue, and subscription sales, should generally be hidden from view. Why are companies so reticent to share anything concrete that would show the strength of sales on digital platforms? Why are we awash in top ten lists for Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, but left to guess about the actual figures behind the charts? Steam does the same thing. The answer, I believe, is that digital revenues coming in are not even close to replacing what is traditionally earned at retail. Margins are high, I believe, on games sold through these stores, but the unit sales are so low that they simply can't live up to the expectations traditionally set by retail sales. So until this disruptive market comes into its own, the publisher and the platform holders are protecting it. When it can finally stand on its own, they'll happily trumpet its success. The risk is that until that time, dreadful retail sales will dominate the news and increasing the chances that investors and consumers will see the traditional industry as one that is dying. Now, here's the case in point. Now, recently, Varyard and myself and a, a couple other people here on the station, uh, listeners, have been playing Sins of the Solar Empire. All right? Yep. It's the kind of game that my father gets into because him and his buddies play a lot of war games. I was telling him about it, and he was kind of excited. Well, he asked me to go ahead and buy him the game. The problem is it's been very difficult to find him a retail version. Of it. He And I told him, well, you can get the digital download. You can pay 20 bucks, get the game, and both of his expansions. He's like, well, what happens if I happen to delete it off my computer? Well, then, Dad, you can download it right from your account for you know from Stardock. Okay, but what happens if Stardock goes away? Then what? And I didn't have anything to tell him. I'm like, uh, that's a good point. If Stardock collapses, then so does your ability to use the game. He is con he is in a mindset of I must have an actual retail copy, an actual disc that I have out of a box that can load in my system anytime I choose to play the game, and I'm the same way to a great degree. Now I've come around on the digital market, but I think one of the reasons why, and they allude to the point that digital sales aren't showing the kind of numbers that they want to, is because I think a lot of people are in the same mindset. I'd rather have something from a store. I, I like the idea that I can go to Best Buy. Buy whatever game I want, come home and install it, versus downloading from Steam or Starduck or Blizzard or whatever and being completely reliant on the fact that that company needs to exist for me to download it in the event that my computer gets destroyed, my PlayStation gets destroyed, etc. And I, I can see that to a degree. Well, to But as, as far as games go, though, I don't really... I mean, if, if we're talking about, like, what if, like, something goes down? We're talking, like, years and years into the future. Right. And really, I, I got thinking about it. I don't really play a lot of games that are incredibly, incredibly old. Like I don't, I don't sit down and play old NES games or Super Nintendo games. Well, okay. uh, actually, to, to address that point specifically, and, and it is actually um, in the last month, I have become 
because I had the, I've had the same thought as long as I've been playing games. As long as digital download has existed, I've wanted, for the most part, a retail copy. Um, when I was overseas, I didn't have that option to get the actual retail copy. Uh, I did a lot with digital downloads. Now, interestingly, I just got a new machine, as many of you know, um, and I've started playing games again. And I went back on Steam and various other services that I've used to download games. And games that I bought three years ago, I still have full access to. Digital download. That has brought me personally around 300 or 180 degrees. 360. I've That's fine. Place, but <laughs> I, I almost didn't think that through. But it, it's brought me around 180 degrees. I still personally agree. I prefer to have the disc in hand. I want the case and the disc, and I want to have it with me. But on the other hand, a lot of my personal fears in terms of I had no idea any of that shit would still be there. I haven't logged into some of those accounts in over three years. And my password still worked. I still had all my games on file, and I downloaded them right onto my machine, and there they were. See, and I would kind of, and, and to Hollander's point, where people, you know, you said, well, people don't usually go back and play, or at least you, no, don't I play do. games from past. I do. You, right, I, you I, I really do. Yeah. I went back to Sin of the Solar Empire. That's from 2008. I just got done with the Rome Total War campaign from 2004. So nice. I will fire up an old game from time to time. I like having, again, the CD that I can pop in anytime I want and go ahead and put it in and start playing. So, uh, again, right. that's True. me. I, I mean, I, let me, I, want, I want to throw something else. Okay, in just, just, just real, real quick. Just real quick. I, I just want to say, I think, I think it's a weak argument, something to bring up. You're talking about those old, what happens when we don't use CDs anymore? I mean, now obviously, that, granted, that's you know, going to be way into the future. Then you but have a choice. Eventually, yeah. And but the market has forced you to change. Right. But it's hoping. It's it's, it's like hoping. it's it's like with music. We used to listen to a track. Well, I understand. Listen to cassettes. Okay, but you But there's a difference because you are still getting something substantial, something you could hold in your hand right. and play any kind of player versus something that, when you get right down to it, is invisible. It's digital, and you're you are beheld by the fact that right. the company could collect. Steam could go under tomorrow, and if it does, all the games that are attached to it go with it. And then what do you do? All right, and here's here's That's what I think of the situation. The, the issue that I have is things that happened like with PlayStation Network, what was it, a year ago, where people with credit card information hacked. and yeah. stuff on there got hacked, lost all their information, and now that's out there for God knows who. And you know what? I understand, you know, that's that's a one-time thing, but you can't take that argument out of the equation because it's very easy for me to go into a store and pay with cash, which doesn't contain any credit card, doesn't contain anything that really identifies me all that much, and buy something and not have to have the worry of going home and having to log in to all these different things and hope to God nothing ever gets cracked. That's a valid point. It is a valid point, but... To a degree, but I I would argue I I would, I think I know where you're going to go. Um... How often do you pay with just cash? Uh, yeah, I, that, I do it. My, yeah, I do it. I, was, I, I do it. Say. Yeah, okay, all the all time. time. But do. here's, I do. There's I pay with cash when I have it in my pocket. Credit card at a store. But guess what? I still use credit cards a lot. I all the time, and, uh, and most all people do. And to be perfectly honest, that information's out there. And that's, um, but there's less of a chance of getting hacked out of a store. Yeah, okay, fine. So, so your there PlayStation is. network won't get, might not get hacked. But you know, who's to say that your bank's not going to get hacked, or your Amazon account's not going to get hacked, or your iTunes account? Exactly. Or, but that's why. It's, but here's, it's, here's it's, the thing: it's the price you pay for living in in that kind in, of world. In this age, where convenience and constant access are so prevalent, yes, to have that luxury, to have that convenience, to have that twenty four seven access to anything. There are going to be risks. Guess what? Check your fucking bank accounts. Take some responsibility. I log on to my bank account once a day. I check it once a day just to make sure. 
just to see where I'm at. And you know, I get I, updates about, on my phone. I do too. I get text messages yeah. anytime I spend. Exactly. And, 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 and you know what? I, use it, I get a text. The beautiful thing about my bank, and I bank with Chase, and I will say for the record, they are awesome. I, well. I used to bank with First Merit. They suck balls. Get away from them <laughs> if you use them. <laughs> I had a whole fucking war with them. All right. But if you bank with a decent-sized bank, you can get text message alerts, and you can set the amount. I could set it to tell me if I spend more than $10. So, And I'll be honest, I've spent money, and 30 seconds after I swipe my card, I get a text saying, I get the same thing. Yeah. you just spent X amount of dollars yeah. at Best Buy. Now you're a you know, now you, Yeah. So guess what? You have no excuse anymore. And yes, if you get hacked, that sucks. But there are ways to fix it, and if you catch it quick because you're paying attention... Or because you've taken the necessary precautions. You know what? It's the same thing as people who have passwords that are home one, two, three, four. Don't come <laughs> crying to me when your shit gets jacked. Yeah. Because I have no fucking sympathy. Right. When your password is password? Yeah. yeah. I have 20 passwords. They're all memorized. They're all alphanumeric. There is no pattern, no word, no anything. Now, admittedly, some people have trouble with that. For whatever reason, I remember them real well. But... You know what? Take some time. Yeah, it's the same. Take the with, necessary when, precautions. And you know what? It, it's it's kind of funny when Blizzard. Remember when everybody started getting their World of Warcraft accounts hacked, and they started selling that uh, that uh, ID that, that unique password identifier you could get for your phone, or you can download it to your to the game for StarCraft, for Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft, that kind of thing. And I laugh at these people because their accounts are being hacked. Because their passwords are very simple, because they went to some website and bought a bunch of gold, because they got a leveling service for their character. And, and I'm sure Blizzard is laughing their ass off all the way to the bank, because they made a program that comes up with random numbers for you to punch in and play your game that you just bought for $25 or however much it is, or got the free app on your phone. And tra- folks, nothing's ever free. You're a retard, and it, you're making somebody money. Not necessarily the person who hacked your account, but maybe the game company who's selling you the peace of mind because you're a moron. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so do we want to see where this guy goes, or do we really? I, I do, actually. Okay, oh, so, so where do we go from here? So where did I, the author here, end up in my thinking? I'm squarely between theories two and three. Theories two, remember, is that uh, this is going to be normal, and theory three is that, holy shit, the end of the world. I don't think January was purely a, few, a fluke. Yes, only eight new retail SKUs is ridiculous, but there have been too many low months in the past year to ignore the trend. In February, sales will still be down, although perhaps not to historically low levels. Big releases like Final Fantasy XIII 2 and Soul Calibur V will give software sales a bump, and the PlayStation Vita launch should nudge up hardware sales. But the malaise will linger and still be with us in the long stretch throughout the middle of the year when sales are already traditionally low. While I personally would like to own a PlayStation Vita, I can't justify its cost to consumers who aren't even buying the less expensive systems already on the market right. with robust libraries and games. The Wii U is still seven to nine months away, and consumers may choose to hold off on and purchases no care. as Nintendo begins to publicize the system in earnest after E3 in June. That, that is, we're in a lull at the end of a console cycle, and we should expect the market to stay to its current size, or even somewhat. But it doesn't seem clear at this point that a new generation of systems can push higher than what the market has already seen. Perhaps I'm wrong. Maybe the PS Vita will come out of the gate running and never look back. A retooled 3DS could see a summer renaissance, much like the Nintendo DS Lite did back in 2006. Perhaps the Wii U will be sold out for three years straight, and all this will seem like a bad dream. Perhaps. But I'm not betting on it. And I wouldn't be either. I don't think the Wii U is going to be the big splash that everyone's no. hoping nope. it is. It's no. just it's the same it's terms, uh, but in a different box, and that's... And that's, that's what they've, they've marketed as like a, like a toy for children. 
That's really much you know, what, for, for, the, for, the, for like toy children and old people. And, but that's that's what Nintendo has done since the NES. Starting with the N64 going forward, it's always been more geared towards kids. And that's why they're a very distant third place these days. Yeah, they sold a boatload of consoles. Oh, it, it was smart when all the players sure. were kids, but now everybody plays But we plays grew games. up. Yes. You and I are the Nintendo generation. We grew up with the Atari, the Nintendo, the Coleco, and guess what? We're buying games, but we don't want Mario anymore. Unless Mario's got, I don't know, some kind of machete or he's and a bolt zombies. pistol. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he's working his way through zombie Yoshis. I don't care. That would be awesome. That would be. I'd play that. I'd play that. Zombie <laughs> Mario, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's co-op it. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. All right, we're running a little short on time here for our first hour. In fact, we're over our first hour, but we're going to keep going. Uh, this is from Joystick. Yeah, I, I, knew, I knew you'd love this one. Yes. I thought. I'm Hell like, yes. I'm liking this. Boondock Saints game, a full-on co-op shooter. Maybe episodic. I'm hoping that they make yep. a third one sometime soon, but I don't think they're going to. Anyways. <clears throat> How long it took them to get the second one out? Eight years. Yeah. A video game based on the Boondock Saints film franchise has yet to be officially announced, but already some details are leaking out. After all, the McManus brothers aren't exactly known for playing by the rules. A lesson comes to truth, the quality are shooting mobsters through the back of their skull. Critical Mass Interactive is developing the unannounced title, which is going to be a, quote, full-on co-op shooter, unquote, for the PC, the Xbox, and possibly the PlayStation 3, said Matt Skibilia. CEO who told G4. Excuse me. Had a burp. Uh, Sibilia would like to release the game as a full retail product, but it may end up being in episodic downloadable form, he said. Quote, we don't want to do a crap-ass franchise game. We're staying true to the content. We're looking to expand the story, not just retell the franchise. The Boondock Saints characters are so strong. The banter, the relationships between Rocco and the brothers. Who's dead. The Catholicism. That will be featured in the game. So I guess you're going off the first movie, not the second. Critical Mass Interactive will join members of the original Boondock Saints cast as SXSW Screenburn Arcade Series. South by Southwest. Right. Uh, okay. I did not know that. I oh, didn't Sunday, know that? No. Oh, okay. That's on cool Sunday, one. March 11th in Austin, Texas, to talk details. Critical Mass also plans to show off the game in secret sessions at PAX East in April and will, will reveal it to a much wider audience at E3. Until then, watch the above trailer. Please watch it. You don't know how long it takes to find a reel of this film without any F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I have both on Blu-ray. Still one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Did you see the second one? Yeah. I, I, I saw the... Oh, wait, you're talking to him. Sorry. I, I loved parts of it. I absolutely despised parts of it. Really? For example... First one was okay. Cowgirl on the table. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Is, I didn't get that. I, I'm going to be I mean, honest. That, I, I loved... The first movie. I, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies I, I mean, exactly. Time. I thought first movie was great. Second movie seemed like it was like a parody of itself. Like, it like almost yes, making fun yeah, of it. And, and yeah. the thing, the part that killed me is I would love a half hour, and then there'd be like a three-minute stretch that would just knock me completely out. And I'd just be like, what the, what the fuck is this? They're trying the to force the laugh. What the fuck is this? Yeah, and it then it'd be, it'd be a ha- and then it's another 15, 20 minutes of me going, fuck yeah, okay, we're back. Okay, we got this. <laughs> All right. What the fuck is this? And then it's another three minutes at the end of it. You know, it's just, it killed me. Um, but overall, I, I would love to see a third movie. I'd love to see where they take it. The two of them in fucking jail just shooting bitches. Oh, my God, I'd love it. <laughs> Being the hired, by, by the, the Vatican. The, the yeah. hired assassins of the Pope. Exactly. Yeah. You would join the Catholic Church if you found out that they, the Pope had his own personal assassins. 
Hell yes. I believe he does, by the way. I will I'm sure he does, too. Catholicism well, right now. Probably at one public. point they did. They probably don't anymore. Oh, I, I don't know. I try and know. join. The Inquisition <laughs> still technically exists. They don't call it that anymore. No, it it's, it's it's the what the society. It's it's whatever uh, the current pope. He was in charge of that. So whatever the hell. It was. Now we don't really torture. We just you know give you mean stares and the fronting of a lifetime <laughs> and a three-hour mass. That hence hence the name shit to do. Hence the name Catholic guilt. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that if you want to. I don't know. Hell's kind of kind of worn this time of year. Just saying, you guys better square up, or I'm going to make this sermon last till halftime. <laughs> <laughs> now, unfortunately, this article looks like it's only half an article, which I was not aware of. You have to yeah. subscribe to continue. Oh, Who I'm sorry. Lays- oh, uh, well, there's, makes me fail. There's, there's some other things that you can Okay, but apparently uh, Activision is laying off 600 people from the Blizzard video game division. rut now, considering, I, I find this From interesting. Blizzard. Goodbye. Right. Now, consider, now, considering they've got another expansion coming out very soon. They've got the StarCraft II, the Heart of the Swarms coming out soon. They're working on the, what is it, Project Titan or whatever the hell it is, that, that new MMO they've got. They've got stuff coming up. This is a billion-dollar franchise alone in World of Warcraft, not including everything else they've got. And they're laying 600 people off from Blizzard? Yes. And then I bet they'll turn around and record record profits when those games finally release. Of course. Now, this is Activision making the call, so... Goodbye. Yeah, but from Blizzard? Yeah. I, I mean, cut every other fucking division. Leave the Blizzard o- the The only thing alone. I can think of is the reason why they did that, is because they finished Diablo 3, and now they're like, no, we don't need you. I forgot Bye. about Diablo 3. Good point. That's still being delayed. Yes. But when that comes That's out, it's going to have expansions coming out for it as well. It's... Uh, True says it's support staff, not developers. Okay, but still, it's 600 people. Goodbye. That's a lot of people. I, I can't imagine they're going to be able to absorb that unless they have that you much overhead. Actually, that's 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 a huge amount of people. I was just thinking. That's, I, I, that's according to the article, the article clip right there. It's one out of every ten people who work at Blizzard. I didn't know they had 6,000 people. Yeah, I didn't know Blizzard with that. So it was cutting its workforce by nearly yeah. a tenth. So, I mean, so Bio- they have 6,000 people that work at Blizzard. I think if I remember right, Bioware has like six studios worldwide or five studios, and each one has approximately like 100 to 150 people. I mean, that's – and I, I always thought Bioware was like a really big developer. Yes. Right. You know, I mean, Blizzard has 6,000 people. Holy shit. I mean, who are your biggest yeah, developers? Exactly. You got – Mythic, you got Bethesda, you got right. Bioware, you got Rockstar, you got uh, Square Enix, Blizzard, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, yeah. THQ. Yeah. Uh, I'd say they're like a mid developer. And then uh, Japanese wise, you've got Konami and uh, Capcom. Capcom. Those are your two biggest ones over there. And then you've got your the major actual you know studios like the Nintendo Studio, the one for PlayStation, the one for Xbox, right. Bungie, right. that kind of thing. So. And uh, and all those companies are I mean, a couple hundred employees at most, I would think. Yeah. Nothing like this. Um, you know, we'll knock out this last article. We'll do the Super Video Game of the Week, okay. and then we'll head out to our break. So, Var, why don't you take this one? All Speaking right. of uh, new hardware. Exclusive. Valve said to be working on Steambox gaming console with partners could announce at the GDC. Recently, there's been chatter that Valve, the company behind the massively popular gaming service Steam, has been considering getting into the hardware business. Specifically, there have been rumors that the company has been toying with the idea of creating a proper set-top console, which could potentially pose a threat to the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Valve co-founder Gabe Newell even recently told Penny Arcade, well, if we have to sell hardware, we will. Okay, Steam's hardware is called a PC. Yeah, I, I... 
we'll see where this, this goes. This is from TheVerge.com, by the way. I completely agree so far. I, bad idea. At a glance, that would simply be interesting fodder for a gaming forum debate, but we've uncovered information that suggests that not only has Valve been secretly working on gaming hardware for, for the living room, but that the company is actively pursuing a strategy which would place Steam at the center of an open gaming universe that mirrors what Google has done with Android. Hmm. Backing up that concept, in the same interview, we quote above, Newell says that Valve doesn't really want to do hardware on its own, stating, quote, we'd rather hardware people that are good at manufacturing and distributing hardware do hardware. We think it's important enough that if that's what we end up having to do, then that's what we end up having to do, end quote, which seems redundant. Yeah, I don't know. That jibes pretty well with this rumored arrangement. According to sources, the company has been working on a hardware spec and associated software which would make up the backbone of a Steam box. The actual <laughs> devices may be made by a variety of partners, and the software would be readily available to any company that wants to get in the game. Adding fuel to that fire is a rumor that the Alienware X51 may have been designed with an early spec of the system in mind and will be retroactively upgradable to the software. Apparently, meetings were held during CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, to demo a hand-built version of the device to potential partners. We're told that the basic specs of the Steam Box include a Core i7 CPU, 8 gigabytes of RAM, and an NVIDIA GPU. It's called a PC. Yeah, it sounds a lot like my computer. And yours. And my, yes. The well, devices... really, aren't all consoles computers, though? I mean, they all Yeah, have... true. You know. But the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The devices will be able to run any standard PC titles and will also allow for rival gaming services like EA's Origin to be loaded up. Part of the goal of establishing a baseline for hardware, we're told, is that it will give developers a clear life cycle for their products, with changes possibly coming every three to four years. Additionally, there won't be a required dev kit, and there will be no licensing fees to create software for the platform. Now, that could be very attractive to companies. That could, yeah, especially the baseline and the licensing. We're hearing that a wide variety of USB peripherals will be compatible with the boxes, though it will likely ship with a proprietary controller. It's possible that the controller will even allow for swappable components, meaning that it can be reconfigured depending on the type of game you're playing. Think that sounds odd? Well, Valve filed a patent for just such a device last year. And it's got a nifty little picture that looks a shitload like an Xbox controller. So you pop out the analog sticks, and then you put them back in. Interesting. Got it. Okay. Additionally, we're told that the kind of biometrics Valve uses in game testing will somehow be incorporated into these devices. Sources of ours say that the real-time biometric feedback in games will be a sea change for users. To put it more succinctly, the sentiment we've heard is, quote, you won't ever look back, end quote. These biometric devices could come in the form of a bracelet or be part of the standard controller. Huh. Actually, that's very interesting. If you actually look at some of the biometrics evolved for like uh, available for iPhones and such, mm-hmm. they're very, very advanced. Speaking of controllers, I, I know the com- uh, complete derail, but I saw one of those Avenger controllers. Remember that big, huge blow-up we had earlier in the year? They've got one uh-huh. of the Exchange at uh, North Homestead. New in a box. Continue. The consoles will also take advantage of Steam's Big Picture Mode, a feature Valve touted last year at GDC but has yet to release to the public. According to the company's press release in 2011, quote, with Big Picture Mode, gaming opportunities for Steam partners and customers become possible via PCs and Macs on any TV or computer display in the house, end quote. The most interesting piece of this puzzle may be related to that statement. According to sources, the Steam Box isn't intended to just clash with current gaming consoles. Rather, Valve wants to take Apple and its forthcoming new Apple TV products head-on. 
Newell has clear questions about Apple's strategy, telling the Seattle Times, quote, on the platform side, it's sort of ominous that the world seems to be moving away from open platforms, end quote, adding that they build a shiny, sparkling thing that attracts users, and then they control people's access to those things. The Steam Box could be unveiled at GDC, though we're also hearing that the company may wait until E3 this year to show off what it's been working on. One thing is for sure, however, if these rumors turn out to be correct, there could be a whole new kind of battle for control of your living room happening in the near future. Of course, much of this is paced together from a variety of sources, and there could be moving parts which we can't see. Some of this information could change. We've reached out to Valve for comment, and we'll update this post with any new information we get. One thing that's there's a couple of things here that don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, and tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm way off base. The first is you're going to have Steam make the Steam box that they could launch out relatively. You mean Valve. Va- I'm sorry, Valve could come out with something called they're calling the Steam box that they would launch to contribute and, and compete against the Xbox, the PlayStation, the Wii within the next two years when all the other consoles are coming out. It doesn't make sense to me because. They are already a, a company built towards uh, PC gaming. To jump into a, a market that's already fled by three major competitors, all of which have serious yeah. name brand recognition that they do not have. I don't see that anything that they've offered here, and granted this is very early speculation as to what it is, if anything, they're actually doing. But I don't see anything they're going to offer here that the other three companies don't already do. I, what really is the appeal of Steam over something like Xbox Live? Uh, and again, we're just shooting the shit here. We have no idea where they're going with this, if anywhere at all. But I, I, it, it's just to me, this just seemed like we just got done talking about how sales are going down, the way gaming is going to change, the way we see it. Uh, and there was, I, I think, there was a lot of of truth behind Sony and Microsoft's discussions years ago, a couple years ago, about launching a joint system because the hardware co- competition was going to get so narrow. I guess I just don't see the business sense in launching a new console. Completely from scratch from a company that has no track record of ever having done anything like it and expect to compete against three major players in the field. You want something new, here you go. Yeah, I mean, I, but I what guess. What is this offering new? <laughs> well, and, and that's that's what I think it comes down to. I think you've got an excellent point, Baron. It's, you know, we've we've talked multiple times about the rumors of a Microsoft-Sony partnership and how that'd be awesome and, oh, my God, they could do so much stuff. And, and yeah, that'd be cool if it worked out right. But on the other hand, like you said, there's only three major consoles. And to be honest, I'd argue with one of them on the definition of major. Plus yeah. PC. Plenty of four. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to get – okay, go ahead. Plenty of people own a Wii. When was the last time you played it? I don't think anyone who is, quote-unquote, a gamer – considers the Wii a true gaming platform. It's more of a social platform, and I, I think that's the market they were going for. They did very well with it. That's fantastic. But you've got three major gaming platforms, PC, Xbox, PlayStation. That's that's what you're looking at. Now, I mean, either people start combining to make the latest and greatest. They continue as they are to make the latest and greatest and compete with each other, or you get some new players, and it's going to be one of the three. Those are your only options. There are no other options. I mean, that's all there is. In IRC, uh, Mirakai says if Valve were to make a console, it could potentially have all games from Steam as launch titles. 
Well, not necessarily because a lot of those games aren't designed to work with you know the controls and setup of a console. However, that's still a good point. Who, There's that, a ton of stuff says, on it. Perhaps yeah. that's why they're building and, the Steam. Right. There you go. And, and you again, you go back to what it said in the article. All of a sudden, and, and that is one thing that I will give console. I, I am a PC gamer. I had that three-year dry spell where I was a console gamer due to money and a dead computer. Um, but now I'm back, and I'm very happy about it. But I will give consoles one very, very good advantage. Every developer knows what you have. They know what they're designing for. There are no surprises. It's not Emp has this graphics card, Highlander has this GP or this CPU, and Varyar only has this much RAM. We have to try and make a minimum right. and guess at Split it. Split the difference. Everybody fucking knows. If you're making an Xbox game, you know exactly what you can design for. You know exactly what the limits are. You know exactly what boundaries you can push. Now, PCs don't have that. True in, in IRC says, sounds like the Phantom Game Council, the Phantom Project. Yeah, the Phantom was a fucking thing. joke right. to begin with. There's a big yeah. difference because it was, a, it was a startup company that was just bleeding money from investors versus Valve, which has been around for a while. It's a, pre, it's a proven track record. It's, it's Valve. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, Apple tried the console, too. The Apple Pippin. Look where that went. <laughs> yeah, that was 1995, really. I know. Yeah, that was Things a are a little time. different. It's, Apple it's a little never different. had any business getting into exactly. gaming. Exactly. No. And actually, it, it was actually really Bandai, not so much Apple. Apple was the hardware manufacturer. It was actually Bandai that was getting into that. But that's a different story for another day. Actually, I, uh, read Reinforced Sage's comment, because yeah. I like that one. Emperor, I, I think the point isn't that Valve is trying to make take on Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. I think the point is that they're thinking about taking a shot at all of them and Origin and Apple. And considering how popular Steam is, I think he might just be able to pull it off. Okay, you know how many people registered uh, people buy from Steam? I think they said last year it was like $5 million. $5 million people had Steam. You know That's what? a drop in the bucket versus here's, everything else. Here's what I'm going to say, though. Um, I have Steam. I have consoles. I like retail, as we've covered earlier in the show. I like having a disc. Right. But... I just got back into PC gaming. I went to look for some new titles because I have a little bit of money in my pocket and naturally I'm going to spend it. Um, you know, and, and I'm looking for a couple new games. So when I wanted to find PC games, do you know what I did? I didn't go to GameStop. I didn't go to Best Buy. I loaded up Steam and I started browsing. And, and I think that is, and, and you look at sales and the earlier article we did about the whole option one, two, and three, and are we going to a digital medium, and when are those numbers going to be released? It is a move that is happening. You can say all you want. Brick and mortar is always going to be around, in my opinion. However, more and more people are going to digital distribution. Well, that, if you look at what GameStop's doing, too, a majority of what they're carrying now are little tags you can buy to download DLC content, because even yeah. they're starting to recognize exactly. that. They have the to. It's survival. Really they see the comment coming. What was the last time you were in Best Buy? Uh, two days ago. Okay. About two weeks ago. Did you look at the game section? I did. Uh, I kind of, I, I walked through it real quick. Just Usually whenever I go in there, I'll walk yeah. through it. The last time I was in there was to buy Skyrim. Okay. So that was that, before me Christmas. Me too. That I bought it the there. Time. I bought I'm it. probably PC, there once or twice a month to pick up one, one thing or another. PC titles, almost non-existent. Even the console nope. sections are getting significantly smaller. Yes, they are. Their, their CD section, all but gone. Well, it's in three racks, and a lot All of the, the companies that digital make this stuff want to go thank digital. Thank you. They and that's my point that I was yep. going. Digital download, and which is strange, what they what they said previous in the article we had about uh, January sales, how they don't want to announce what the actual sales, what the actual transactions are for digital. 
obviously they must be selling enough that some of the retailers you go to GameStop, you can't find a PC title. Well, and here's I mean, but here's the question though. Go ahead. You're a developer. You spend just to use Mass Effect Three because it's all I think about right now. I swear to God, I'm the biggest fucking Bioware fanboy, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> At least but, you're uh, honest about uh, it. Oh, I am. I'm completely <laughs> honest about it, and I'm sure we're going to get to that discussion. It's going to be a whole different thing. But if you think about it, it's sixty dollars to buy a copy. Whether you get it online or in retail, you're going to be spending about sixty bucks. Now, retail, what's the margin? What's the developer getting? Thirty, maybe forty percent, if that. Yeah, if yeah, exactly. Oh if no, that, it makes perfect sense for, for a digital them, download. They're right. getting what eighty, ninety percent. Sure, you're only paying well, for the fuck bandwidth. me. Download away, boys. I mean, right. if I'm the developer, I'm going to push that. Eventually, you're going to get to the point where the incentives will be such that even if you hesitate to buy something from a digital download, you're going to get enough from the company to, to make you want to. You're like, all right, fuck it. You know for what? The extra DLC for the extra whatever they're going to give me, I'll go ahead and buy from them. You know what though? Sins of a Solar Empire perfect example we you and i have just started playing that again um we've had a lot of fun with it but i got it when i was overseas i bought a digital download and how i reloaded it onto my new computer was to go onto their website yeah play with my passwords until i figured out which one i had used for that particular account um and i got back online now i could upgrade my digital download that i paid for the first time i paid 20 bucks Mm -hmm. got the download downloaded it now to get the expansions i could get the expansions just digital download or for just a little extra they will send me the discs see i looked to do that yesterday but they wanted 20 dollars for the digital and they wanted 20 dollars plus nine dollars for shipping to send me the boxes because i bought the game i bought a hard copy well, so i'm he- paying 49 dollars to buy basically a game i already own yeah plus two expansions for the option to digital download and you know what, though? We're in, in my opinion, feel free to jump in, either of you, but if you disagree with well, me Having, on this having one, never but, played the game in particular, I can't. No, it's more of a general thing. And No, what I want your opinion on is I, I'm saying that we're still kind of in a transition period between brick and mortar and digital distribution. Now, more and more digital distributors are offering the option of sending you a physical copy. See, now, I, of course, there's going to be more cost see, involved for, in that. Well, yeah, obviously for shipping and manufacturing. Ten and bucks for a disc on right. top of? I, I, bought, sure. I bought Amnesia. I bought, I actually, they gave, I had that option when I was going to go buy it. You know, for an extra five or six bucks, they were going to send me the disc, and I went ahead and did it. For me, it was worth it to pay that just because I like having the actual disc as well. But I wasn't right. against just downloading it. I didn't even See, think they were going to give for, me the option. For me, I'm, I'm always trying to be, I don't want to say cutting edge, but always try to adopt the new thing coming up. So You're I've, an early adopter. I'm, I'm, I'm an early adopter, yeah. I, um, I see no problem with digital download myself. I use it all the time. I can't remember the last time I've used my CD drive for anything. <laughs> um, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I, I remember perfect example. Agreed. I remember when, when that uh, MacBook, uh, that that Air MacBook came out. Yes. That doesn't have the CD drive. I was like, what the hell? What are you going to do with that? Now I think about it today. I don't, I don't use it. In fact, everything I do is on the internet. I use, I use Google's Office Suite for everything. So everything I type and everything is on, on Google's, you know, servers and all that kind of the stuff. Cloud. I, the cloud. I, I, they do cloud computing, all that stuff. I don't use any of that. I'm completely with and you. I'm thinking, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, this, this you know, it would makes perfect sense. I'll be, honest, I'm, I'm on, I'm with you a hundred percent on this one. I, you know, I've said it a couple times. I, I just got a new computer. I'm not even sure I know how to use the CD-ROM on that. Thing. See, I've used mine. I'm pretty times. sure you just push a button, but I'm not positive because I, I haven't fucking yeah. used it. I don't use it. See, I use mine. I use my uh, CD-ROM actually frequently because many of the stuff I use requires to have the disc in the game. 
or a disc in the drive. Uh, I watched a movie last night on my Blu-ray player because I had my treadmill in front of it. I didn't want to watch Burn Notice. I watched a Godzilla movie. Nice. Which one? Uh, Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Ugh. See, even not, not even stuff like that, I use streaming Netflix. I don't. Yep. Yep. Except you can't find. I do. That. No, no I, grant, I, I totally agree with you on that. But watching, for a lot of things, you're right. No, 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 but that's on. what I do with my workout is I watch Burn Notice on Netflix. No, you. Every time. Have you, have you watched Sports Night? Oh. Yeah, I watched when it was out of Richmond. Oh, my God. It's one it's of my right. favorite shows of all time. Yeah, all right. right? Go fuck yourself. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it is yeah. one of my favorite shows of all time. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> and I've seen every single fucking episode, too. Dude, Casey McCall and Dan Rydell, you go to hell and you die. That's it. I, I love bear, er, uh, banter. Yeah, that's right. You love me, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> I got to stop drinking. That's because you like the Aaron Sorkin talking. <laughs> I, I, like, uh, talk I do. I, I love the Aaron Sorkin banter formula. His character is just, their back and forth is very natural and very fun and very fluid, and, yes. and I like it. But, yeah, if you haven't seen Sports Night, by the way, folks, did you ever see, fucking yeah, check it out. It's it, awesome. Did you, did you ever watch 30 Rock ever? Yeah, I've seen it all. You've seen it? So you saw the Aaron Sorkin part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I didn't yeah, know yeah, if you yeah, saw yeah. that. I, I jizzed my pants when I saw that. Like, it, so hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> so hilarious. <laughs> There's a part where. Get the Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part where, uh, she's like, uh, auditioning to be like a writer in a show. Yeah. And she's like, she's, and she's in like the waiting room with other writers and Aaron Sorkin is in there. And he's like, and he's like, walk with me. And they start walking and they do the whole West Wing thing where like they're the, walking, the walk, they're walking down like the hallway and they're talking and then they someone take, hands like, them something. They laughs and nobody ever <laughs> finds anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's awesome. Well, we're at the uh, end of our first hour and a half. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, let's do the stupid video game over the week. Then we'll head out during the break. Towards the end of the break, actually, we'll have uh, my little mini announcement. I hope to have a little bit of fun with this, so we'll uh, play that towards the end of the break, see if you like it. But for now, time for the Super Video Game of the Week. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. We should all do the swing. <laughs> swing. We should all do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. People loved Wayne's World. They loved the skits. Yeah. They loved the movie. They should have loved the game, right? No. We were tools enough to jerk our pelvises at nearby women and scream, Shwing! Shwing! for a couple of years. But we weren't tools enough to buy this. Some things were never meant to be Nintendo games. And a skit about two people on a couch is one of them. <laughs> In the first Wayne's World movie, Mike Myers did a routine where he opened one eye and said, camera one. Then he opened the other eye and said, camera two. Then he did it again and again. Imagine someone rewinding the tape and watching that over and over while you were tied to a cactus and food was dangled just out of reach. That's the best way I can describe how fun this game is. Because the actual game is even less fun than that. You control Wayne on some levels and Garth on others and travel through a land populated by smiling musical instruments. Smiling musical instruments that apparently want you dead. <laughs> They're part of the Wayne's World theme since sometimes on the show Wayne played guitar and Garth once carried some drumsticks around. Hey, wait, you know what would have made even more of a Wayne's World game? If you control the big hand. Because both Wayne and Garth have hands and faces too. Wait, they also both wear blue jeans so you can control a pair of jeans that's the infiltrated face warehouse to get their hands back. <laughs> no stairway. Denied. Most of the in-game quotes from the movie are either blatantly <laughs> wrong or cut down to the point where they don't make any sense. They're about as funny as reading the power button on the front of the Nintendo. 
You know, sometimes I wish that instead of just a power button, the Nintendo had a fuck you button that launched the cartridge out fast enough that it would shatter on the wall. Now, it might kill a few kids, but once you show how much Wayne's World needs to be destroyed, any judge would rule all the deaths as acceptable losses. Somebody there knew how to run a, fo- run a photo of Wayne and Garth through a photo scanner, so that's not too bad graphics-wise. Those are the only nice words I can say about the graphics. To hear the not nice words I have to say about the graphics, say your iron to maximum and iron your hand. Write down the words that you say. The game took a total of one try to finish in about 20 minutes. Instead of a bad movie or credits for the ending, you get the same picture of Mike Myers you got all 20 minutes of game, only now it says excellent underneath him. <laughs> and after 10 seconds of this, the game resets. Simply playing Wayne's World is like getting beat up in front of your entire school, but the ending, that's like a group of people stuffing a parking cone in your ass afterward. There's so many layers of insult and humiliation, you'll probably have to leave town. But before you go, your Nintendo will have a very important appointment with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Wayne's World for the NES. You think this is a good game? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Another stupid moment. Swing. In video games. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I remember those movies, and I don't think Michael Myers done much since Austin Powers. No, he's after Austin Powers, isn't he? Uh, he's, I think he's supposed to because the the guru tanked. Oh uh, no, the last movie he did was uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, he was in that. I, yeah, yeah, he I, was you in know what? Seconds. I have yet to see that movie. I, I keep saying I'm going to, but I, speaking of Netflix, and I just remember this uh, while we were on break. This happened, and I was very disappointed. I was actually flipping through one day when I was doing my uh, my treadmill workout because I do an hour and a half on my treadmill while I watch Netflix. And I figured I'd try something new. And on the front page of Netflix, when I loaded it on, was Tron Legacy and Toy Story 3 and True Grit and all these really good movies. Like, holy shit. I mean, this stuff is never around. Netflix never has any good movies. Well, find out the next day, my world came crashing down. Because apparently their deal with stars got canceled, their contract. Yes. Which took away 1,000 movies and TV shows. From Netflix. Yeah, it did. But see, I, those I have movies. stars on demand, so I don't really give a shit. Yeah, you didn't miss it. But now, is, is that a premium type thing you got to pay for? Uh, if you get, if you get, if you pay for stars, like you would for HBO or whatever, you get. Okay. In, fact, in fact, all those have it. Like if you have HBO, you can get HBO Go. If you have Show, you, know, you, you get, get all their online version. You get their online version. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But apparently, the reason they canceled it was it wasn't Netflix that canceled it. It was stars, and the reason why was. More people, uh, allegedly, were getting their information or getting their shows from Netflix, and fewer and fewer people were watching stars or getting their on-demand service. Yeah. So they finally said, okay, this obviously is a detriment to us. We're going to go ahead and cancel the whole thing. That's interesting. Because, so, I mean, I, the only thing I watch from stars is Spartacus, but I watch it through the, through the uh, cable. I don't watch it through Netflix. I tried to watch Spartacus. You didn't like Spartacus? Nope. How the hell can you not like Spartacus? About the gayest thing I've ever seen on TV. Well, you, usually, usually when the big floppy donkey dicks come out, I just yep. kind of go like that, like, okay, wait for the boobs. I'm and then, sitting there like... And, and then the boobs come out, and everything's I'm expecting okay. gladiatorial combat, there maybe is a rebellion. It just happens nope. in bed. Dick. <laughs> lot of dick. I'm okay. out. Season, I'm out. Season, season two is, is the rebellion. <laughs> okay, see, the rebellion's still, already started. I'm still a little confused with the whole thing because there's like four people that played Spartacus. One guy died. One guy got neutered. One guy. I I, I can't. 
Which one is like Blood and Sand, Spartacus, something or other? It, it, well, each where e- does it each start? season each season is is a different name. It's it's like uh, uh, okay, they had Power Rangers. It's they a had different Spartacus, thing every they, time. They had Bar- Spartacus, Blood and Sand, okay. and they were going to come out with season two, but the guy who played Spartacus got leukemia. Okay, so he was recovering from it, so they decided to do a six episode prequel, just kind of tied people over while he recovered. So that was the other one with the other guy, and you learned how he took over the Ludus and everything like that. Okay. Well, then what happened was the guy who played Spartacus died. He didn't get over his leukemia. Very true to form. Continue. So they they recast Spartacus, and now they're moving on with the rest of the series. So there are three different shows, really, here. Now, do all the other characters, are yes. they all the same? everyone's exactly the same. So only Dumbledore changes between movies. Yes, that's the only okay. difference. Okay. All, right, all right, folks, we're going to take a break. Coming up. We have a little mini announcement here towards the end of this music break. Uh, we still have a boatload of other articles to do. We have the quickening yet to come. And, of course, I'm sure this Mass Effect discussion, which I've kind of been pushing off to the later half of the show, is going to be a hot and heavy one, I imagine. At least a loud one, because I think we're all going to align against Var, who's smirking off to the side, just no, waiting actually, for the show. Bring it on, you start. little bitches. Actually, I, I, I think Var and I are going to agree with I will take BioWare's side with pride. Raise the flag high. <laughs> I've got my knee pads on. Somebody call Casey Hudson and let him know I'm ready to roll. <laughs> I am a firm believer in capitalism and the market setting it. However, I think that this was a Bad idea. Yep. On your behalf. You're wrong. I I have to disagree. I, I I think it's a it's an okay move. We'll get to that it coming up. So that's coming up after the break. Stick around. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I didn't mean to. So I, stick around. Yeah. <laughs> like, good lord, away. we haven't even started talking <laughs> about Mass Effect Three yet. Jesus, he's already trying to whack you. I know. All right, now shut up. <laughs> I want to talk to you tonight about something near and dear to my heart, something very important to me, my country. I think we can all agree that things aren't looking too good for us right now. The economy's bad, there's no jobs, crime is rampant, we're still fighting a war in Afghanistan, and the leaders of this country don't seem to have any answers. In fact, they are very much part of the problem, my friends. So it's time for a change. It's time for real change. Democracy has failed us. Every year we cast votes for people to run for this nation, and they just throw it away. They're no good. It's time we go back to the tried true. It's time to go back to the old school. It's time for an American empire. And there's only one man out there who can lead us. Me. This November, I'm asking for your support. I'm asking for your vote for me, Emperor 1G, to be monarch of the United States. Folks, the world is our oyster. We have only to reach out our hand and take it. And who better to be the benevolent ruler of the entire world than America? We need a dictator. We need someone who will tell us how to live our lives the right way. We need someone who needs to take all of our decision-making out of our hands. And I am that man. Truly, who better to put the word dick in dictator than Emperor 1G? Folks, the American dream isn't dead. We can still bring it back. With a lot of hard work, not mine but yours, and a lot of money, not mine but yours, we can get this country back on track. We can go back to the golden years where people had a job, two cars, and cable. With your help, we can get everything back the way it was. It won't be easy. It'll take some hard decisions. Some people will have to die. But I'm willing to make those decisions, and I'm willing to have those people killed. 
all for the betterment of this country, this great United States of America. And that begins this November. Don't cast your vote for Republican or Democrat. Cast your vote for Empire. Vote for me. Emperor 1G. God bless you. God bless the United States. And God bless me. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, let's. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, very um, nice. Don't. Yeah, okay. Anyways, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on yes. Burst World Productions. VTWProductions.com. I'm your host, The Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. I've, I've met many girls that are nice. They have a mm. wonderful personality. <laughs> hey, well, they're very yeah. easygoing. Yeah, you know they're ugly when he's the cute one. Okay, well, Ooh. this one's got the voice of, like, a porn star, so we'll just let that go. Anyways, joined in studio by Highlander. And the body of apparently three porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> that was by Varyar. <laughs> And by Baron Von Gosen. All right. Jackpot. Dear diary. Jackpot. And it's about this time that I noticed I forgot to pull up the other. Orc gone wild. Now, see, had Eve been here, the show would have fallen apart. Start raping girls. I would not do such things if I were you. Rape complete. <laughs> Ooh, that tickles. <laughs> it burns when I pee. <laughs> we're under climax. <laughs> Contracted syphilis. <laughs> I would not do such things if I were you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Take See? one down, pass it all around. <laughs> have been That's how we got into this match. Hepatitis B. So done. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm grabbing a few of these articles here, although it was would have been easier had it not been laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, Vyar is able to avert spewing on my new rug. Woohoo! <laughs> Oh, I, I, heard I about that. yeah, I have heard about this one. Yeah, I've heard about that. Now this one I can see selling a lot of units if it works. Nice. I will buy two. One for my wife, one for my daughter. The five status attempts to take over a country. Oh yeah, that's me. See, I see your recent advertisement for the election. Yes, I am running for <laughs> monarch of the United States. That's kind of what I was going to. So, from here until November, I plan on running, running a very vigorous campaign to become president, or. Monarch for Life of the United States. Now, if you are not American, don't worry about it. I've got a way for you to go ahead and vote for it anyways. So we're going to, I will. It's called illegal immigration. Damn right. I will find a way. Registered Democrat? I don't know. (laughs) All you have to do is vote for me, and I'll figure out a way to sneak you in here. So trust me, I've got the whole thing It's called walking. Of course, we're going to need donations. From Europe? If that's what go. it takes. We're going to need donations. We need <laughs> like a staff. Arrest, like Arrested Development, the Ocean Walker. <laughs> some pictures. We're going to need some, some campaign ads, Actually, campaign uh, posters, mm. some signs. Oh, yeah. I need a staff. You need a staff? I need a staff. Oh, good God. We need a vo- 
Yeah, and guess who's been volunteered? <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, I think it's a funny, funny thing we're gonna, a funny bit. We'll we'll see how far we can go with this November. See if I can't get some people to write me in on November. I think it'd be great. That would be hilarious. Yes, it would be. That's not my trick. You'd still lose to Mickey Mouse. It's my illusion. <laughs> Just because I left so hard. Why is there no water? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The sad thing is I prefer Amp over Santorum. I think people would prefer me over anybody. At least you know what you're getting with You me. know, I, I would have to beginning. admit I probably would prefer you over Rick Santorum, and that is saying something. <laughs> Not much. Wow. Th- Not much, wow. but it is saying something. <laughs> I don't blush hey, man. I grew bus. up with you. I knew exactly what they're getting. That's right. You know what? <laughs> See, I'm going to be up front. I'm going to take away all your civil liberties, but I'll give you porn instead. I'm not talking about the cheap porn. I'm talking like the good stuff. Like, so, so apparently we're playing Star Wars: The Old Republic while listening to the, the show. While listening to the go, 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 go. So I'm guessing the big dude running behind him is the one he got married to, because it's my understanding is how that works. No, no, you get uh, companions. Like when you uh, accomplish something or you get to a certain level in the storyline, you you know. I thought you actually companion. can like marry. Oh, you absolutely your companion. can. Yeah. I guess you could, but uh, I I can think like the first companion you get. There's no way it's as big. He looks like the Hulk. It would be. So the children would be hideous. Does it kind of work in the game like it does in real life? Like only certain planets have like homosexual marriage and some don't, or does like the Empire have some kind of you know protecting marriage act? Or... And they're all worried about contraception and bullshit like that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I haven't played. I've only seen videos, but uh, that's about as much as I know. <laughs> At least you're honest about taking your civil liberties. Well, yeah, you don't need them. I'm gonna tell you what to do. You don't need liberties. <laughs> Think of how easy your life would be if that, you know, the freedom of speech was gone. We wouldn't have to hear so many people. Just hear me. Just listen to me, and everything will be fine. Just listen to me. You, you could bask all Works day for in the, the glorious word right. of the emperor. See? From the consumerist, diabolical criminal bought, robs bank with nuclear weapon threats. <laughs> Go ahead, Baron. Like a James Bond villain with scaled-down ambitions, someone in the Washington, D.C. area has managed to pull off a string of bank robberies by threatening to go nuclear. Stop. Okay, right now, <laughs> by my side, I see the stupid little scroll of text telling me my mission for a Hillsbrand to rob a bank. <laughs> for Warcraft 2, I swear to God. The great orc chief, Warhammer Thornstorm. Punish him and devour his creatures. <laughs> Take his money and run. Optional, if you create ten goblin things, you get more gold. <laughs> Your voice will be gone by the end of the article, but it's funny. <laughs> According to police in Prince George's County, the man is believed to have robbed four banks in just the last couple of months. Four banks! Four <laughs> banks! Each time is said to have handed a note to the bank teller demanding money that he would detonate a nuclear weapon. Detonate! Amazingly, in spite of never showing any visual evidence of said device, never! the tellers would hand over the cash when they should have been laughing in his face. Laughing! <laughs> laughing! <laughs> Build, build four farms, defeat all enemy units, rob a bank. you got to build a nuke to rob the bank, to build the four farms in the barracks. Jeez. Four banks. Uh, no laughing. Okay, I've laughed so hard my right contact's going out of focus. <laughs> Seriously, did, did anyone, I mean, if, if, that, if someone actually did that, I'm at, I don't, if that's all they had. They didn't have a gun. 
or anything like that. Right. Because it's got to be at I least would probably a suitcase, like, right? Go fuck yourself. Well, no, it wouldn't be there because you'd be blowing up the money in yourself. So I guess you'd have to say, you know, somewhere, somewhere, you know, 20 miles away or whatever shit, I'm going to blow up a nuclear weapon. I would, I would tell him, before the shopping got here, I could bury myself in the vault. I'll be good. You will not be, but I'll be fine. I... I... <laughs> I can't believe I'd that they actually give him the money. Yeah. Now, if this was like you know, a third world country, I-, I could believe somebody letting him go. But in fucking Maryland, in the United States? No, the sad thing is that he got away with it four times. I know. Right. Also <laughs> true. It's like, uh, four, four times nobody called his bluff. It just wasn't worth the risk. Well, let's see. Do they say the bank employees need to brush up on their Cold War lessons? Or at least watch Doctor Strange, Strange Love. Okay. Or they really hate that thing. Well, I, I but there's think, no thing saying that the cops I got it. I think that they're supposed to. I think in, in that kind of situation, I think no matter what it is, you're, you're technically supposed to handle. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'd love to see the explanation to your superiors when they say, "All right, from the beginning, Jerry, you gave him the money when he said he had a nuke. Did you see the nuke? Mm-hmm. No. Did he have a suitcase with him? No. Did you think it was in his pocket? Yes. How does that work? Well, I mean, what if, like what, I said, okay, what I, if you're I think in Maryland and you else. say, I've planted a nuclear device in Chicago, you know, then you give say, me the money or. Fuck the bears, push the trigger. The Cubs ain't going to win it anyways. <laughs> I'm just saying. What about the bears? On the other hand, four in a row is <laughs> yeah. impressive. You, you think after the first one, someone would call the FBI and go, oh, okay. Of course, <laughs> if you're this guy, you're like, I can't believe this worked. Oh, fuck, let's roll the dice. Go for broke. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it worked one more time. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go on a spree after three or four. You're like, I'm going to be goddamn rich. <laughs> this is my job now. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to let me go just because they're going to be too embarrassed to catch me. <laughs> Let's see. This I thought was kind of funny, too. These are all from uh, <clears throat> excellent The things, Consumerist? So, yeah. Well. It is. It's not, right. But specifically, one person actually sent these in. So uh, okay. let me pull this up here. Uh, Who was it? Who was it? I just want to see if there was another one. Oh, that's the greatest manga artist? Okay. Okay. I just want to see you if we on. wanted to get the rest of those in. <clears throat> well. No, I didn't. So there you go. No, uh, Mr. Charleswood sends these in all the time. So sure he does. So we're not going to read that one. Would you like to read the one about masturbation? No, I'm talking about the one you put up there. If you're going to dine and dash, don't yes, go into restaurants full of cops. What, was, is that other article not like fit with the audience? It's I, not I what feel I like talk masturbation about. injury is exactly our audience. <laughs> what our audience wants to hear about. By the way, if you want well, to get your questions, Oregon. comments, and opinions in, send them to emperor1gacox.net. We'll do the mailbox or mailbag at the See, end Cox. of the yeah, hour. It's built in. Cox. Okay, go ahead. Consumerist. Uh, <laughs> how do you want to do this one? Coxnet. <laughs> Dot net. I need some Cox. Get the net. <laughs> Bring the net <laughs> After Cox. four beers, anything is funny to Varyar. He's just... <laughs> Work complete. Cox is not like Eve. And if you're going Eve to dine and dash, chair. don't do it in a restaurant full of cops. No, I mean, really, no. we could just stop right there because obviously, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're a retard, you probably know where this is going. But what the hell? Let's read the article. We certainly don't condone the act of dining and dashing. It's illegal, not. and more importantly, just plain rude to the people that prepared and served your meal. It's especially rude when the servers are law enforcement officers working a fundraiser <laughs> for the special Olymp- the special Olympics. Olympics. You're gonna screw over the the cops and the special. That's amazing. And yet a man in New Mexico stands accused of trying to feed and then flee in Applebee's during the Tip-A-Cop fundraiser featuring police officers as hosts and waitstaff. Wow. The suspect's two female dining companions left the building first, and then he allegedly tried to slip out without paying the $30 dinner check. 30 bucks. Given the police presence in the restaurant, it's not surprising the man was snagged and charged with obtaining services less than $100. But let's think of the flip side. What if he got away? <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be awesome. Help. 
They were, no, well, that they were working newsworthy. as waiters and waitresses. They wouldn't have had time to arrest them. But go ahead. So if you see a bunch of police officers serving up dinner, be prepared to wash dishes if you can't afford your meal. It's an update on the age-old rule that if you see Samuel L. Jackson eating breakfast in a diner, do not attempt to take his wallet. I love Pulp Fiction. Okay. All right. Awesome. You've never seen Pulp Fiction? I, I have. Okay. I- I was hoping for more out of this article, but it was pretty cut and dry. It was, oh, well, like yeah. I said, it's, it's, really it's, it's all. I don't know. You got. We just went from. It's the guy all in the title. A bank <laughs> with a fucking nuclear bomb. I don't know. I was hoping for anything, something different, something extra, but no, nothing. Almost as smart as the guy that tried to steal from the shop with the cop event. Remember, Stuff like that, that happens yeah. all the time. Someone tries to rob the donut store, and everyone turns. Yeah, around. by and large, these are not exactly the most brilliant of people. You know, the idea of the mastermind, uh, mastermind criminal kind of went out. In the last century. Ludicrous steel. Ludicrous speed. Go! Let's see. I'm surrounded by assholes. Oh, crack that. <laughs> They've gone to plaid! I've got that. I've got that somebody. We found shit. Crack.com. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go to the desert. Wow! Liquid Schwartz! Spaceballs the flamethrower! <laughs> the kids love it. The five saddest attempts to take over a country. <laughs> Number five. Number five. We tend to want to root for the underdog in our society. Not when really. we hear about a rebellion in Egypt or Libya or elsewhere, we hope they kill each other. But that's me kind of inserting that. We instinctively want to root for the scrappy kids trying to fight back against the man. Hell the yeah. man. The problem is that a lot of coup attempts aren't all that inspirational. Some, in fact, border on slaps to comedy. Like the time, number five. Number five. The Ofker coup tried to ram the president's plane in midair. Yeah, it's something. Didn't they make a movie out of this, too? Air Force One? Yeah. No, there was another movie where they actually rammed the president's plane. Get off uh, my plane. <laughs> so crappy. We actually was on the other day. We watched that. Uh, Air Force One? Yeah, I'm like, God, they for a movie just... that was in the 90s, expected better special effects than this. They should have just used yeah, The premise is so weird. Like, the president's going to be like, give me this gun. I'm going to shoot shit. No, but there was, there was another movie that was kind of like an HBO movie where... A nuclear bomb accidentally goes off in Moscow. They blame the United States, so they nuke Washington, and then they stop. So they exchange one nuke. Well, the president's thought to be dead, so the vice president takes over, and he heads off in Air Force One. But And he is bound and determined to attack the Russians because he believes they started the war, so he's going to start nuclear Armageddon. Well, eventually they're able to find the real president. He's blind and Harrison Ford picks up the hotline. I mean, well, they, they talk to the Russians and they agree that they're that they're going to stop the nukes where they are, one each, and that's it. Well, the problem is that everybody believes since the White House got nuked, the president's dead, so no one believes him when he's sending out the counter orders. They everybody is taking the orders from the vice president. So there's somebody up there with like Air Force Two that's kind of flying around, and they decide that they got the right authenticator code from the real president, so they ram Air Force One. And that's and that saves them because there's no, no more commanding orders. <laughs> the president's saying don't shoot. The vice president's saying shoot. So the people out in the subs and on fail safe so say fuck it. Press- right. Well, <laughs> so no, you can't because if you have conflicting orders, stand. you go with the original, which is to fire. Oh, uh, okay. I see. Now, so mind, they this was kill the vice president. Movie. So they're. Yeah. I was gonna say because in the real world, there's ways to make sure who is who. <clears throat> I'm just saying that's the movie. <laughs> Okay. It's a shitty movie. Look, I didn't say it was. Then the ninjas show up, and the dinosaurs <laughs> show, and they fight. 
and somehow there are snakes on that motherfucking plane. That's right. <laughs> All right. I've had it with this motherfucking authenticator on this motherfucking device bullshit nuclear football. The thing Ooh, about being an evil dictator is that you need evil henchmen to help out. Oh, crap. And the thing about having evil henchmen is that eventually they say, Fuck wait this. a second, why aren't I the one in charge? The only good thing about this scenario is that sometimes hilarity ensues. Enter Emperor's presidential campaign. (laughs) And my evil henchmen sitting at this table who are bound to throw me under the bus at some point. Well, we have to. That's what the article says. The henchman in our story was Mohammed. Naturally, of course. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Mohammed Afakur, who in the 1960s was the advisor and right-hand man of King Hassan II of Morocco. He was doing the dirty work for his king, and we're not talking about gardening. He violently suppressed protests, spied on his own people, and had so many people disappear, the French courts eventually tried him for murder. Mohammed Alfakur was the crony that supervillains dreamed of, until, as you can guess, his ambition got the best of him. Is and that him? He promptly tarted his, his eyes. eyes. No eyes. No He's like Dr. Beaker, whatever the hell his name is. He is and a supervillain. He's got no freaking eyes. In the early 1970s, Ofakur got tired of being the second banana to the king and decided to have a good old-fashioned, quote, non-democratic change of power, complete with the backing of the Moroccan military, which was like two tanks, a rowboat, and a pistol. In 1972, King Hassan went to a conference in France. Spelling a chance for a coup, Ofakur put his well-hatched plans into motion. When King H was on his way back to the country, Ofakur sent not one, not two, but three fighter jets out to attack the king's plane as it flew over the Mediterranean. Now, how hard would this be? They had the element of surprise. And it was a three fighter jets to the king's one unarmed sitting duck 727. What Alfakur <laughs> didn't realize was that his pilots were none other than the three stooges. Yeah, yeah. The planes were shooting at the world jet when the pilots discovered they only had practice ammunition on board. They did as much damage as a pistol loaded with paper clips. That was when one of them had the brilliant idea to just ram the king's jet midair. And he missed. So the king himself got on the radio and, in his own voice, told the jet pilots to stop firing because the tyrant had been killed. Happy that this guy, who coincidentally sounded exactly like the person they were trying to assassinate, <laughs> told them that the king was dead, the pilots returned home. Mission accomplished. By the time they realized what had happened, the king was already landing in the capital of Rabat. King Hassan II immediately ordered the arrest of hundreds of disloyal officers and was ready to get his one-time buddy Ofakur. But Ofakur by this time had committed suicide, quote-unquote. King Hassan, unfazed, then continued to rule the country until his death by heart attack in 1999. Number four! Now, I want to see that. Hang on, there's a link here for... Waiting for number four! Okay, it just goes to the Wikipedia page. Back to number four! (laughs) (laughs) Number four, nine white supremacists try to take over a country. Nine! No shit. Supremacists! You... <laughs> you done? Why? <laughs> four! Have you, have you ever wondered what would happen if preschoolers thought they could take over a country? Yes! Us too. Fortunately, Operation Red Dog, there's a name. If you're going to name an operation, might as well be after a beer. Painted a pretty vivid picture of how that would work out. Only instead of imaginary grape juice stained four year olds storming the beach in red wagons and big wheels, picture white supremacists giving them mullets and cut off jean shorts. What do we care? Hey, it's the 80s. The story starts in 1979. Hey. Not the 80s, when racist politician David Duke introduced American Klansmen to Canadian neo Nazis. Because above everything else, Duke was a matchmaker. 
Obviously, their mutual love of hating brown skin meant that the two groups should hook up permanently and get some race wars going. But how? Last we checked, there wasn't much of a market for Team Hate merchandise. The plan that emerged was so obscenely convoluted <clears throat> that you think it came, after a, uh, came from a Bond villain, invade a country and set up a puppet government that would be friendly to their business. Because God knows starting a business in Canada or the United States would have been crazy. The country of choice was Dominica. They had the former prime minister on their side in everything. And if this motley crew wasn't racist enough, representatives from the apartheid era South Africa offered to provide funding for the escapade as well. By early 1981, the supergroup of invading racists was ready. But, quote, ready is a pretty subjective term. Enlisting people who didn't actually know anything about covert military operations was probably their first mistake. Buying only one boat was mistake number two. Hanging a giant swastika on their one and only boat as it docked in New Orleans was mistake number three. And that was when things got comical. See, the original hire crew of the SS White Power got spooked about the trip for some reason, so a new captain and crew were hired. It took the new captain about five minutes to suspect something was amiss, so he immediately tipped off the ATF about the get-along gang. The ATF would then arrest the former Dominican prime minister, the one the whole plan revolved around. Wait, here's the best part. With the key person to their schemes in jail and their plans completely exposed, the team decided to go ahead and invade Dominica anyway. A few days later, captainless and prime ministerless, the nine remaining team members began loading on the boat in New Orleans when the ATF came up and arrested them all. The group then learned of their biggest failure. Of the nine people ready to invade, three of them were undercover ATF agents. <laughs> the, the media quickly called the fiasco the Bayou of Pigs. And all conspirators got three years of jail for never getting anywhere close to overturning a, overrunning a country. Three years in prison for trying to overthrow a nation? That's it? I think failing that hard is punishment enough. <clears throat> I, I think, think you so. get more for stealing out of Walmart. Jesus. Number three! A guy tried to take over France with some forged documents. I remember this. This was uh, they tried putting Murad on the fr- on the throne, I believe, while he was out in Russia. And man, was he pissed when he got home. In 1812, former musketeer and all-around French guy Claude Francois de Molay had a great idea. He was going to topple Napoleon's government. Francois. Never Francois. Sorry. Never mind that he had zero He's support from the military, or that he was li- he was living in a sanitarium when he came up with the plan. Okay, this is not the Murat plot then. None of that mattered. He had support from a few royalists who wanted a king on the throne, and he had some something very every conspirator needs: crazy eyes. Eyes, eyes, With Napoleon Bonaparte off fighting the Russians, Molay managed to escape the asylum, steal a general's uniform, which he gladly wore, and forge some official-looking documents to back up his audacious plan. The plan: tell everyone that Napoleon was dead and that he was in charge now. So the first person General Molay approached was a colonel in the French National Guard. Upon seeing the Kinko's fresh documents, the colonel was 100% convinced that everything the general said was true. Did it matter that he had never seen this man before, or that the documents were ordering the arrest of several of Napoleon's officials? None. And it didn't hurt that the papers also turned this particular colonel into a general. You've got to hand it to Malay, he was pretty smooth. So the new general released troops to the fake general, and the fake general marched everyone over to the force. Uh, to the force prison to order the release of some of his cronies. No one blinked an eye, but maybe that's because this was the part where Molay started shooting dissenters in the face. Yeah, that's probably why. Molay was only a few master strokes away from taking over the entire Parisian military when he made a huge mistake. 
he actually let someone get a lot closer, uh, get a closer look at some of the papers. Colonel Jean Doucet wasn't a guy who could be easily placated with a few of the new star in his jacket. And he knew for a fact that Napoleon had written letters after the death date provided by Malay. Not to mention that he totally recognized the fake general from a previous insurrection and knew the guy had put in some time in an insane asylum. Basically, it'd be like if you, uh, if you, it'd be like if your boss called in sick to work and that temp who fired, uh, who was fired for low hanging jeans showed up claiming he was totally in charge now. Come to think of it, this whole insurrection played out a lot like the episode of The Office at one point. Except cast members of The Office weren't arrested, tried, and executed like Claude de Molay and his collaborators were. Ugh. Number two. Number two. Rebels imprisoned their prime minister on a warship, and then it sank. Mm. This next one became known as the Manhattan Rebellion. But don't worry, it's not about Occupy Wall Street. Manhattan was the name of a boat that the United States gave to Thailand as an act of goodwill. <laughs> During the ceremony for the transfer, however, junior officers from the Thai Royal Navy decided the Prime Minister, I'm not even going to try and say that name, we'll call him Plake, had to go. So they kidnapped him and locked him up in the warship. I can't pronounce that one. It's Shri Athi. On a warship. <laughs> so, that's, <laughs> so that's a pretty successful Merka. coup so far. The Prime Minister is the hostage of the Royal Navy and is confined to a boat. Unfortunately, the Navy didn't really have a plan beyond that point. It was a kind of hope that the naval officers who weren't in the plan would immediately rush to their aid. They didn't. They also assumed that the Prime Minister's own backers would want to negotiate to save their life. They absolutely did not. Instead, within six hours of the kidnapping, the Army teamed up with the police and launched their own attack on the rebels' boat. The same one this guy, who was running the thing, was being held on. Holy shit, they couldn't have been expecting that. And this wasn't exactly firing some shots across their bow. They bombed the shit out of that boat. They bombed it so hard that it sank. Amazingly, one of the few survivors was the Prime Minister himself, who actually swam back to shore completely uninjured and not the slightest bit bothered that his own army had just almost killed him. Considering what the Navy had done to him that day, the army looked completely loyal in comparison. (laughs) Without a hostage, a cohesive plan, or their dignity... The Navy conspirators were forced to just give up, and then the Navy itself was completely dismantled, you know, just in case they ever thought they were once useful to the country in any way whatsoever. Number one. Okay, it's Thailand. What the fuck Navy do they need? All right. Hitler tried to take over a beer hall. I know about this. This is the beer hall push, I imagine. For all of you would-be rebels out there, here's a coup that proves that the only thing standing between you and success is willpower. And oh wait, never mind, this is a Hitler story. Before Hitler became the embodiment of evil, he was just an angry guy with a mob. So on November the 8th, 1923, the leadership of the Weimar Republic was hosting a debate at a beer hall, because that's how they do things in Germany. Young Hitler knew this was the time to strike. Now, when you hear beer hall, don't picture some little rinky-dink honky-tonk with Bavarians line dancing or riding mechanical bulls or whatever. This particular beer, a bar, sat 3,000 people, and the place was brimming with drinkers listening to one of the leaders, Gustav Ritter von Kahr, speech it up, until Hitler and about 20 of his friends from the German Workers' Party burst in the door. Their plan? To kidnap the three leaders and hold a gun to their heads until they joined the cause. Hitler had two things on his side, a machine gun and 600 stormtroopers. So maybe that's 601 things. The machine gun was a position at the door and his mob surrounded the building. Adolf jumped on a chair, shot a bullet in the air, and screeched the following, quote, 
The national revolution has broken out. The hall is filled with 600 men. Nobody is allowed to leave. The Bavarian government and the government at Berlin are deposed. A new government will be formed at once. The barracks of the Reichswehr are the Reichswehr, and those of the police are occupied. Both have rallied to the swastika. I demand that you read that entire thing in an accent. I demand. I'm trying to think if I can even Jew a German accent. Do you say Jew? Jew a German accent? <laughs> Jewish say. accent? Uh, yeah, like there that. you go, Freud. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> Jew a German accent. I don't right. even know wow. if I can Jew a German accent. Uh, that is offensive, sir. <laughs> All right, hold on. Go, go back up. I'll give you that. The National Revolution has broken out. <laughs> the hall is filled with 600 men. No one is allowed to leave. Nobody. The Bavarian government and the government at Berlin are deposed. Deposed. A new government will be formed at once. Once. The barracks of the Reichswehr and those of the police are occupied. Occupied. Both have rallied to the swastika. Swastika. Und schöne die beiden in German in Sabel. Hell and is out in the sauerkraut and in the Uberschnack in the this is my what he said thing ever. <laughs> oh, I think I peed a little bit. Uber slapping pizza pie and sauerkrauten. I also think if we were to put a picture of Hitler just like talking with no sound, that's exactly what it would sound like. Uh. <laughs> oh, damn. That was awesome. That would have been a striking <laughs> statement if any of it had been true. <laughs> For instance, the barracks of the military headquarters was not occupied by his men. Pretty much the only thing that was true about the future fear statement was the part that about nobody being able to leave on account of the machine gun. All three members of the ruling triumvirate were forced into another room and made to dance while Hitler shot at their feet <laughs> and also asked to join this new government. To his complete shock, all three refused. And that was the first failing of the plans. The pushed pals really, really believed the country's rulers would just acquiesce and hand over the keys to the national Audi, the car. When they didn't, Hitler rejoined the crowd and did the one thing he did best, make a bombastic speech. And the audience loved him. Boom, the Nazi era begins. Not quite. Thinking he'd won the country, Hitler takes off and nobody knows what to do next. The next day, somebody shouts, we march! And 2,000 Nazis just start kind of ambling through the streets of Munich, vaguely hoping the army and police would join them. Only instead of inspiring millions, these marchers just got shot and arrested. Hitler, who had rejoined his coup at the, by this point, rode away from the march in a waiting car, leaving his followers to fend for themselves, where 16 of them died. He would later get arrested and then be sent to prison for treason. In a perfect world, the last we would have heard of Adolf Hitler was that he was a joker who started a rebellion and then ran away crying when the guns came out. As we all know, you know the rest. Not bad. I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, we'll drink some beer now! <laughs> Too late, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was excellent. I'm just looking at the time. I guess we're probably going to do Mass Effect 3 the full third hour. Okay. Well, not the full, but probably most of it, because I'm sure there'll be a lot of yelling and screaming. I understand you want my wits as low as they possibly can be, and the third hour is the precise time to get that up. <laughs> and effect. how far along are you? I am, hold on, i got to count. Seven beers in. And you have homework to do after the show, right? You're goddamn right I do. That should be fun. Yay, <laughs> algebra. I, <laughs> well, I have seven beers, and I drink all seven. I have uh, this many beers left. X squared plus motherfucker, I'm drunk. 
plus motherfucker. I'm drunk. It's cool. gonna be bad. See, I'm trying to find if I have any kind of like. I thought I did sounder for that. Yes, <laughs> I would be impressed if you did. I'm I know I do somewhere. Here. The cause and solution to all, all of life's, life's problems. problems. <laughs> Damn it! I know yep. I do. I'd have to go into my other folder, but I, I, I know thought I you do. had that one, the Homer Simpson one. I'm just gonna roll into class tomorrow and beg forgiveness. I will, I will use this yes. episode of the show as evidence in my defense. I hang out with these people on the weekends. Please. <laughs> Please. I was pissed as a fart. Please let it go. All right, let's see if I've got something. You guys talk amongst yourselves about uh, look. I'm sure I do. I don't even know why I'm looking, but I am. I, oh, come yeah, on. I with all nothing. the Bender ones you got, you don't have anything involving alcohol? Mm-hmm. Blackjack wow. and hookers. The best part is knowing my track record with driving, as the listeners do. I have to drive home tonight, too. You, were, you drank a whole pack of Christmas ale and drove home after the show, and you made it. I don't know how you did it. You're goddamn right I did. Why? Because I'm talented. It's now, a gift. I, I do see this one I like. Ooh, the Germans. Just, the Germans. Save you from the Germans. <laughs> we understand, Homer. We come from the land of chocolate. <gasps> really? The <laughs> land <laughs> of chocolate. Don't worry. <laughs> we have enough money to buy the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood the joke then. I still don't get it now because I don't think they were for sale then, were they? No. No, but it was known they were leaving. No, that that was like in the eighties. Yeah, this was yeah, was way back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. season two. Yeah. The German episode? No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the on. the Browns were still pretty decent. No, I mean it wasn't that early in the season or in the Ooh, show. Oh, the Germans are mad at me! I'm so scared. Ooh, the Germans! Oh, oh, the Germans are coming to get me! Oh, don't let the Germans come after me! Please stop the pretending you're scared, Gambit! No, they're so big and strong! Stop pretending you're scared of us! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! And we can laugh because nobody takes them seriously anymore, and certainly nobody's afraid of them. Although that Merkel chicks. Oh. I was ca- catching up here with IRC. These fall beings are why I'm failing. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be genocide complete? Aww. They won, they won an argument in German versus Orc. <laughs> that would be fucking epic. And neither one of you could talk afterwards, I'm sure. All right. Uh, coming up after this article, in about five minutes, we've got the mailbag. Get your questions, comments, opinions in to Emperor1G at Cox.net. Now... I've seen this one. I've heard of it. Highlander, you have too. Uh, this is from PCMag.com. Who would like to take the article? Yep. Got it. <laughs> this ought to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Do it as a Japanese Stand accent. back. I, I <laughs> can't do a Japanese Hold on. accent. Before you begin, everyone, only. to the edge of your seats. The only <laughs> accent I can do is Irish, so no. <laughs> <laughs> this promises to be exquisite. <laughs> Pay attention. The horde demands it. If you two motherfuckers keep talking, I won't will be, be able to read shit. There will be, be no more talking now. <laughs> the Japanese developed the shut up now gun. Uh, oh, very much. <laughs> oh, really? We should sponsor that damn thing. A pair of researchers in Japan have developed the speech jammer, a prototype gun designed to compel people to stop talking without physically harming them. The gun is actually a small directional speaker combined with an input microphone, a motherboard, and software, all combined inside a small box that can be either fixed or used as a portable device. 
It uses what's known as delayed auditory feedback, or DAF, essentially turning people's own voices against them in disconcerting fashion to compel loudmouths to clam up. The device was developed by Kazutaka Kurihara. Some Japanese guy. I'm calling him K-squared. Of the National <laughs> Institute of Advanced Industrial Science and Technology in Japan. And Koji Tsukata of... You've got to be fucking kidding me in Japan. <laughs> now that's a destination point. I've never heard of that place in Japan. The I problem like that know. the... Uh, you really scroll, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> you will scroll. Begin scrolling. Scroll now. Stop right, scrolling now. Here we, go, here we go. The problem that the researchers were trying to solve was a cultural one. In some cases, one person can simply overwhelm another. Dominating a conversation through sheer volume and persisting when it is their turn to let others speak. I must have I.e. the emperor's coin. <laughs> <laughs> the researchers did not note that the tried and true method used at the Academy Awards, where music that gradually increases in volume is deployed to, quote, play off those with lengthy speeches, but they observed that in most social settings, train cars and libraries being among the exceptions it is simply impolite to tell others to be quiet even though their turn to speak has ended so shoot them with a gun the speech jammer is predicated upon the principle that the humans are disconcerted by daf which jams speech when our own voices are played back to us and slightly delayed the effect is well documented the researcher said and is related to stuttering Quote, we utilize DAF to develop a device that can jam remote, physically unimpaired people's speech, whether they want it or not. End quote. K Japanese people wrote. <laughs> All right. Look, I can read at this point, but I can't pronounce that shit. The researchers tried out two prototypes, one fixed and another portable, each using some combination of a directed speaker that could be operated at a distance. Sounds entered the system via direction-sensitive microphone were delayed via the software, and the delayed speech was shot back at the speaker. Did it work? The study found that the effect varied. Depending on the volume of the speaker's voice and the gain of the input and output of the microphone speaker assembly, the researchers tested two scenarios, a, quote, spontaneous monologue, end quote, as well as a case where the reader read news aloud. In the latter case, speech jammer was more effective, although the researchers did not speculate as to why. The paper also found that speech jammer was ineffective at discouraging prolonged sounds such as, ah. This story was originally reported by the MIT Technology Review. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> so they would just walk up to people doing a randomly spontaneous monologue, just start talking to people and just like, just shove the gun in their face. I mean, is that how they tested it? I, that's kind of the question, because if you actually look at the picture, it's it's a significant sized it's item. It's a laser pointer. We can do it's, blind yeah. them. Yeah, it's not like a tiny little thing that you can just kind of put in your pocket and eh, test think, this out. Think of it like an know? Xbox 360 on like a little handle. Well, it's got a grip. It's got a. It's an Xbox with a four grip. My ass. It's, yeah, it's got a fucking exactly. laser sight. I mean, you, yeah, I that's mean, serious business. When you have a laser one. sight mounted to you your see, sound gun, but you just point that at somebody and they're gonna shut up right away because they're gonna be like, "What the hell's that? Yeah, Why does it have a fuck? laser? Are you gonna shoot at me? Freaking laser beams! <laughs> right, I want funny. one. I wonder how much it cost. There's a couple people at work I'd like to use it against. So <clears throat> you can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. That works too. I think we'd all like to have one of these things. Yep. All right, time for the mailbag. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. 
Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? As always, you can send your questions, comments, and opinions of a non-funny nature to Emperor1G at Cox.net. <clears throat> now, I received probably about 30 or so emails during our, hi- our hiatus, uh, basically kissing my ass, which was great. Loved them. It was nice to know that we were appreciated. A lot of them were pretty long-winded. I'm um, surprised. Some of them were pretty, like, you've made a, a change in my life. Modeling. It, yeah. I mean, I showed you guys some of them. It, it's <laughs> yeah, good some to know, of them were but very nice, yeah. I was kind of surprised at how many people uh, I'm a little care worried that, much that I have this much, you know, sway over people. Yeah, we need the shut up now email gun. No. No, no I, I like this. Keep <laughs> yeah. telling me how awesome I am. I need you in November. If I can get, like, ten people to vote for me, I'm, <laughs> I'm better than, like, the Green Party. <laughs> you know Roseanne Barr is running for the Green Party? I want to for know what? if I can get enough for president. Yeah, the first, the first bull line. I don't. Why would, <laughs> the there we go. There's the spew. There you take is. out the rose garden, put it in a corral. <laughs> That's a whole new Oval Office right there. <laughs> Sweet. Where's the president? We put her out the stud. <laughs> okay, this question is a no-brainer. Right in now. your opinion, which was the better empire and why? The Roman. Easy. Or Napoleon, it's the, the pork no- swordsman. It's the Roman, obviously. The Roman Empire. The Roman Empire. Yes. The Romans lasted, uh, if you can... 2,000 years? Longer than that, if you're counting the... the Republic? Republic. If you're counting the Roman Kingdom, which started in 753, and if you continue all the way technically until the end of the Byzantine Empire, which is 1453, that's, uh, let's see, 700, yeah, that's like... 2,200 years? Yes. Look, a lot of what we have today, including the European Union, is based off Napoleon's empire. Look, a lot of what he did affects the way we are today. However, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Rome <laughs> affects us and all of Western everything. Yeah, 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 everything. Yes. Right. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm not uh, a big enough mark to ignore that. Thing, so, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, XD says he would vote for me. Good to know. That was from the Pork Swordsman, by the way. Uh, this is from True. Digital services going belly up in, a, in recent history. Hey, guys. Talking about game services going under and lose, lousing your games. L-O-U-S-I-N-G. Remember not... Oh, God damn. This is kind of like... I don't know. Maybe they were drunk when they wrote this. Trying to read... Tired. Remember not five years ago we had a ton of DRM music stored closed down. At first, they said, oh, well, you're screwed. Then people in certain three-letter agencies started grumbling that they had said, oh, wait, he's a full refund or a way to strip the DRM or all your rights have been transferred to another service that is staying online. By the time you get this, you should have also received a copy of the pay version of Angry Birds from me. Which makes up for well, all of thanks, your Thanks, Drew. Uh, i got to figure out how to put that on my iPod <sighs> Touch. And then i got to figure out if I want to keep that thing. Because it doesn't have iHeartRadio. That's kind of like the cornerstone of the whole thing. So thank you, True. Uh, what's the difference between the free version and the paid version? I did not know there was a paid version of <laughs> the Angry Birds. No idea. This is from Baz. Uh, Maybe you can upgrade your birds. <laughs> That's all I can think Let's of. See. No. Uh, no, this is not something I would read on the air. It's something mm. I will take care of in <clears throat> off the air, Baz. Hail to the great man himself. Well, I thank you. Very, ha- I was very happy to hear that the court would not be gone forever. The show has become a lot like a good TV show. That no, it's like a great TV show, you bitch. Eh. 
show that you <laughs> look forward to each week. And let me tell you, the last month was about as much fun as watching paint dry. So needless to say, thank you for giving it another shot. I hope the people causing issues come to realize that they have no one to blame but their bad shows and lack of efforts. Hope your new job is treating you well. Forgot about that. Cat should have sent you those nudes. If she hasn't, may I'll make sure she does. Make sure she does. I yes. would like to know more. Try, okay, you, this, Click. Uh, would this, you like to know more? This chick is actually pretty hot. I'm glad you got that, yeah. yeah. But I think she's got to be in her 40s. I love Starship Troopers. Don't care. Let me see if I can find a picture of this chick. Da, 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 Code da. box. Media. Looking in the about us. That's right. Or would it be staff? About us at the. I would think it would be staff. Click staff. Staff at code box. Okay, that's Master Queef, by the way. Really? Yes. So what is not what I pictured? So he's like the owner of this thing. Yes, of Code Box Media. What What is Code Box Media? Uh, when he left VTW, he went here, made his own site, and does his own podcast and site. I see. So, and that is his co-host. Go. What? Hi you there. You don't deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> Son, you don't. Ladies and gentlemen, I just think I caught yellow fever. We're only assuming this is... <laughs> oh, yep. She's a plant. Except her last name is very Irish. So my Double guess, win. That's my a guess, double win. My guess is her husband is Irish. That would be my guess. Uh, and that's assuming that the rename is yes, real. Yes, because, because it says she's know. a proud military wife. Yes. So and mother of three, uh, I believe she's uh, just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score, gentlemen. Rules to live by. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Drink. Anyways, I called <laughs> the show yep. last night. That bitch owes me nude pictures. So there he is. You have received the gift. The emperor. Here's some birds for you. From True. It's the Angry Birds app from ClickGamer.com. Cool. I'll have to figure out how to do that. Maybe you guys can tell me how to do it. Pass that along. I guess it always yeah. was my lucky yeah. number. <laughs> uh, from Aaron. Hello and welcome back, my lords. Oh, and happy belated Emperor's Day. On the topic of Mass Effect 3 and its controversial DLC, people shouldn't be making such a big deal over it. Agreed. Launch yes. day DLC? I'm okay with that, while some people aren't. My reasoning is that the downloadable content in question is not required content, uh, to add some essential plot point or something along those lines. Completely it's a right. character. A pretty cool one at that. <clears throat> some weapons and armor. If you are a big fan of the series, which I am, you would probably still pick this up for more content in the game. It was leaked in the script, so it should be uh, should have been in the game for free. Just because it was in the script leaks of last year doesn't mean it was fully developed or even started development. In short, I don't care what people think of this. In the end, it's... An, uh, it's the end to an epic series, and one that I'm happily looking forward to in two days. <clears throat> that's from Darhas, uh, level 30 summoner. That's right. You are so right, Darhas, that it is hard for me to even agree with Furthermore, you. Furthermore, unlike Skynet, I enjoy interacting with humans in ways that do not involve the launch of nuclear missiles. I disagree with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy nuclear missiles. I hate people. Nuclear launch. All right. Detect. Can you send the link for the Sand Gun? Well, I don't know, but if I see a Sand Gun online, I'll be sure to send you the link. Uh, Umamor sent this one along last week. Hello, Emperor. First off, hail, oh, great and glorious one. By the way, I didn't get a chance to congratulate you on your new job. I hope you certainly enjoy it. Second, no, I'm not trying to sell you something. Just read. Now, He's trying to sell you something. She. And if it wasn't Umamor, I probably wouldn't read any further. But it is, so I'll read it. On a serious note, I am participating in a fundraiser. Done. 
Well, is this the one I insulted heavily by calling her a woman and telling her to get back in the kitchen? Uh, something about 25% more of my brain because I'm a no. man. This See, that's what one. I don't get about women gamers. Why do they put Xboxes in the kitchen? Valid. Have you ever seen the Valid. Call of Duty uh, for a women version? It's an ironing board with an iron. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a little hover thing over the, uh, over the iron. It's this mouse. I like the board's yeah, keyboard. That. That's funny. That. I haven't seen that. I do remember, though, that I insulted one of your listeners heavily. Through my school to help uh, children fight cancer. It's www.stbaldricks.org. Baldricks St. Baldricks? Yes. Uh, and traditionally, you shave your head to raise funds for cancer research. Yeah, you do. As for me, I'm just <laughs> fundraising. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. shave your head. I don't know. Shave your head, damn it. It's part of a grade. You will shave your head. Part of a grade. You shave the head now. Keep shaving. Do it for the horde. I hate. You will shave it, and you will enjoy it. You will notice more airflow. You're more ergonomically. So there goes the altruistic mode. She's being forced to do this. And yeah, I wouldn't really know about this if it wasn't for a good old Chicago public schooling. But I know this is a real situation a lot of people uh, don't hear about because they would rather hear a good story about a stupid royal wedding or whatever the hell happened at the Oscars or Grammys. Hey, speaking of the Oscars. Right, because I never hear anything about cancer. What? I hear more I, about I got nothing. I was just. Who the fuck cares? Ass. Nobody cares. Exactly. I was just Billy Crystal ass. didn't care. He mailed it in. The Oscars have cancer. We watched it. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Wasn't there an Oscar for cancer? Best cancer. Best leukemia <laughs> depiction in a movie. Pancreatic. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. This is so unexpected. I want to thank all the cigarettes I smoked that allowed me to get this cancer. And all the fast food I ate. And all the chemotherapy that caused my hair to fall out. Which means I don't have to shave my head because I don't have any that more. Me ten but you all month. love me so much. <laughs> No, don't play me off. I still have more people to thank. Oh, so I'm, I'm dying, you fools. Don't get me off the stage. No. 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 All right. I'm not asking you to read this on the air. Yes, you are. I'm not asking you to donate. Yes, yes you, you are. are. <laughs> and I'm not trying to guilt trip you, pull shit, like our church is notorious for. I just want you to be aware of it at least and send this on. This is my page. But not on your show. You know, God <laughs> forbid you keep the extra $5 in your pocket. I'm sure you have many things that you need to buy with that other than helping the cancer kids. I mean, it's. It's not like it's Nazi Germany, Robert. Not yet, anyway, with that attitude. Hail Emperor. <laughs> All right, I just, posted, I just posted her link in the IRC if anybody wants to donate. I've been doing this for three years, and though I barely get more than $50 usually, it's something. I believe if you care about something enough, any small amount I can raise can help. But not and enough to shave her Sincerely, hair. a recently promoted Major Umamore. Just 50 bucks? That's all she ever raises. She's in, she's in high school. Um, mm. She's in the ROTC. So she can't guilt trip some family members? Well, I'll tell you what. That? I would like to see... I mean, I, I would think family members would at least donate right. 150 You know what? I'd like to see the Emperor's Court donate 100 bucks combined to this chick. I, I, I think that'd be great. Well, this just goes to show the power of guilt tripping people, because she's huh. not doing that. She's only getting 50 bucks. StBaldrix.org, uh, and her page is 53432120. And it's posted why don't, in the IRC. Why, why don't we we'll put, put it in the forums? forums. I'll put yeah. it in the forums. Yeah, I'll put keep this forums. one and put it in the forums. So there you have it. Uh, moving on. Uh, this is the original promo from Sakani. We already used that. Let's see. This is Pusser begging me for a date. Not going to happen. I-, I give her credit. She at least tries. She's in Denmark, and she's married with a kid. 
but she keeps trying. So. Swing and a miss. Uh, this is from, uh, this is our friend over in Romania, Mr. Kalin, who just goes on about how he loves, um, this is from Exy, actually. Uh, Mr. Kalin, he, he, he loves the fact that we, we don't think it's just some shithole country in the Eastern Bloc that has no computer Romania, internet. Romania. It's not just a place for Dracula. Romania was one of the largest Roman colonies. Of course, that's why it's called Romania. Romania. But uh, believe it or not, yes. So we were never conquered by the Ottoman Empire. Yes, I know. You were, yeah. Okay. But, but but you were conquered by the communists, so. His point is most people think they're just part of Russia. Yeah, Dracula. And, okay. <laughs> and we know who Vlad Tepes is and all that, so. Yeah. Dracula? Here's somebody explaining me how to use. What about Dracula? He was Vlad Tepes. Oh. And apparently that's the only interesting thing about From Romania. Wallachia. From you know what? In the name of this, really makes me wonder. Well, I'm going to infer from what you said on the show that you might have some family stuff to take care of. I'm in some position myself, and with a busy and been busy the last few months, have gotten with me. I really kind of just done with life stuff in general, and I can totally respect your position. For what it's worth, I loved the show. I'm sad to see you go dark, but I know what it is to be a man, and sometimes you just have to readjust your priorities and focus on other things. And I can definitely respect that. Best of luck to you in getting life straightened around. Thanks for all the shows, Dustin Moon. Well, I got most everything done that needed to take care of. There was one major thing that I wasn't able to correct completely, but I got it fixed halfway. So I guess I'll take that. Um, that's what I talked about in my ad lib. That's an article that shows that playing World of Warcraft boosts the power of elderly who play it. So, wait, hold well, on, anything hold on. would as long as you're doing something that involves, you know, There's thinking. An e- there's an email from Little Rex that says, last time on tech. Tell me that that was that's not when we played. No, that's what we played to start the... Uh, no, no, no. Last time in the Emperor's Court. Oh. That's not Stakeums. No, no, no. Okay. You're thinking of the TEC from Sins. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Empire. of no, TEC no, no, no. from Sins, and no, 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 I'm no, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, Seo actually sent me a to the war room. He sent me the specs to build a giant desk. Nice. Which was actually kind of cool. Uh, Toronto sent me a couple of emails. Say, pretty cool. If we played with Little Rex, I did not make fun of him nearly enough. No, no, that was Stakeums. That wasn't Little Rex. Okay. No, I don't think Little Rex has the uh, mental capacity to play a game of that magnitude. <clears throat> no offense. Which is why I didn't make fun of him enough. Uh, let's see. That's done. Those are coming up. We're helping the children. Blah, 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 blah. Deleting all those, getting rid of them. Uh, damn it. There was one thing I was going to talk about. Kind of a major thing, and now it was in my mind, and then it slipped. Mass Fuck. Effect Three? No, 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 no. Something else I meant to. to so Mass Effect three, three. At which point it is on. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>! Mass Effect. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> All right, I have been waiting oh, for this game. That's <laughs> uh, Scrub Puppy is being deployed overseas. So where to? Where? Rock or sand? Uh, rock. There's no one going to sand anymore. I know, but I mean, there's still a couple guys. But he's in Mississippi. I believe he's being deployed next month. His wife contacted me. Were you here for that? No. Okay, one, I would have somebody that. was. Um, she contacted me last week to let me know to find out if there's any way he could get the show because he can't download it for where he's going. I was here for that. That was me. Okay. Um, so I did want to give him a shout-out. So he's going overseas. He's so we're going to like, put him on CD I'm or gonna something? Burn him to C- I'm going to burn him to CD as soon as I get an actual good address for him because she gave me one from Mississippi. And that's not going to help when he goes overseas, which I believe is coming up next week. So I'm going to send him the shows on CD so we can keep up with it. You know, we should we should do the. Um, I gave him my address so we can write letters to the show because he can't email. I guess we should do the going. great debate by then too. Because yes, then we can put and it. I'll we include that on. That'd be good. It went. Yeah, I mean, hey, scrub, keep your head down, keep your knees together, dude. 
So, who is hating on Mass Effect? They're not hating on Mass Effect, you little shit. We're talking about the game itself. Little Rex, amp you bitch after my national board exams. I will buy sins and beat your ass like the cripple Irish bitch you are. Oh, Except fuck by yourself, that time, Little Rex. By that time, for one, I'll either be banging my wife, you know, a woman, which is further than you'll ever get, <laughs> or the fact that we'll have moved on to another game because we've already beat it so many times. Oh, I'm sorry, Rex. You're always behind the curve. Kind of like the Down Syndrome kid down the street. He means well. He's just always a step behind. But he's got a big head. Moving on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am doing my best to not blow beer all over your fucking basement. Thank you. You're making it hard. All right, folks. We're going to uh, take our last break of the night. When we come back, we're going to have one, maybe two articles. and less than a bunch of them we're going to have to get to. We have the Mass Effect debate. And we still have the quickening yet to get to. Luckily, it's a short quickening. Good. Time. You may return from the edge of your seat. Uh, next week, if you want to send your questions to askeve1g at gmail.com, you may do so. She will have the forbidden fruit when she returns next week. So I know people have been asking her. We were going to read those questions. I don't have access to her email, so I, I can answer her stuff anyways. Anyway, folks, we'll be back in about 12 minutes. Keep it right here. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro me any day. That's called alcoholism. Oh, it's called alcoholism. <laughs> Good Lord. Actually, as long as he's in college, he's not considered an alcoholic. Thank you. That's right. This is coming from a guy who was an alcoholic in college. So, I'm definitely an alcoholic. So what the hell was it when you were in the service? Was it alcoholism there, or was it just coping with the terrible realities of the world? No, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Varyar is now on beer number nine of his 12-pack that he brought with us with him. Uh, Baron killed the other three, but... Yeah, that son of a bitch. Let's <laughs> <laughs> drink my beer! Uh, yeah, I had everyone. this mapped out to take me all the way to the end of the show, but no! Hey, you're the one who's been passing him over here so willingly. That's true. You know what? I don't want to feel alone, all right? Oh, there yeah. you go, so yeah. shut up. Okay, so we just saw that trailer thing for Godzilla, the one we I showed you guys during the break. Was that a trailer or no, a commercial? No, I, it, no, no, no. I think it's a commercial. Somebody said, oh, it's a trailer. I looked it up. It's a commercial for another company. Would you go and see a movie that looked like that with a with a CGI type of Would Godzilla I actually go thing? to see a movie like that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. You guys grew up with Godzilla. You didn't, really? Yeah. I didn't grow up I, with Godzilla. I, I, you didn't watch Godzilla as a kid? Yeah, of course I did. I've, I've probably this seen like, why I saw like so, one or like whatever. Sunday yeah, no shit. That's why you're no, so I did uh, crazy shit like marathon. go outside and play and yeah, and know. look where that got you in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what'd you do last month? Nothing, not a thing. Well, maybe if you'd watch Godzilla with other friends, perhaps you would have. Hmm. See, Godzilla for Makes the lives. <laughs> Godzilla will be also I have, running as your vice candidate. I think I'm only missing five <laughs> of the movies, five or six movies. Godzilla, oh, well, only yes, but 1984 for whatever reason. They never put it on DVD. 85. There's some kind of big fight that, uh, over the rights of the movie. Ah, I see. I that, saw the VHS somewhere from like years and years, you know, years ago. But the American version was actually, they cut 45 minutes out of the Japanese version. You mean, you mean 1985? Not, yeah. 1985 with Raymond Godzilla 1985. But it was made in 84 in Japan. But you're right, it was Godzilla 85. That's how they, that's how okay, they marketed right, it here. Right. Because yeah. I saw it in the theaters. And... Uh, I was able to piece together uh, on YouTube before I took a lot of it down with the old, ver- the original Japanese version. Ah. It was a hell of a better movie. I, I, you know, and I love the original because I didn't know any better. I watched 
the Godzilla movies that I have gotten that I've watched, I've always watched in Japanese with the subtitles. A completely different movie from the one we had. Wow. Completely different. Yes, I'd, you're all... It, I, I'd okay. love to get in on this, but all I want to do is take a nap right now. Okay. But well, it's time for Mass Effect, so you yes. can't. I know. That's why I'm still awake. So here's the big controversy with Mass Effect 3. For yes. those who have not been paying attention, and I've had to educate myself over the last three or four days. Return and you're wrong. Seats. Sorry. Thank I'm sorry. You. Continue. Okay. So the game is coming out. It's due out, what, tomorrow, I believe? Something like that, yeah. Tomorrow at midnight. Okay. No. Friday? It's a Tuesday. 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 Yeah, okay. Tuesday release. So Tuesday. 12.01 tomorrow, okay. or Tuesday morning goes on sale. So okay. Monday night, yeah. I will be there to pick it up, and at 12.05, I will be playing it. It is going to be magnificent. Now, the controversy is this. It is a $60 game. When it drops, it will also drop with a $10 downloadable content, which adds a new character and a new plot, basically a, a new chapter to the side game. Side quests. Right. Okay. Side quests to the game. So the big controversy is, well, here it is, you're releasing a game for $60, and you're immediately going to try and milk people for, that's how it's being depicted, milk people for 10 bucks with downloadable content. Why is this not part of the game itself? Why is it not for free? Why is it not included on the disc? They're already trying to milk an extra $10 out of people before the game has even gone on sale. And this is the big controversy. There's a lot of people out there. Um, it came to my attention because Varyar called or uh, texted me earlier last week that Total Biscuit, I guess, got into a real tizzy about this on his YouTube channel. Total Biscuit is actually, <clears throat> interestingly, uh, or not so much, he has a huge following. Yes. Um, Total Biscuit is at the center of this controversy. I actually just found out tonight from Highlander that he isn't mentioned in a Forbes article about yeah, I was, said controversy. I, I was reading other stuff between people talking, trying to get in on this so I know what the hell's going on. This doesn't surprise and me. There's, there's, yeah, and there's, I mean, he's, he's I, really I, I know, I know that deservedly he is, so. he is huge yes. on the internet gaming community, but also yes. I know that you know him, I do. which is why I texted you in the first place to let you know that I would like to talk about this because I Total Biscuit has, uh, for those of you who don't follow him on YouTube, he has a segment called The Cynical Brit. And on The Cynical Brit, he goes into a 25-minute rant on how EA and Bioware are trying to fuck us on this whole Mass Effect 3 thing. Which I, is I, I take the completely opposite position. Not, yeah, it's not like that. I, I do not agree with him at all. Uh, we have actually gone over DLC and its appropriate uses when yes. it is okay, when microtransactions are okay and when they are not. On this show before, I disagree with his position. I disagree with most people's position on this. So continue, and I will take mine. So I will paraphrase. I'm not going to speak for Total Biscuit, but just because he came up in the conversation, he is taking the viewpoint, and he is rallying to his cause, the fact that he believes that the company is uh, Electronic Arts in general and... Uh, Fuck you, Porta. Continue, sorry. I, my brain has just frozen. Is it Bethesda or is it Bioware that makes... Bioware. Bioware. Thank Bioware. you. Bioware. What the hell was I thinking? That Bioware and EA are trying to milk the customers for extra money before the game is even out there. And this is bullshit. This should be part of the game. They're trying to screw people. Where does it stop? Et cetera. Again, I'm paraphrasing. He's got right, more reasons. Right. But Here, okay. So let's break it no, down to he just really, us. He really okay, so doesn't. Just, he really doesn't have more reasons. That is his reason. That it, is his in perspective. Itself, from a 
from a standpoint of a consumer, it's as a consumer, it's a valid reason. I don't, I, I don't think so. I okay. because if because you know what, frankly, I I think that it shouldn't be sixty bucks. Why why should it be sixty bucks to buy Mass Effect? It should be thirty bucks. I mean, isn't I mean, would, would you really think about wow, it? Wow, we don't, are on the complete opposite. Well, no, 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 don't problem. you think no, 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 that no, no, there no. that there are? I mean, if you think about I know what you're trying to, you're trying to pull something out of thin air, but that isn't how it works. No. The standard is every other game of that type that comes out for a console is about sixty bucks. No, hold on, hold on. But my point is that that companies already bilk you for that kind of money anyway by charging such high amounts. And then acceptable amount. However, when you do something like this, so they want to see if you're going to pay seventy. Hold on, no, hold on. That's why they're doing that. They want to see if you're going to pay. You've already you've already told them that you're willing to pay sixty bucks for Mass Effect. Let me, they want to see if you want to pay this? seven. How about this? Let oh. me make the case you guys rebut it then. All right? Go ahead. I'll play the devil's advocate because... Because I want to jump in and actually rebut... I thought we were going to be on the same side on this, Highlander. I, I want to jump in and rebut both of you. That's fine, but let me get it out. Hang Go on. ahead. I will play devil's advocate because for... I believe... I'll, I'll say this, and I will play... I will be the disclaimer. I believe in the free market system. I'm a capitalist at my heart. If you fuckers are going to go out there and spend an extra $10 on top of the 60 then by all means, go ahead. The only way this is ever going to change, and it's the same thing I said on Codebox last night when I called in, All right, is the fact that if you get enough people together and say, we will not buy your DLC, no, the only, no, hang on, the only way of getting across to you is if enough people say, fuck it, we're not going to spend the extra $10. That's the only way it's going to change, and it's not going to happen. There's not enough people out there who are not going to buy it. Hold on. I said that. Okay, go Before ahead. you dive balls deep into your argument, okay. let me at least put this out there. All right, because a shit ton of people on the internet are saying, we are not going to buy the DLC. We yep. are not going to pay that $10. In fact, we are going to boycott your product. We no, are going not. to pirate no, it. No, uh, yeah, but they will fucking pirate it, oh, and sure. we all know but that. But they would have pirated it anyway. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Hold let on. Him, let him finish his point. Listen. Now, interrupted me. we have been... Fuck that. No, no, no. I asked you if I could go, and you said go. Now you're drunk. What am I gonna say? No, <laughs> valid point. <laughs> but I'm not drunk enough to not make this point. All right. <laughs> yes, I know how that sounds. But the point is, we earlier in the show covered an article. They talked about gaming sales being down. Yes. We have over and over talked about the fact that people in gaming are making the same shit over and over again yes. because it's all that will sell. You right. want to know why it's all that will sell? Because people pirate. And I hate to take this side of the argument because guess what? I pirated shit. <laughs> you know, okay. it's happened. But as I've said on the show... I don't show, think that's the reason. No, no, no. Hold on. No. A hundred people pirate a $60 game. Yeah. $6,000. A okay. thousand people pirate a $60 game. $60,000. That is okay. the salary of someone that works in the show. Now, are you telling me you don't think more than 1,000 people pirate a game? You want to know why people aren't willing to take risks? You want to know why companies... Do I think that Total no. Biscuit telling people to pirate is enough no, reason no, no, to no, go on? Do it? They're going to fucking do it anyway. If you not, have no, the ability no, no, to pirate... On, hold on, no, 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 no. If you have Total Biscuit pirate, going is to. not telling people to pirate. I'm not saying he, he is. He never did. I'm not saying I will give him that. Okay. People are doing it on their own. However, right. you want to know why companies aren't willing to take a risk. You want to know why companies yeah. aren't willing to put it out there. That is why. That I is disagree or, with that no, 100%. Not, not the I, only, I, I not disagree, with, reason, I disagree with that as well. Well, there, I mean, money, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a completely different reason, but the reason why they don't take a risk is because they want a sure thing. Well, that's why you see right. that's, that's why they have Mass yes. Effect 3 and no Assassin's Creed 3. It's the same thing with Hollywood. 
the reason why there's so many sequels sure. coming out is because that's already made money. How about Let's Mass Effect? Recycle How about Mass it. Effect? Because that that's was, the reason why. Mass it's not Effect piracy. was not a sure thing. Listen, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect was never a Mass sure Effect thing. Mass Effect 3, though, is a sure thing. Of course yes. it is. They know that's you know, the are reason you why they don't deserve it. Are no, you saying no, I'm that saying at this point, you're saying why aren't they have built? No, no. The canon they have built with the universe they have built. Go ahead. They don't deserve to have. I never said no. What I'm you are saying the reason why companies aren't taking risks like that. And no, I'm no, saying no. you're I'm saying, saying it's because one of piracy. Of, one of the risks. The big reason why they're not taking risks is because companies, like all companies, they yes. want a sure thing. Yes, of course. They and do. they have a franchise with Mass Effect, and they're going to put Especially out another Mass where Effect people movie. aren't going to buy games. It's the but same no thing game with movies. It's the same thing with has I'm not saying it's the only reason. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm no not game s- has ever been pirated to the point where it did not turn a profit. If that was the case, nobody would make games. Okay. You're saying it's a cornerstone of your argument. And yes, I disagree. You did, yes. No, no, no. If you're saying That's people are going to pirate to get back to the apologize. company, you said, Let me... we're not going to buy it. We're going to pirate it. No, no, if no. they had the ability no, no, to pirate no. it, they would, regardless if they were pissed off or not. May I please rephrase? Go ahead. But I did not mean to make it a cornerstone of my argument. It came up, so it was something I was addressing. Mm. What I'm saying is that pirating, and, and it's something that's been on my mind ever since we took this argument, God, uh, two months ago, three months ago, when we had this big discussion about pirating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pirating obviously takes away from companies. Pirating obviously takes money away from them. This is money that can be used to development. Uh, this is money that can be used on new products. This is money that can be used to show that games can be profitable. I did not mean to make it a cornerstone of my argument. I apologize if that's how it came out. I'm just saying that it is money you are taking away from the developer. And that's the same in anything, in movies, in games, in music, and that's always going to be the case. Yes, of course. Now, Duras says the reason why there's a Mass Effect 3 is because Bioware had the Shepard storyline as a trilogy from the start. Of course they did. Look, there are plenty of stuff. They took a massive risk. There are plenty of movies, plenty of books, plenty of games out there that were started with a trilogy in mind. And if the first one sucked and you were going to see two and three, that's right. It never happened. Like the Golden Compass. Well, I was, I was to be literally books. about this. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's actually an and excellent example. Gonna, yeah. You'll never see a second. Excellent one. example. So there you go. And that is an example of some of something that was supposed to be big that people decided not to go to because they didn't agree with one thing or another. Now, when it comes to Mass Effect, I will fault the company not for trying to get every last dime. All right, okay. it's a company. It's a business. If of you course. don't like it, if you, you know what, you shouldn't have to need a boycott. All right, stand on your goddamn principles. If you don't like the way things are, if you don't want to spend an extra ten bucks, then don't buy the game. Don't buy the DLC. Don't wait for a thousand people on the internet or ten thousand or some guy in a twenty-five minute rant to tell you not to. Stand on your own principles and don't buy the game. So at least at night you can sleep and tell people truthfully, saying I truly did boycott Mass Effect. I'm not buying that game because of what they did. All right. The only thing I will fault Bioware is their shitty timing. They should not have put up the DLC with the release of the game. They should have waited a month or two, then offered the DLC when enough people had gotten through the original game, and there would not have been the shitstorm that there is right now. Okay, here's here's my counter, and it's no, 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 no. I, I don't oh, know okay, Nim says. Sorry to tell you, there is two other books. No, you jackass. Talk about the movies. The Golden Cup. They turned the Golden Compass into the series into You're a series of movies. Yeah, they got through the first movie, and people realized this sucks. And nobody went to see it, so they're not making the second and third. Continue. I've read the books. I, I saw the first movie. I saw it the was first movie. dog shit. Yes. Thanks for playing. You lose. Go on. All right. Now. Goodbye. To go back to. <laughs> I'm sorry. To go back to Mass Effect. All right. I completely agree. However, the mistake A 
was you the only are reason gay. this came. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm motherfucker. Sorry. I'm wearing headphones. Yeah, I know. I can hear that. Okay. Uh, the only reason that this came out was because some dumbass put it up on Xbox Live early, you and get everyone saw it. nothing. All right. You lose. Now, number Good day, two. Sir. The game was Blow done. Blow out your ass. What, three months ago? Four months ago? I mean, there's time yeah. to put this on you disc. There's time bed. to get it certified. You there's time miserably. to do final testing. The there's all this time. Never now, are you telling me the development team... Didn't hear that, of... did you? Go on. No, I didn't. No, because he's not 12 like you are. Yeah, the, the <laughs> development team should just freeze in place and stop doing anything because they could move on. Bioware has multiple titles. Bioware could be working on DLC for multiple titles. They could okay. be working on new titles. Okay. So instead of working on those titles, mm -hmm. yeah. they put that dev team that just finished up with Mass Effect 3 onto DLC. So they would have finished... hurt the company to wait two months to put it out there for now, download. No, strategic move-wise, why should they have? Maybe. Because However, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me address this point. Let me, because this is actually a point that I planned on addressing. Yes, they could have waited a month, two months, to put the DLC out. And would this outcry have occurred? No. However, instead, they work on DLC after the game itself is done. And everything uh -huh. I have read says that the core game will not be affected by this DLC. Will you get extra? Of course you will. That's the point of downloadable and the content. Question is, however, why that however let me finish. Cool. Uh -huh. However... You can pay a little extra, get some extra story, and instead of waiting two months or three months to get this content, you can get it on day one for only $10. You can bring it through on your first playthrough. How is that a bad thing? I think it's a good thing because you strike while the iron's so hot. Too. Okay. You're not waiting two, three months after things have cooled down. Yeah, let me give you an example. The game, of the something else is coming out. Fire. Uh, Sakani says the DLC should have been included for free with the purchase of a new game. That price is $10 period at the end. All right, let me give you an example. No, no. No. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I don't, I I don't said, agree look, with that at all. I've, I've asked that you I don't agree with respect that me to make my point and make your point. The It's the company's game. If they want to do whatever they want with it, they can. But I'll give you an example. When the Frozen Throne came out for Warcraft 3 back in 2003, 2004, okay, it was an expansion for Warcraft 3, it did not include the Orc campaign. All right? It was not originally included in the game. It was extra. It carried on the storyline. It was the third of the entire story for Warcraft 3 that brought it leading into World of Warcraft. Okay. okay? Yeah. Now, I remember the game. The yeah. original idea had been that they were going to go ahead and charge people, kind of like a mini patch, a mini expansion for the Orc campaign. Blizzard eventually decides, after enough people got up in arms about it, that they're going to go ahead and give it to people for free. And they patched it into the game so people had it. So it was a third of the game. Just like what you're saying, the game, the core game itself, the Frozen no, Throne, it, is not it, affected. It was extra. They added to it. It's the same thing here, except there's not the $10 difference. It was developed. It was included as part of the game. They intended to put it with it, but they decided, nah, we'll do it later. Maybe we won't do it all. Maybe we'll charge for it. And what you're telling me is that Bioware did the same thing. The core game hasn't changed. Everything says that game was fixed and finalized and done. And then they decided to go ahead and make some other DLC for 10 bucks that they were going to put it out there. It's extra. The core game isn't affected whether you have it or not. Okay, I have a question. If this DLC, From Ashes, is the name of the DLC we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, it will be released on March 6th okay. at the same time as the actual game itself is released. You can download it 
for $10 extra if you do not buy the collector's edition. If you get the collector's edition, you get the DLC and for free. And how much are you paying for it? The collector's An extra edition. 20 bucks. Okay. You pay $60 for the regular. Okay. $80 for collectors. Okay. And if you pay that $80, that extra 20, you get the collector's edition plus the DLC. Now, my question is this. If they had come out in three months, three months from now, dropped the DLC from Ashes, where all of a sudden you get a Prothean character, it doesn't change the story, but it gives you a little extra background unless you drop one more person in your squad. Okay. Would you have the same shitstorm you have right now? No, I said that five minutes ago. Of course you wouldn't. So they take the three months they have, or four months they have, or whatever it is, between the time the game is finalized and actual launch date, yep. and they work on this game, and they get it done a little early, Okay. and they have it in time for day one. So? Perception My point is reality. Is, yes, the perception, perception is the reality. Consumer no, I agree. Had it I completely agree. Okay. I completely agree. Perception is reality. And people are having a shitstorm over what I consider to be nothing. All of the time, you know, and Total Biscuit, I understand. You know him. You like him. He's a good guy. From what I can tell from listening to him on YouTube, I agree with a lot of what he says. However, in this case, I believe he is completely wrong. His whole point is if it is done before the launch day, yes, it should be free. Right. However, the game itself is done months before the launch day. There is certification, there is testing, there is debugging, then you gotta put it on the disc, then you gotta ship it, then you have a launch day. All of that time that those people, and his whole point is that with DLC and with the collector's edition and all of this, that all of the time that people put into the collector's edition is entirely cosmetic and it doesn't take away from development time. Well guess what? Development time doesn't end on launch day. Development time ends months before launch day. So that three to four months so, between then and there, that's supposed to be they should just twiddle their thumbs and eat sandwiches? Well, and the question is if they were able to accomplish all this before the game went gold, before the game was released to people, why is it not being included? Because it doesn't say it has to be on the disc. Why can't it just be a free download to continue the story? Like because they, like want, because, done because, they want because they want ten bucks. A because they want ten dollars, and yes. B because Greed they spent three, four, five months of their time on this downloadable content. Why shouldn't they be paid yeah. for it? You why should? should, should I'll bucks. tell you why. Here's the difference. Because now you've got enough people who are pissed off that people may not buy the game, for sure won't buy the DLC. They're going to buy That had the they game. shut their goddamn mouth three months from now and done it, that only would everybody have bought the fucking game, but everybody would have bought the DLC and not said two no, words. See, this you, is a clusterfuck on Bioware's idea because they wanted to get greedy and they want to do it now. No, no they waited no, three no, months. No, two no, months. No. In a okay, month. This so would never been the problem. Your argument is not... Content. No. Your argument it's is not timing. It's, it's timing. It's, it's all timing. Which they is can charge a hundred bucks for I don't give a fuck. I'm what? not gonna buy it. No, no, no. Your argument is completely timing. Instead of yes, a on day one, sense. on day one, I can get exactly what I want. I can get a little more story. I can get one what more character in my squad. Hold on. In on day one, I can get everything. Okay. On day one, I can get more story. On day one, I can get an extra squad member. Right. For only ten dollars more. But if I'd only, if they'd only waited three months, so then I it's had to okay. play yeah, the game is, again. It's, it's, no, you no, are you're ignoring you're, that. Your whole you're, argument is completely stupid. No, no, no. You're Thank ignoring you. the reality. You're, Thank you. Okay, you're completely ignoring the perception stupid. from a consumer saying, "Look, this is coming." I don't. Out I don't really. Well, now. you know, Total Biscuits' perception is wrong. And I'm not I saying don't give I completely agree. It's, it's wrong. He's, he's welcome does, to have his perception. Does the DLC go away if you don't buy it on the first day? 
No, of no. course. What's to stop a consumer from just buying the game, see if they like it, then buy the DLC later? Because exactly. their point is, exactly. this was done this before the game dropped. Settled. It should have been part of the game to begin with. That no, is right. right. No. I'm not saying no. it's fine. I'm not saying That's it's the whole point of downloadable uh, content is to get okay. more money. That's that's the entire point of it. Exactly. If only they the waited three point. extra months you've after all, the game dropped. Yes. Like, like I was saying on the air, you've already committed that you're going to spend 60 bucks on Mass Effect 3. The whole point of the downloadable content is to see if you're going to spend 70 that's the you, whole you want to what? And right. sure, you're sure as shit I'm going to spend 70 Because and I'm getting a game. Because I'm getting a game that on Mass Effect 1, I spent about 45 hours probably, roughly, on the game. And My in turn. Mass Effect 2, I spent 35 to 40 hours on the game probably. Both $60. Okay. And on Mass Effect 3... All of the testing that has been done, everything I've seen online, says that I'm going to get about 40 hours. But you know what I also spent $60 for? Call of Duty 3. And? Whoa. Modern Warfare. I got five hours. Okay. You know, you know I'm real quick, to pay I just a little wanna, extra for a quality I, I just want to read this from this, sorry, this, this one article I was reading about from Forbes. Okay, take the $70 I'm shelling out from Mass Effect 3 and its DLC. I'm likely to spend at least 30 to 40 hours with the game in total, beating it probably twice with two different characters. When you do the math, I'm paying $1.75 an hour to be fully entertained by something I love. Compare that to a $10 movie ticket. Yep. It'll be $5 an That's hour. That's a straw man. Or the $90 it's a I spend a month argument. on 300 cable channels. It's a complete straw man. To watch a grand total of three different shows a week. No, the point is that people are arguing that it should be free. Yes. When you're, it you're should paying, be included. For, for the amount of money you're paying no. 10 more bucks my when turn. you're comparing to now other you guys entertainment. My turn to say it's, my point. It's a drop in the bucket. You're not going to shut me down. You're going to let me Go ahead and make your point. You can okay. make a point, but you're going to be wrong. Fine. You're allowed to have your own opinion. I'm allowed to have I, mine. I'm, just make, make your point. Yeah, make your point. My point is this. You have a game that's coming out, a very popular game. You have a game company that up until now has been embraced by, by the, the player base as a company that cares. They care about their product. They care about their gamers. They care about putting something else out there. You know, it wasn't too long ago when everybody said the exact same thing about Blizzard, how we all like Blizzard. Because they did their best for the consumers. They put it out a game because they cared about the product. And as soon as they started getting all the DLC, you could buy a vanity pet. You could buy a new mount. You could buy gold. The next thing you know, every people, person on this show, you both included, and if I have to go back and find the tape, I can, bash them up one side and down the other, myself included. Don't you interrupt me. I'm going. I'm waiting. I'm putting my hand up. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting you for you to refute. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and Continue. then I'll refute your point. Make your yeah. point now. From a consumer's refute. point of view, you're looking at a game that just dropped for 60 bucks on a company that you have believed had your best interest in heart, that was going to give you the best possible storyline, the best possible product they could. Then you find out that they've, between the time it got finished to the time the game dropped, they've gone ahead and added a whole new section to it. Extra extra a character, extra quest, stuff that could easily be patched into the game when the game launches. Instead, you find out not only are they not including it in the $60 that you're paying for it, they're going to charge you an extra 10 the perception is reality. And the perception is it's a company that has given a shit about the customers and now want as much money as they can out of as many people as they can. You're right. Their strike while the iron is hot. Okay? I still think it's a very shitty business model to do everything at once because look at the shitstorm that's happened. And it doesn't matter if it's Total Biscuit or some other guy out there who decides to start his little holy crusade. The point is somebody did it. And even if there's not... A huge amount of people, tens of thousands, don't buy the game. Let's do your pirate episode, your pirate uh, example. If a 100 people decide not to buy the game because they're pissed off, that's $6,000 the company doesn't get. If there's a 10,000 people out there that decide not to buy the game, do the math. How much is that? 60 times 10,000 is what? 600,000? 
There's you know your, there's your step right action. Plus the $10 to the TLC. In that case, is, those people are fucking responsible for the thing. reason. The, if that is your example, if your example is 10,000 people don't buy the game, yeah. so $60 a person, $600,000, those people have no one to blame but themselves That the for the no, fact they, ever they have no on. one to blame but them for themselves. Really? They have no one to blame but themselves for the fact that so new and innovative games don't, don't like get released. See, that's part of capitalism, too. No, no, You have to no. understand that, is that if a person doesn't believe or doesn't agree with the way a company does something, it is their right not to buy the product. No, That is part not, of capitalism, too. We are not that talking about... That is the free market about, system. Okay, hold on, hold on. Absolutely. To go back, about. to go back to what you're saying, you are saying that... If only they had waited two extra months yes. to drop my downloadable content that they were not... done with on the first day. Which was dumb of them I to could... say. Yes, they could have waited two months, but instead... And people would not have been the wiser. Right? Yes, they could have lied to me and waited two months so I'd have to play through again to get the extra character. Yeah. Or they're done with it. It's over. They have the first game. It's all the way through. All the major storylines are resolved. Now they've got Talking three, circles. four months... They've got three to four months to develop more. How long does it take to do DLC? How much did you pay for a map pack for Call of Duty? How much did you pay? Was I it wouldn't ten dollars? Twenty dollars? Players. Plenty of people paid ten to twenty dollars. I honestly, Good for the for record, cannot not. fucking remember. <laughs> ten to twenty dollars for four to five extra maps. Now instead, I'm getting a game that I love, and I'm getting four to five extra hours of side quests, an extra character. For my squad. And, and I'm expected to pay 10 extra dollars. Maybe don't. for a quality game. No, I'm that going to. I'm going to. A lot of people won't. No, I, I, I disagree with that. A lot of people There's will. A lot, a lot of, pe of people will. A lot but of people to will. call it bullshit, to, say to that call it corporate rape, That's to naive. call it a game that is taking advantage of you for a game that has maybe tenfold the normal time. To say that people won't play. buy it because they don't like the DLC is very naive. There's a lot of people that won't buy it because the same reason people won't buy a game that has a fee charge. No, I, I think you it's... you play it at MMO that had a fee charged every month? No, they're not, Sage. They're not pricing no. themselves out of the market. They're not of course pricing people themselves are gonna out of the buy market. It. I'm going to buy it. Most gamers are going to buy it. 95%. I said, would you buy a game that charged you $15 a month to play it? Oh, me? Hell no. Thank you. No, I would never. That's my point. But, but, I'm yeah, the but look at the millions and millions exactly. of people who do. Right. I don't, it I sold don't 10 million games. How many did Call of Duty sell that. in one day? 5 million? 20 million? 50 million copies of Halo? And millions and millions of people pick up the downloadable content. Yep. And my point is, All there's a lot of, of people out there that won't do. Just because a lot will. of people do, they a will. lot of people won't as it's, well. It's, I think I, it's I, rather I, naive to think that that oh, total course, biscuit is going to suddenly change. And everyone, I, oh, no, 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 no. All of the internet you will check, rise up. If you check who said, message, who said he would? That's, that's your argument say, that you're saying no, no, that. No, 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 no. I said it doesn't the, matter if he does it or if somebody else does it. There could be there could be a lot of people that won't buy the game because of it. That doesn't mean millions of people won't. My, it's not going to become a game that doesn't turn a profit because there's a boycott attached to it. I guess here's there's, my biggest point. Here's my biggest point. Even if people point. stuck to it, which I don't believe they will. They here, won't. Here, I guess, is my biggest point. On Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the latest release, you're going to have map packs that go for $10. And all they're going to release is four new maps from multiplayer where nothing really changes. The dev kit has been out there. It took them, what, a month to make that map? Probably Maybe? not even. Okay. Probably, Probably less than that. I, I completely don't agree buy with you. If you don't believe it's worth your money, then don't buy it. And I won't. Okay. And, that's, and that's, these people believe no, 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 the same. No, no, hold on. So hold what on. the fuck? 
Here's my point. Here's it's okay my... when you don't want to buy it, but not when others don't. Sweet, merciful Jesus. You can interrupt me. Your, ar- wow. yeah, your arguments are so stupid. They're so wrong. So stupid. Here's my difference. I've got four maps for $10. Or, in a game that is uh, widely recognized as one of the great franchises, in a game that is widely recognized in terms of RPGs and storytelling as one of the great single-player experiences of the last decade, they asked for an extra $10 to give you a new character, more side quests, and to fill in some of the storyline. And I am going... Now, it may be that when the game is released, I turn out to be wrong. It may be that when the game is released, it turns out that the DLC makes a huge difference. The game hasn't been released, so I don't know. All I can go off of is BioWare's releases uh, and all of the video game sites I have checked. But everyone seems to agree that this is extra content, that this is nothing more than filler. Yes, good filler. It's going to give you more detail. However, it's not crucial to the story. You can play the game and not have it. See, that's that's where I would jump in and have the beef with it. Kind of like what uh, what Final Fantasy thirteen two supposedly does is apparently it ends on a to be continued with the idea that they would release download content to finish the story. That is where I would step in and have a problem because then I'm not paying for full game. Go but ahead. Go if ahead. Mass Effect is not doing that, no, if they're saying no. here's side no. information, it's an extra character. Then exactly. Then I think if someone's willing to spend the money, then they should be able to spend the money. If exactly. They want. And, it's, and it's not saying it's going to change the story. All exactly. it's going to say yeah, is see, that's, that's all they're the saying difference. is they're going to give you a little extra see, on now, the that's side. That's what they're saying. Now, I, they're going to give you some catch up to go with your in, fucking. In my opinion, I think that's the biggest the biggest cause of the argument because of that confusion. People are getting confused between the idea of whether or not this continues the story, completes the story, Agreed. and they can't do it Agreed. without it. And who's to blame and for the confusion? That, but, but regardless of who's to blame, that's what's driving who's to blame? this big I don't debate. know, Total Biscuit? He seems to be the one driving uh, this whole thing. But I don't, I don't agree with that. It, it was From Ashes was never supposed to be put up on, on Xbox Live. It was never okay, supposed it was, to be put then up it was on the person who put it, it up. It was an accident. Yeah. It was up for about an oh, hour, and then it got so taken down. So it was down. a mistake by the company that started the whole shitstorm. Really? Got it. Because, you. yes, From okay. Ashes DLC going on Xbox Live or Steam had everything to do with someone at fucking Bioware pushing a button, or maybe it had someone to do with at, at Microsoft or Steam pushing a button. The point is, it wasn't the consumer button. that had the problem. No, it was no, somebody they made not. a mistake. However, if the Got consumer it. would educate themselves, again, we are not talking about downloadable content that changes the game. We are not talking about downloadable content that completely alters the ending or even gives you the ending. We're talking about some bonus stuff, some sugar on top, a little bit of icing on your cake. And people are going apeshit over this. Now, again, I believe that once the game comes out and people see what it is, this will all subside because they will realize that this is bonus. This is extra. I just think it's ridiculous that people are going people online and going. See, I don't. I don't really think that the the issue that these people have is is that it's coming out day one. Maybe it is to a little extent. I think it goes to a deeper issue that some people just don't like downloadable content. Period. The For the they record, don't. They they don't like the fact that they're buying a game and then have you they have to like rebuy more things. You know what? If no, that, no, but if the, the problem thing. is is that they're wrong. They're in the minority because if. If so many people hated downloadable content, then the companies wouldn't do it. 
You know what, Sage? They have okay. tried to educate that, the I, consumer. I think that's Look really... online. They have made multiple press releases. Casey Hudson himself has gone out and done interviews trying to alleviate this problem. But people are still going apeshit. I completely agree with Highlander. I people think, don't I think like it's, it's DLC. Deeper, th- but here's the point. There is a development time. Yeah. And you know what? I'm willing to pay... Ten dollars personally for three months of their time to try and expand the story I love. And clearly, there are people who don't. And if they don't want to, that is their business. No, no, no. There are, that and, is their choice, and that is fine. That's fine. And they don't have to okay, buy it. Then. However, you don't get to call the company thieves and robbers. Sure you do. No, you, you have do. Every, no, you have no, every right no, to do no, that too. No, no, please, no, please. We please. have done it on this show, calling other people their DLC, the robbers and thieves. There and is a bastards. difference. There is a oh, difference. There is? Yes, because no, 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 of course there's, oh, because, oh, okay. oh no, wait, 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 no, let, let me explain. explain this, however, because we have laid out clear guidelines on this show for DLC we love and DLC we hate, and, and none DLC, of us agreed on any of it, and DLC we hate is shit where you pay to change the multiplayer game experience where you can buy upgrades, yeah. none of us like that, but you know what? No, that was free stuff, no, that no, was no. the difference. no. The difference if is if I bought the the collector's edition or I downloaded if it I through download, them, I got it. If I pay a dollar for a hat for my online avatar, that is my choice. But if I pay a yeah. dollar for an upgraded sniper rifle that does two times damage or whatever, yeah, no. you're goddamn right. I have a with, problem. If I with bought that. the game from Best Buy, like Empire Total War, I got an extra unit that you didn't get if you got it from GameStop. And yeah. that unit made a difference. Completely different. And That's I com- the difference. And I not will com- DLC, not paying extra. I'm not paying extra that gives me an advantage over you. It's not the haves and haves because I bought it somewhere else. Or because I downloaded it from Steam, I got the HMS Elephant. That was so much better than the other ship in the game. I didn't pay any more than you did. And you'll That's admit, my problem with it. And you'll freely admit that if you go back in the archives, I agree with you completely. Then we bring you- this up. It has nothing to do with that. You said, well, we've talked about it before. No, that argument had nothing to do with this one. It's two different no. things. No, we've talked exactly. about this before, oh as in we agree no. I can't, on that. Can't we agree on the difference. Rumble. Can't we agree where spending can't money should not cause an advantage from one player yes. to another. This right. is we're not cause an advantage. And neither did that example. Because I bought it somewhere for the exact same money you did, I got an advantage. Yeah, that exactly. Yes, and we, we, talk about we agree. That has nothing to do with this. This is single-player oh, storyline. Oh, this doesn't have anything to do with multiplayer. Okay. This doesn't give me an advantage over you when we're playing together. Thank you, Manly Stuff. Pay for what you agree with. Don't, if you don't, vote with your wallet. And that's my point. If you don't want to buy it, if you don't agree with it, stand on your principles. You don't need a boycott. Be a one-man boycott. Don't buy the game. If you don't want Feel the free DLC, not to. yes, yeah, that's part of the free market system. You know I, Vote with your wallet. Don't I, buy the game if you don't like it. I completely agree and with more what you're tool. just saying. And they have that right. Vote with your wallet. Saying we're right agreeing and we're yelling. We're no, yelling because no, 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 we no, agree. No, no, no. I said no, no, no. this Hold half on. an hour ago. And they no, said, no, no, no. Oh, people are wrong. No, they're not. They have every right to do this. If they don't want to buy the game, don't play your violence Don't buy the game. You know what? No, I completely agree. Go have your If they don't want to buy the game, don't buy the game. However, if you don't buy the game and instead you pirate it, don't come to me in a year and bitch about record low sales for games and the fact yes. that no one will innovate. And yes. that is something we have gone over over and Let's, over okay, and no, over again on this show. Okay. No, I'm, no, I'm connecting to another topic. I know it's difficult, yes. but <laughs> we're trying to link some uh, things you're here. You're segueing yes. into topics we weren't even discussing. But okay, good, good to know. All right. <clears throat> Jesus. Deep breath, everybody. Deep breath. 
See, I, I'm the one who doesn't need one. Want to release it day one? Let's even... release it day one. Who cares? Okay. I don't understand. Who the hell cares? I don't understand how if it's I, it, it makes no sense months. in in two three months everything's okay. okay. But if they release it day one, they're one, fucking it's, assholes. It's, it's, I just it's, told you it's why. It's an image thing. It's perception. But okay, I will agree with you. It's funny that they agree that perception is reality, and that the perception of the consumer is that you had something done, and when the game's launched, you're going to charge an extra ten bucks for. However, if they waited two months, no one is the wiser. No one gives a shit, and everything's just fine. That's why. It's timing. You well, can you say know bullshit. I, you can I'll, say stupid, bullshit. But that's the reality situation. Because and that's the way it is. It that's bullshit life. Because everyone right. it doesn't make Because it, you know what? It doesn't make Honestly, it. Honestly, I, I would be mad if they waited two, three months. If I they had too. it ready. Good I'm like, well, too. what the hell were you sitting on it for? I, I'll pay the money. Let me play it. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. To try and bring this back down to a calm level. All right. This oh, everyone, guy who's been last yes, I, I admit, I have been, I have been yelling. I have no. been upset. However, Go let's ahead. bring this back down again. Now, hey, the thing to remember is, let's say it takes three months to make DLC. It yeah. takes three months to add a new character and some side quests to something. You have to remember and? that the game was done three months ago. It takes time to make the discs. It takes time to do the final testing. It takes time to do the quality control and to actually get the game distributed. And so what were they supposed to do? Sit on their hands during that time so that nobody on the internet ever gets mad because maybe the timing wasn't off? If you actually yes, look actually, it up, if you actually if you look it up, and had Casey done, Hudson, okay. no, no, hold on, hold on, let me finish, let me finish. If you actually look it up online, Casey Hudson, executive producer of Mass Effect himself, says in an interview, this was finished Faster than it was supposed to be. And we what? should not have finished so it this what? fast, but we were done, so we wanted to release it as quick as possible so people would have the option and to use this on the first playthrough. And it was a bad idea, wasn't it? No. Because look what happened. In the end, business wise, no. sure. Thank in, you. That's however, all, that was however, off with. however, you. however, in the end, in terms of giving me what I want, Thank what you, by the way. I appreciate you getting a, this done quickly you so that I can spend a little bit more money to get what I want out of the game. If you don't think this was a bad business move, then you know very little about business because you do not understand the way people act. You don't understand the way people talk. And they talk to each other, and they <laughs> act, and they get together and say, you know what, this is a bullshit idea. You know what, you're right, this is a bullshit yeah, you know idea. What? But and the next that... thing you know, you got 10,000 How dare they people. provide me with my content I know. early? How dare they? That's it's so stupid. Said, I, I can't, can't believe with this the game. argument. If only the they'd waited 30 days <laughs> hey, to give up. me my $10 content. Why couldn't they sit on their hands for three months? I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, make your point. Because it goes back to the same thing I said earlier. And you know what? You guys can say, it's stupid. And you know what? At a base level... With everybody thinking logically at the same time, maybe it is. But you know what? Yeah. That's not the real world. The real world is people see this saying, this is bullshit. The game is done. The DLC is done. At the same time, it should be part of the game. We should get it. If they waited two months and you can say, well, I should have it on the first day, fine. The bottom line is whether you agree with me or not, whether you hate it or not, two months from now, the reality is this would not have been a controversy of any kind. Period. You you realize Period. you're making you realize you're making the argument that if only they had delayed putting their product on the shelves, nobody would have cared. They, delay, they wouldn't have. If they had delayed two months, of they course they wouldn't. People have. would have been thinking, oh, well, they must have been working this whole time on this DLC. Didn't matter when it got finished, Vyar. It matters when it goes on sale. They could have had Mass Effect on three years ago. And it's coming out today. It wouldn't make a goddamn bit of difference. Of course it wouldn't. But that's because people thank are you. fucking thank stupid. You. 
Do you think that literally on, hold on, on March 6th, uh, which is the day it comes out, March 6th at midnight, do people think the developers finished at March 5th, 11 p.m.? Is that what people fucking think? That somehow the goddamn the disc got to GameStop? Of course it was. So what are they okay. supposed to do? Switch the entire development team to something else? Or yes. maybe they keep them on the project they've been working there's, on for two well, and a half they fucking years. Shut about it. No. Somebody does make a mistake and put it out early. They release it a month and a half. And now they have the developers work on something else for the next DLC to come out Jesus two months from then. And Are you really then. taking that side? Wow. Are you really taking the side that if I only tell they you delayed, the reality if the only they had held off on making their Dude, own DLC, which you just said you would agree with the timing's bad twice now you've agreed no, with No, I have said that if, if they had I I have agreed that if they the had held off bad. on the timing, that people would have been less pissed off. However, I don't think the timing's bad. I want to thank BioWare for giving me the option to on my first playthrough have all the content I possibly can because they spent three months after Master it was Queef. done. Does anybody remember that? Master, Ma- Master Effect hard. 2 had DLC on day one launch and instead of charging for it they gave everyone the code for free. I feel that like people are forgetting this. No, I do I remember it. it was the oh, Cerberus code. it was code. okay and cool then but now mm-mm, now it's ten bucks and people are dumb to expect it for free. Even though that there's a track record for the company having done it before. And you know what? You can scream and yell all Because your life, downloadable content is about getting more money. That's the whole thing that, that, that downloadable content. It's an expansion pack. It's an ex- no, it's yeah. They're offering yes, it an expansion pack. There's a lot of companies that give expansion DLC pack. for free. There's plenty that do it. And there's plenty there's that do it for money. It's That's called right. a promotion. Yes. And let them buy what they like. And there's, and there's something argument. else. You don't have to money. buy the DLC. You don't like it. You know what? You don't, you don't like have timing, but that's the reality. You can buy the regular copy. I hate to break it to you. You can buy the regular copy of Mass Effect 3 for $60 US and not pay an extra fucking dime. For the DLC. And at that point, you will have the entire storyline, minus a couple extra things they built in. But you know what? That's what you'll buy. Or, like myself, you can pay the $10 and get a little extra in a story that you love, in a franchise that you love, to a company that has pretty much every single game I've played of theirs, I've absolutely fucking adored. I can't think of one bad game. Beyond what I've I've expected. Anything about the the quality of the DLC. My, My point is. My point is Again, simply this. Straw man, argument, but continue. Uh, go oh, ahead. Uh, no, please call me a straw man when you're throwing up yours. Go ahead. What? But however, what? what's wrong with You, can, you can throw in the fact that yes, we should have waited an extra sixty days before we released yeah, content right. that was done sixty days ago. And if yeah. only they had done that, yes. it would be okay. It would or been. you can admit that it people's perception no, is fucking wrong. It's wrong. Yes. <sighs> completely well, I'm wrong. I'm glad the world needs to see it through your eyes, gentlemen. I'm glad the world needs it's to see it through your eyes, doesn't. apparently. Yeah, obviously. Why, obviously why the fuck is it about you? Yeah, obviously, if Grow the fuck up. The, that's the way the world works. It has nothing to do with me. It's not how the that's world how works. That's how it sounds like it. Really? Then tell me. People feel that, okay. Hey, how about instead of telling people what they feel, how about we throw it on in the IRC chat room and see what they got? The IRC is backing me on this one that it was bad timing. No. No. Are they? Not all of them. Not all of them. Some are. Some are. Some aren't. Bottom line is this, and you agree with it earlier. If this happens two months from now, doesn't matter when, doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, does this controversy happen, yes or no? Go ahead. Yes. This controversy happens. If it comes out two months from now, this controversy happens anyways. Uh, probably less so. There will probably really? be something, but I doubt it. Yeah, because I'm sure there'll be people I'm sure that they no. have to that, spend ten bucks. Right. Would it be like it is now? No, no. not at all. Thank no. you. That was really my point. You know what? Done. Got think, you on record. But you know what? Think of all this free publicity get, don't, that yeah. Bioware is getting <laughs> exactly. from Mass Effect. <laughs> no, no, no. Sakani. Think Sakani. of all these people that are talking about Mass Effect Three. That's that probably wouldn't be talking about. And actually, here's where it comes to the core. Sakani reads. 
A fucking Prothean is not just a mere extra. That's fucking vital shit if you care about the story. You however, don't know that Sakani, the game. How do you know? However, Sakani, if you actually read the news online and the multiple interviews, what you will find is that Casey Hudson, again, executive producer for Mass Effect 3, a guy who probably knows, I don't know for sure, but I think he's probably in charge of this shit, says that you will get the same storyline. What the Prothean yeah. introduces is nuance, extras. If the people Feel are free, free, they're not going to buy it. No, and, you know, they're, they're stupid gonna, people. They're going to buy it. They're going to buy no, it. The they're going to buy it. They're going to pirate the game. Who cares? Don't buy the game. At what Don't point buy did the I just... say they were going to pirate no, the game? And then I started the conversation twice. You said it. Yes, and then you brought it up again. I said, I, I said, if they pirate the game, they have <laughs> if they no. The, what what he said was that uh, if if, be, if because of this controversy, they choose not to pony up their sixty bucks, but instead they decide to pirate the game, then they shouldn't go and turn around and blame people for sales being low exactly no innovation my industry is dying my my point is simply this my point is simply this mass effect is one of the great franchises in gaming history in my opinion many people may disagree but i believe it is and i think sales bear me out on this mass effect is one of the huge franchises the ones that make or break gaming months when you have situations like this where people are saying that they are going to pirate as opposed to download because of one DLC thing that honestly, and we both agree on this, we both agree on this, if only they'd waited two months to release their DLC, if only the same exact thing had happened just 60 days later, there would be no controversy. There would people And you agreed. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Just, I freely said that. He just said that. Agreed. agreed. And that was my point, the whole start, the whole thing, that it was all perception. Had they waited... This would never have been a problem. My you point is, why should the they thing. wait if they're done already? Yeah, because of what happened. This is why. This is why they should have waited. Well, that's a stupid go. fucking it's, reason. It's okay. a stupid because reason. Because right. don't understand. You know what? I'm, okay. I'm done with it. All right. Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm I sorry people don't march in lockstep to what you want. And I'm sorry. That's the fact not how that the, the game works. was done four months ago. The fact that there's some fucking distribution time. <laughs> people don't understand that it wasn't done tomorrow. And By then the way, they released it. They haven't innovated since the '90s. I support innovation, real innovation. Gaming by supporting independent developers. Really, Sage? You're uh, saying Bioware go, hasn't like innovated? Go fuck yourself. Bioware has. Bioware. If, if you don't think Bioware hasn't innovated, Sage, then get the fuck off IRC right now. Yeah, you have I mean, no idea what, what you're talking okay, about. Okay, then. Th- and you know what? You can again. You can, one of the you great can great type in franchises. caps and cruise control provide caps all you want, exa- Sage. Provide you're an example. What have they innovated? I don't know. I don't play Mass Effect. Go ahead and tell them. What do they? What is there innovative? What have they made innovative? What have they changed? How have they revolutionized gaming? Give me an example. You okay. guys played. Revolutionized gaming, I can't speak to it. However, like okay. I said, I have played the Mass Effect 3 demo, and I have played since Mass Effect 1. Go on. Mass Effect 1, and I think we'll all agree with this. Since awesome. the 90s. Okay, continue. Go ahead. Let me... All right. Mass Effect 1, <clears throat> and I'm going to broad break down here. Awesome story. Relatively... Lots quant- of games have awesome stories. But it's a f- also a first per- I, I first person shooter I, with an awesome third story. person shooter. Third, third person. However, third person, I'm sorry. Mass Effect One, awesome, incredible space opera, science fiction, plenty of those. Great Go story. Okay. Uh, I can't name that many. No, I, I, I like can't name much, that many of the top. But thanks of my head for playing. Um, awesome RPG yeah, elements, very very intricate. However, almost Tie Fighter, X Wing, Alliance, please. Different style games. Let's see. Completely different style games. Knights of the Republic is a different game. No. You said space opera. I'm just naming science fiction games that were popular. You're naming science fiction games, not space opera. Yeah, disagree completely. Yeah. However, okay, again, Mass Effect 1. Intricate RPG elements. 
excellent story. Somewhat, uh, I would say, clunky, to be honest. Third-person shooter mechanics. Yeah. Well, it was um, the first try. I, it was, I, I hated the Mako, like pretty much everybody else, because it was basically a tank on Flubber. Um, I, you know, there were things I loved, things I didn't love, but the soundtrack was excellent. It was very, very intricate. Over 40 hours of gameplay if you're a completionist like me. And then you get to Mass Effect 2, where they made lots of changes. Still an excellent but story. How were they However, innovative to gaming, which is what your point was. That's what I'm asking. There are plenty of games with awesome soundtracks. 40 or more hours of gaming. Some you know what? Some things, things are more than the sum of their parts, which is, I guess, the point I was trying to make, where Mass Effect was overall a franchise that drew me in, made me actually care about the characters, made me actually give a shit about the story. Because guess what? Dragon Age Origins did it. Dragon Age 2 and that's couldn't give a fuck less. Also a Bioware game. Okay. Also a Bioware game, Dragon Age 2. I had fun. It was an RPG. I heard it was a but bad didn't game care. all around for the most part. Yeah, I Except didn't. I, I never didn't, played it. I never I really got a, into the story. RPG, I never really got okay. into the whole thing. You know, I guess if you haven't played the game, shut the fuck up. I guess Clearly that's where they, I'm going to go. They on. have played it, and I guess that's. I where I'm, I haven't well, I haven't if, even talked to them. I, I haven't played even read their tons shit. of games. I'm just I'm waiting to hear how you things bitch. are. I'm not bitching. I'm asking a simple question: How are they innovative? That's all. You're giving me examples of. There's tons of games that are You're the looking same thing. for me to drop some magic fucking well, eight ball fucking reason. I'm talking been... about an overall game experience where I very much enjoyed the characters. I very much enjoyed the story. Every single time I've come back, they I would I would also more. say that the the way that they present the story is very I completely innovative. agree with with like different you know, story wheel options and that's great and the way and that's that fine. They... But when you say when you make them out to be the end all and beat all, no, I never have, did. You said there's they have innovated so much in gaming, and somebody asked you. I didn't say the new hip hop and innovative. No, 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 and I asked no, you. No, no. That's all I, I never did was said ask. they innovated anything. I don't give a fuck. I'm no. not going to say that no. every game is better. I don't give a shit. If you're not going to answer the question, you're going to bitch at me. That's fine. I don't care. They were innovative. They're the greatest things since sliced bread. I never I said any anymore. of that. I said I they were innovative. I, I said that every title is better. I never said they were the greatest things since sliced bread. I enjoy their games. Okay. Feel free to go Any back and listen to the podcast I and see what I actually sure said will. instead of your preconceptions I sure will. of what I just said. I gave you every opportunity to say exactly what they were innovative. In <laughs> and his- I tried to right up until the moment where you ripped me right the fuck out and started talking over. Except I was simply pointing out, never say you're wrong or right, saying that there are plenty of games to do the same thing. I don't see how that's innovative. I was asking a question. And, and I would argue that it is an excellent story game, as we all know. Based on my discussions previously in this show uh, over the last few months, I, I like excellent stories. I like immersive stories. I like immersive characters that I can connect with. In my opinion, that is what Bioware does best. They build a story that draws me in. Now, again, in Bioware, or in, uh, I'm sorry, Mass Effect 1, I think the biggest drawback to it was it was a relatively clunky third person shooter with an amazing story. In Mass Effect 2, I think. Personally, and you may disagree um, for those who have played, but personally, I think they went too far the other way. I think still an amazing story, but they tried to take too many of the RPGs out for the casuals, and they tried to streamline everything just a little too much. Now, again, until Mass Effect 3 comes out, I can't say for sure. However, based on the demo I've played, based on what I've seen of it, and based on what I've read of it, it seems like in Mass Effect 3 they have struck a balance between story, third-person combat, and RPG. That is all I'm saying. And I'm saying that timing is a shitty argument to make 
when you come to actual content because most gamers look at launch day as the basically well it came out on March 6th oh, why, why didn't the, the shit that on done March 5th get included and that is seems to be the major argument online is that they did this in January, February, and March. Why isn't it on my disc? Well, guess what? Because your disc was made in December Allow or November. Me, if I may, to give you an example. Of course. Go ahead. And this is what innovative means. And Marikai points it out. I'm not sure Mass Effect has changed how games the future will be made. And that is what innovative means. Like, Final Fantasy II, when it came to the United States, was innovative. Because now it was almost be like in a movie instead of playing an RPG. Final Fantasy the original change was innovative because now it changed the way RPGs were played. I'm, I'm sorry. Ultima real... when it came out was innovative because it changed exactly how a storyline would be brought would be brought out. Multiple characters, multiple storylines, side quests. From that point on, other games started doing the same thing. They uh, copied the success of the previous. May I ask innovative... a question? No, you let me finish. And no, I will. I, I, I'm, I'm asking what comment started. I, I didn't. I literally didn't hear you. Marikai oh, said, so "I'm not sure Mass Effect has changed how games of the future will be made." Okay, which is okay, what innovation I'm sorry. means. I, I just wanted to get your base on it. I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick or interrupt. Yes, but there it is. Okay, go ahead. Innovation means that they've done something revolutionary that other people will copy going forward. When Total War okay. first came out. It was innovative because you have a game that's real-time strategy using miniatures of thousands of units on the field. Now look how many people do it. Warcraft 2 was innovative because it built RTS strategy games from that point forward. Look how many people copy them. Command and Copper, Red Alert, Warcraft, Starcraft, Supreme Commander. Need I go on? No, not what at does all. Mass Effect do? Completely what has it been innovative that people are now going to go ahead and practice and take off the ME model and make games just like it? Because what you've described so far is no different than what a lot of people have already been doing. That is what innovative means. And when you sit there and you're going to give me examples of how this has been a, such an innovative game, it's changed the face of gaming, and you can't give me an example mm. of how it's been any different than other people have already done before them. Space Opera be damned, there are plenty of other games out there that I'm simply not thinking of on the spot. Okay, um, and you sit there, scream the top of your lungs. Okay, say I'm just making shit up. When I was asking a simple question, that is what innovation means. I will then apologize for my tone of voice because I did not intend to offend. And your point, however, I the argument stick wasn't by my toward, point. I, the I, argument wasn't toward Mass Effect per se; it was toward Bioware. The and company. again, and I, I, asked you, I you actually, you know what? No, no, no. I, I stick by my point because, and, and this is what I will say. Um, you have argued for a specific single innovation. You Not want specific, me? No, any. no, 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 no. Lenny, I, I, I apologize for interrupting, but allow me to, I guess, make my point. Um, you get the last. You word. are asking for a single specific innovation that has truly changed gaming. I don't think there is one. I, I, I can't, if I had to guess, if I could point to a. I would. I would point to Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. And the way that they interweave the story, the way that you were able to choose, excellent example. The 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 way you wanted the story to be told. Uh, Now I'm not saying that that's never happened in any other game, but it was the way everything was weaved together. Uh, It's the reason why it was the game of the year. It's the reason why there was a sequel. It sucked. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, they 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 pushed it out too soon. But anyway, the the. The, the way that you were able to make choices that determined not only how your character went out, but how other characters around you managed to interact with their environments uh, and the different multiple endings that there were based on the choices that you made throughout the game, I think was, was pretty innovative. Now, maybe other games did it before, and that's fine, but I think specifically if we're going to talk about something specific, 
that we're going to plant my flag in, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic managed to combine a lot of different things in a new way that games hadn't done before and that, in my opinion, I think a lot of games have copied. To, to jump in on that again, to go back to Mass Effect since that's what the argument's about, um, and it's very, very much related to what you were just talking about, Highlander. In Mass Effect 1, you make choices. In Mass Effect 2, those choices affect your choices and you make more choices. In Mass Effect 3, your save games from Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2 get loaded to affect the game you end up playing. So that, to me, is an innovative system that I have not often seen before and never seen before on that scale. However, beyond that, I guess I would argue what's innovative is not any single system. What's innovative is not the graphics, because to be honest, I played the Mass Effect 3 demo. Edge, the I'm, graphics I'm not saying are not incredible. People are starting to say, well, this, this game did this. And I wasn't saying that games didn't do that before. In fact, I made that very clear. What I'm saying is that Knights of the Old Republic was a very new thing. And it combined a lot of different things that a lot of games did into one package, and it, and it combined them extremely well and maybe by in, a, in a very non-clunky way. In a very streamlined manner. So does that invalidate anytime, a game? Anytime you are looking at gaming, you are looking at exactly what you just said, Emp. You're looking at games. Every single in a, every single little thing, ninety percent chance it's been done before. But it's how it's all put together. It's how the the overall experience comes together. And for me, personally, and I will make this very clear, personally, I feel that the Mass Effect universe, the Mass Effect franchise, and the Mass Effect storyline comes together, for me, personally, it comes together in a way that has not been done nearly as well in any other game. I am not saying that timing is not an issue. Of course it is. I completely agree with you on that. If they had done it two months from now and released for Ashes, or from, I'm sorry, from Ashes two months from now, of course there wouldn't be the controversy. Why? Why I'd, would there not be the controversy then? Because people would feel that they had spent the time since developing the game and they would see it as a difference. Thank you. Which is what you argued and told me I was stupid and I was wrong and everybody no, else no, was no. stupid and they were wrong. I didn't say you were stupid. An hour ago. I said <laughs> that I believed it was a misperception. Okay. I said that the, the perception seems to be in gaming Thank that you, launch H. day is March 6th and anything done before March 6th should be released with the game on the game. But the thing is, they were not done March 5th with the game. They were not done writing the game on March 5th. They were done writing the game on November or December or whatever. And then they sent it to be tested. Then they sent it to be certified. Then they sent it to be copied on the disc and distributed to game companies and retailers worldwide. My point is that the timeline in most people's head is, yes, it's wrong. In most people's heads, they seem to not get that. There is three to four months of development time where normally the team working on Mass Effect would have pivoted to a completely new project, be it Knights of the Old Republic or something else, Dragon Age 2 DLC instead, whatever. There's three to four months where people think that they're working on that where they aren't. They're working on something else. Instead, they chose to continue working on DLC for the current project. They release it day one. Is that a timing mistake? That can be argued either way. I will not disagree with you on that, and I completely agree that business-wise, they probably should have released it in a month or two. However, from an actual are-they-robbing-you standpoint, 
from an are they trying to Jew you out of an extra $10? I completely disagree. And that is my only point, I guess, to be made in this entire long 45-minute <laughs> scream fest of an argument. And Edge points I, out I, exactly I, where I was going. Bioware did not innovate anything. They simply refined what already existed. And isn't that and innovation it in and of itself? To me, if that is okay, innovation. Anubis. That's my problem with innovation. Because if it's not mainstream, people don't call it innovation. So because a small company in a game did it first, and somebody else copied it, is and it therefore it not innovation? When you can okay. do what something... And I would argue that Bioware's way they tell stories... I don't, maybe I don't think it's as refined as other people. Maybe I don't think they tell their stories as well as others. It's called doesn't an opinion. Mean, Feel free. It's called, yeah. Thank you're, you. You're welcome it's to an, an opinion. opinion. It doesn't I, make them innovative. No. It means you like one story version versus another. During my argument, uh, and especially during the last part, because we right, did the disagree second multiple part, times, you clarified after I, the I tried, I tried to specify that personally, I love the way Bioware brings a story to life. I personally love the way the Mass Effect franchise draws me in. But that now, many people may disagree with me. However, based on sales, I'm yeah, pretty I'm gonna, sure I they agree you're good. with me yeah. on this one. Yeah. Now, it, maybe you disagree. That's fine. However, are you really telling me that because their DLC adds an extra character, your, extra character to your squad and adds some side missions that flesh out the overall story, that you are invalidating everything... I don't do. believe I've ever made any comment. No, I, I, I don't either. I'm talking about the general I internet. I haven't heard tenor. anybody else do the same. It was only you're adding something to the game, period, regardless of what it is, on the same day it comes out, and you want $10 extra. And that is the crux of the argument. Yes. However, your crux of the argument is if only they'd held on to that special little extra. You mean if they'd two only used a little bit of common and sense? Timing. Yes. I agreed with you at the beginning of that. The and timing yet you was a mistake. You the point. Uh, no, no, no. Last, but, I'll give you guys the last word. We've got to wrap this up. We've gone a lot longer than we should have. I wanted this to be done at 10, so go ahead. Okay. Highlander, you want to take a swing at this? No, I, I think everything's been said. I, I mean, I, I think that in the end, in the long run, it's not going to matter. There are a couple people that are upset. No, of course I, not. I, I don't think it has to do with the timing at all. I think that's just the catalyst. Yeah, I, I think it has a lot more to do with people that just... Some people just, period, do not like the idea of downloadable content. The problem that is... That you have to pay more money for a game that you've already bought. But I'll ask and you if you don't, hour. then that's fine. But I, I, like I said, I don't think it's the timing at all. I think those people that are saying that, how dare I have to, you know, have to, you know, whatever. The, the point is that they, they just don't like the fact that they have to spend more money on a game they already have. And, I, and, and, if, and if there were a majority of those people... Then downloadable content would not exist. Right, but and the fact, neither would expansions. But the fact that they do stuff like this tells me that there is a shit ton, way more people than the few dissident voices you're hearing on the internet that don't care about the fact that it came out on day one. Of course, and are going to get the downloadable content. Maybe not on day one. Maybe on day two, day I'll three, get it on day whatever. One, yeah. And this whole argument about you know how dare they bring it on day one? It's going to blow completely over. Mass Effect 3 is going to sell a shit ton of copies. They're going to sell a lot of the downloadable content, and it's not going to matter. A quick question. Name me a company or game that had the same giant controversy about the downloadable content. That had about downloadable content? Yes. On day one or day one? On day ever. one, because companies have never just, done it on day one. Are you just talking about downloadable content, just give period? Me a, yeah, give me a couple of examples of, of stuff in 
You know, See, uh, people until, hated the World of Warcraft yeah, downloadable gonna, contents, the okay. Call of Duty downloadable contents. They didn't like Team Fortress 2 being able to buy hats at right. the beginning. I mean, if we're talking about just overall DLC controversy. So these were games that ton of hadn't them. come out yet that people were against, or these were games that had already been out for a while, had sold downloadable, uh, downloadable content. Had I, had I not just said that agreed, since, since yeah. no game has ever... Release downloadable content same day. That was my point. The second was, was there a giant boycott mm. list? Because I can think of one where a boycott was organized to go against somebody because of the downloadable content they were selling. One. And that had nothing to do with any kind of content that altered the game. It was a Neither shirt. does this. It adds something to it. It adds play. all downloadable content. All. Adds exactly. something to it. No, it doesn't. You can buy a vanity. No, it doesn't. You really? go to World of Warcraft. You buy a vanity pet. Does it change the way the game's played? Does it add anything to it? Mass yes, Effect it does. Two. It adds the pet, no, dumbass. Okay. <laughs> Mass Effect that two. does nothing. You buy a hat in the game and adds a hat. Holy shit! Oh, so the vanity pet gives you side quests. It gives you a playable character. It gives you something you can use. It adds something to the game, idiot. Nothing. It adds your pet. It adds your hat. It adds your sword. Never once have I called anybody an idiot. Plenty Never of what's ever put anybody down okay, personally, hold on, hold on. but that's how we do things. Here, no, no, apparently. no, no personal attacks. No, no, you However, just, you no, just no, smiley. Say I'll, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. No personal attacks. No, no calling anyone that. an idiot. However, right, are you trying to truly tell me that no DLC ever has added side quests or extras or extra gameplay? Because of course they do. No, a lot of them don't. A lot of them do. Guess what? A lot of them hats. do. Mass yeah, Effect Two. Does your hat? Do Ma- anything other than make it look different in Team Fortress? It's still Mass Effect. Does it add something to the game? By definition, does it add something to the game? By definition, does it add something to the game? No, it doesn't add anything to the game. No, it doesn't. It doesn't add the dragon. It doesn't add different. You don't add anything different. Nothing changes. It adds a hat. Yes, it does. Thank you. It adds a hat. Mass Effect Two. Lara the Shadow Broker adds an entire series of side quests and adds an entire series of storylines. Does I it can add, does do it add this all day. Quality? No. Does it add something? Yes. Does, does it, it add, add something, something that people no. want? Does it add something? Yes. Yes. That's the biggest. It adds difference. something. Exactly. It adds all something. It downloadable quality, content. Adds something because you're willing something. to pay for it. Maybe it's teeny. Maybe it's big. But if you it weren't willing to pay for it, it wouldn't something. exist. Exactly. The fact that people will pay the money to get what they want, be it story, be vanity, cosmetic, whatever. As, and, and the thing is, the the part that truly throws me is, I thought, uh, to be uh, to be perfectly honest, I thought we were all in agreement on this one. I as long we as were. It, as long as you're I not paying no, for it, somebody no, 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 had to on, take it the other side, jackass. Well, I thought I, oh, I'll be honest, I said that beforehand. We we've we've been discussing DLC and microtransactions for months, and it's always come down when we talk about it to the same general. Overall, if people want it, they'll buy it. If they don't, they won't. No, the same general line has always been when we've discussed this. And, and maybe I'm wrong on this. Tell me if I am. But I've, I've always thought the same general line for all of us was if you are buying an advantage, there's a problem. If you are buying content, there is not. Because what you're doing for what you're doing is paying for content. It is sixty dollars for Mass Effect Three. If you want Mass Effect 3 plus From Ashes the expansion pack, it's 70 bucks. No, I don't think that's exactly what we discussed before. I, I, close, n- so maybe matter. maybe that was I, my misunderstanding. I'm it's possible. Arguing with, so that's fine. Uh, we'll it's possible. It. I thought maybe that was my bad. I, I thought that's what we had all kind of ended up arguing over and then agreeing I on. think what you're thinking of is we <laughs> talked about once, if you buy the collector's edition, it gives you something, an advantage over somebody who buys the regular edition. Right, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. 
That's exactly what I'm talking about. If I buy, if I spend 80 bucks and you spend 70 bucks and you have an advantage in multiplayer or you have an advantage in some type of competitive mode, I have a problem with that. If you want to buy cosmetic stuff, that's on you. If you want to buy extra map packs, that's on you. But as long as we're playing the same game, you should not be able to buy an advantage over me. And, and that's that's how I thought it was. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. I'd agree with that. I, Anything else? Anybody else? Direct your hate mail to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Greetings, Highlander. You call? <laughs> you have the manners of a goat. All right, let's talk about some Jews. All right, here we go. So if, uh, <laughs> if you have a question that you'd like me to answer in the quickening, please email me, highlander1g at gmail.com. Uh, seeing as how we've been gone for a month, I didn't get too many questions, obviously. So only two questions, but here we go. Question, what is your take on the Democratic presidential candidate, Vermin Supreme, in particular his zombie energy production plan? Have you guys heard of Vermin Supreme? I actually have not. You've I'm, not? He's a, he's not. a joke candidate. Um, he... Technically, I guess he'd be a writing candidate, I suppose. But he, he, it's more, um, more like a performance kind of thing. Like, he goes out and he wears, like, a boot on his head and he talks. Well, just, you'll read there. Uh, yeah, just. Verm Supreme me. is without a doubt, hands down, the best candidate to run for president in all the history of America. His policies rival that of even the revered George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. The boot atop his head is said to grant him knowledge beyond the comprehension of any mortal human. According to polls, Vermin Supreme has at least a 110% chance of winning this election. Anyone who votes otherwise is doing it wrong and probably a fucking Jew. His presidential promises, the promises that he himself promised not to fulfill, at least he's being honest, folks, are a competent bunch of the following. For health, an excellent enforced dental plan, because according to him, our country is suffering a great moral and oral decay in spirit and incisors. His energy plan is converting to a green zombie power by harnessing zombies to turbines and dangling brains just out of reach of them. And the rest is a free pony for every American, which will create many jobs. We're also using the ponies' poop as methane, allowing us to get off our dependence of foreign oil. A vote for the benevolent tyrant Vermin Supreme is a vote thrown away. Vote early, vote often. And finally, question. Some preachy douchebag in my college was getting people to write questions about the Christian religion on a dry erase board. Two questions caught my eye, and I wanted to hear your answers to them. So what I decided to do was to give a real answer, because I love talking about religion, and then the quickening answer. So... First one, is God a loving God? My real answer, of course not. It's like asking if your imaginary friend ever gets jealous. But the quickening answer, of course not. You want a proof a loving God doesn't exist? How about earthquakes, tornadoes, tsunamis, furries, bronies, Oprah, Glenn Beck, High School Musical, and Justin Bieber? And the other question, are people inherently good? The real answer, people are not inherently good or evil, the products of their environment and experiences. The quickening answer, people are assholes. And as you know, I am one of them. That's right, fuck everyone. Fuck black people, fuck the chinks, the spicks, the wetbacks, the nips, the slopes, the crackers, the wiggers, the dagos, the French, those cheese-eating surrender monkeys, the patties and the tags. Did I mention the colors yet? Those eight burr-headed pickaninny coons and their little Sambo tar baby nigglets. Fuck them all. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer in the quickening, you can always email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. <laughs> I think that covers about everybody. <laughs> I think uh, I got everybody. Yeah. 
I was keeping a little tally over here on my Yeah, I, there's there's several sites that I've been to that have they have a full list you can go right down. I, I've actually stopped trying to tally who you've offended and just got an offended check yes or no box. Fantastic. What the hell does it take? Um, actually, that is a uh, slur for an Irish Catholic. Hey, huh? I've heard of a that's a, T-A-I-G. That's what a patty is. Or no, I, specifically, well, no, Patty is Irish general. According to the website I was at, uh, Tag no, is specifically Irish Catholic. It's used Patty is against Irish Catholic. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, you actually go to websites that what, you tell think I know you all how these? to offend people. Yes, of course I think you know how to offend everybody. Oh, no, it's you. you. Behold, the power of Google. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding? It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> you can go on Google's Wikipedia. letters are all different colors. Oh, uh, it's fun. <laughs> So, what did we learn today? I really want to play Turtles in Time for some reason. The next Civil War will be based on Mass Effect 3. And with a downloadable <laughs> content, should be out day one or not. I mean, personally, uh, I don't like downloadable content. I don't but, either. But the market clearly dictates that a lot of people do. And if they want to have it day one, fucking yep. have it, let them have it day one. I don't care. Whatever. If you don't, if you're that freaked out about it, then you sit on your hands for three months and don't get it and then get it and pretend that... Came out three months. We talked about three theories behind January's low video game sales. We also talked about a potential Boondock Saints video game. Blizzard laid off 600 people. The Valve console. Uh, we talked about the video game moment in history, which was Wayne's World. For the NES. Dining and dashing with the fuzz. Uh, we talked about how uh, bank robbers apparently robbing banks using the threat of Shh. nuclear weaponry. And shut the fuck up! Gun. <laughs> we also talked about the five saddest attempts to take over a country. And don't forget, we'll post this. Actually, it's already been posted uh, on the, uh, the articles, 4th of March, 2012, on the forums of BTW Productions, Umamore's Cancer Fundraising page. I would very much like us to raise at least $100 for this. It would be nice. If she's never done yeah, at least 50 I'd like to think that, that this show could at least do 100 For cancer, after all. Yeah, it's mainly stuff, the Empress Court Wiki, which desperately needs to be updated. I think somebody put on there that Eve's got boobs. That's pretty much the only thing she's apparently contributed to the show. Uh, someone's got to flesh that out. Lord knows I don't have the time. Yes, that's a pun. There it is. But I thank everybody for tuning in. If it was for you, we wouldn't be back here doing this at all. So obviously we're back here every Sunday night, at least until WrestleMania. We'll have that night off, which I don't know what that, what day that yeah. is. April. Uh, Sunday. It's usually around Easter. <laughs> I, 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 thank it you. is usually around Sunday. Easter. It is, it, it is a Sunday for sure. Yeah, but it is usually around Easter. i got to be honest with you. Oh, I want to thank our IRC bitch and show contributor, None Left. I want to thank Gnome Wise for putting the show up for us uh, when we get it edited. I want to thank Little Rex, who I'm sure will be editing this one. Um, I'll never get around to sending it to him. I also want to thank Sakani for his promo that he did for the show. Little Rex did his for the little intro the last time on the Empress Court. We used to kind of lead our way into this one. I want to thank, I guess we still have a sponsor, Audio Audible Books. I guess. No one tells me otherwise, so I can only assume they're still there. Still going. I uh, also want to tell you to go ahead and check out all the shows around the station. Go to btwcrushes.com. You can check them out. I believe the newest one is called One Dumb Chocolate Octail. That's on Saturdays, talking about sports. Uh, obviously, we have Casually Hardcore. We have 2040, Tab, you know, Tad No Excuses, Scammers Insider. Uh, there's a whole what, boatload. What is the Tad Is it, it, it said like it's a webcast. It's, it's an a ensemble podcast. podcast. About, the podcast? Yeah, that's, about Yeah, that always threw me. So is, is, so is it supposed to be like an all-star team and we all get together and talk about No, it's or? a show like this, except that they're not in the same room. They're at different parts of the world. Uh, okay. So they talk over themselves a lot because, you know, it is what it is. 
Let me see. Now, I've tried to listen to a few of these, but I don't. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to dog it one way or the other. I just a podcast for fans and friends of the Frog Pants Network of shows. Okay, what? that narrows it down. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is about. It's about Teen Donuts, apparently. Games. Last one. Nepotunism. Dreamcatcher. What a horrible movie. And Holy book. crap, was that a terrible book. The book, book wasn't too good either. Three. I don't know anything else other than what you see here. So okay. Except the one guy wears a hat. Listen to the show, and I'm sure you'll be Man, able to. I, I, I actually almost forgot to say, and all of us forgot to say, so we should all apologize. We were so busy fighting. Copy, yes, I still want to sleep with you. And there you go. All right. See that reaction. Uh, Highlander, I believe yep. Highlander's Day care. is this coming Friday, is it not? <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, the ninth. Yeah. Do anything special for it? I am going out to Longhorn Steakhouse. Nice, nice. We hit up uh, Shinto on Friday. So, how did that go? Did you uh, like it? Yeah, we've been there before. We oh, okay. From the uh, oh, I didn't really party. remember that. Party. Yeah, but I'm talking about uh, uh, Mystic Men. How did she like? It? She liked it. It was okay. funny because the two guys we were sitting with the bocce table were also there for their birthdays. Their woman brought them. There was a huge birthday party behind us in a private room that was loud as fuck. There was ten girls, ten girls back and to the left of me. They were there for one girl's birthday party. They had a big happy birthday. And then there was another family up to the right of us at the hibachi table in the corner that was having a birthday party. Well, yeah, it's, it's a popular... That place, I, I drive by... It, it was it packed. packed. It's always packed. packed. That, that, place place. Is, that place is crazy insane. And uh, it's, 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 it's a hibachi, which you, they try to make it a little more upscale. Yeah. But in the end, it, it's, it's just a hibachi place. But they... Food's still great, though. It's great. Yeah. But they... They, they do a hell of a You know, like, you know well, even, even I had dinner at, at Daishin the other night, a couple weeks ago. That was another Japanese steakhouse not too uh, far from there. Food, I thought, was a little better, but there's no one there. The place is dead. Wow. It was really? like one little small family. I don't know. Me and her. And I don't know what it is about the... the waiters, and that was it. I, I don't know what it is about the suburb of Cleveland I, I live in, but there's there's Shinto, there's Sakura, there's Toho, there's a Japanese seafood buffet opening up there. I don't know what it is about people... Where I live, but they must fucking love Oriental. Food. I swear, dude, it's this whole Asian fusion wave. I, I think you might be right. I, people just, you know, if it's, I, I can't personally. If it's personally from it's not for Asia me, or yeah. the East, it must be missed. Although, exactly. And then, true story. Um, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like when you hear like the Japanese, you're like, and you think, wow, that's so weird. And it's all Eastern and everything. Yeah. You want to know what their equivalent is for us? Like, oh, that's country crazy, Western, weird Western, the banjo. The banjo, <laughs> when, I really? Swear, when, Irish. when really they hear the that. banjo, they're like, "Wow, what's that strange mystical Western instrument?" <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love this song. <laughs> Anyways, uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Empress Court. Follow us on Twitter, same at Empress Court. I have or hashtag Empress Court. I have actually been tweeting quite a bit lately, or more than I normally have. Uh, so definitely follow us. I'd like to shoot for 300 followers. I think that'd be a nice goal to get to. Uh, we're about 233, 235 at the moment, so a little ways to go yet. Uh, don't forget our homepage, clanwinchy.net. Go guard. out there. They're playing Star Wars The Republic at the moment, so there's that. Man, we are nine minutes away from... Well, actually, it might even be less than that, because we didn't really start exactly. We started at 25 after 6. 25, so we are four minutes away from a four and a half hour show. Three hours and 43 minutes, not including the, what, 37 minutes we had Right, like I'm saying, about four and a half hours. In fairness, the beer was going within three, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anything else from this? Should have brought 24. (laughs) No, I I miss doing this, (laughs) because, because you can't argue with your friends, and who can you argue with? Exactly. 
I All love right. you, man. <laughs> but not like that. Not in the same way you love EA. <laughs> well, I thank Baron for sitting in tonight. I love EA. Hopefully we'll see you back here, Baron. Yeah, you should come around. True. Do we even have five months? Well, no, we'll have... Five months? That's almost two months. No, I can't because the board's only made for four. But every other week, obviously, we're going to have a seat open the way things are now. I'll let IRC decide. See how this offer either her schedule, you know... You can have like a... You could have like a like a love line, Doctor Oz kind of segment. Well, so like, there you go. I feel kind of weird. Somebody I suggested noises. a long time ago that I do a segment called Baron's Blitz, but we couldn't figure out what what exactly to do. That's I a genius idea. I wasn't sure how to make that work. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, internet. Suck my balls. Hurrah! So long, everybody. Goodbye. That was one.